All right, well, it's uh, day plus one, I think, or minus one, whatever. This is Monday, E3 2016. Day zero. Yesterday was negative one. Yeah. You're the negative one, Nancy. Whatever. Uh, So we didn't record yesterday because we didn't get done until really late. Uh, So we're actually doing this after the Sony press conference. Uh, We've been through EA. We've been through Bethesda. We watched Microsoft. uh, And... We've been to play sessions and all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, been through Sony's tonight, and Josh and I actually had a couple hours with a bunch of PlayStation VR stuff. So we have a lot to talk about already, and Josh is reading his phone and laughing about something. Because Norman Reedus put up something on Instagram, and it's Kojima with his Konami Tears cup. <laughs> <laughs> But E3 starts tomorrow, right? Doesn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's only Monday. <laughs> yeah. So we're recording this Monday night uh, here at E3 2016. <laughs> so we're going to kind of just go through the press conference really quick, give some reactions. Uh, we, were at, we were at all the ones we're going to talk about except for Microsoft. So we actually have you know some, some eyes on, not just on the streams. Christ, I forgot Microsoft happened today. That's mm. not a good sign. Wow. Yeah, I actually no. thought they had a pretty good conference I did too, too at yeah. the time. Yeah, the I just, yeah the and we're not going to go over good. too Rare's much game. of Ubisoft, but there's going to be more than enough Ubisoft yeah. coverage on the site. So <laughs> none of us got to watch the Ubisoft stream because Dave and I were actually at a play session, and everybody else was at the museum. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But these guys have actually had what five hours with Ubisoft already. Yeah. Uh, we just can't talk about it because of embargo. So we'll probably hit on some more of that tomorrow. And I think we also have a booth. <laughs> Appointment with them on Thursday. So there's going to be a yep. lot of Ubisoft coming out of E3 this year from us. Uh, so right off the bat, EA, Josh and I went to EA uh, after a lengthy battle with uh, being very uncoordinated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You make sure you have your green dot when you go to EA. Uh, unless 10 minutes later, you are one of the people from the public that came in and you can just sit right in the same spot that everybody with the green dot had. So. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Um, so I don't have the list in front of me. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get too in-depth, obviously, but uh, especially, I mean, my first well, impression of EA was, where was the gameplay? Like, they really didn't show too much gameplay. Yeah. You know, we had to see the same trailer twice for Battlefield. That that was really annoying. You got, you it, got super annoyed. I did, because it started up again. again Microsoft yeah. Yeah, yeah. It started up again. I'm like, are they really going to show the same they trailer said it or, again? But they said it. You must have missed them saying yeah. that. It's just a preview. We have more for you soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here's the guy. Look, don't show the same fucking trailer twice. They well, get some new footage. Do something else. Or pick well, it up it where you the, stopped it The second it time at. they showed more. Yeah. It went longer. But do something else entirely. Like, we need to fill time here. Let's just show the trailer again. <laughs> a fucking waste we'll of my time. We'll do one more dramatic sports speech Ugh. to fill time. Well, all I know is if I see that gun go off in that guy's ear again, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to... I've seen that him? four times already. Yeah. Because when I went in to play Battlefield, oh, we yeah. got this whole preview beforehand explaining this is all the different weapons, this is how you get into your squad, this is what you do. <laughs> and now here's the trailer yeah. that you've already seen three times. Yeah. For well, fuck's sake. They spent a lot of money on that trailer. Ugh. What are you going to do? Microsoft did. Not see it five times. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. You will see it again. Battlefield 1 trailer is all they made. They're, wow. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> the best part of this, Josh, remember, at least we don't have that obnoxiously loud booth at E3. 
Yeah. So we don't have to worry about hearing that, that trailer 20 more times. That is true. Instead, we'll see a bunch of trailers from, from like, Bethesda. Yeah, so... Yeah. So, EA, what do we? What do they start with? So, they started with uh, Titanfall 2. Which looks really good. Which I played. Okay. And it is really good. <laughs> did it's you notice gorgeous. that it still had, like, AI grunts all over the place, or did you not really... There were it? AI grunts. Oh, God. Not a ton of them, did but there were Did you play multiplayer or single player? It's multiplayer only, okay, is okay. what we played. Okay. Um... There were AI grunts. I killed the shit out of them. You have yeah. to kill the shit out of everybody to unlock your mech. Right. Which is different, right? No. I thought, like, everybody was asking some questions that they made it seem like in Titanfall 1, that you, after a certain amount of time, you got it, your yeah, time. It, it was a timed cooldown. Now um, you have to do a certain score or do something. You have to earn it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Um, but there was still something. Well, I mean, it's all points based, and like the grunts are are worth so little in the first game that you're spending all your time on them because you don't know if they're grunts right away or not until you like start taking them out. I I think it's different here because it was obvious to me who the grunts were and who the real players were. Okay. It was obvious. They looked different. But and and not even knowing this, not even being aware. Like, I stepped into this. I have Titanfall. I've never played it. Okay? I got it for nine bucks. Yeah. And I have it, and I've never played you it. You paid too much. Well, <laughs> so I stepped into this game knowing nothing. Right. You know? And the grunts stood out. I'm like, wait, those can't be real players. Because they all look the same, and they've all got these helmets on. I'm like, okay. And it said grunts, and I'm like, okay, those must be AI. That's yeah. And that's then the different. other players popped up, and they look entirely different. So it was obvious who was who. And for never having played the game, for not knowing anything beyond what I've seen, I was doing really well. I was, I was killing people left and right. I unlocked my mech. My mech came down and jumped into it. It was it was a lot of fun. The grappling hook is really cool. Year of the grappling hook. It's really really cool because it allows you to get around the map quick and yeah. get up onto things and 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 just find different areas. Like I was up on the roof. I didn't even think about going up on the roof, but I was at one point I was down on the ground. Somebody took a shot at me and killed me, and I was like, "What the?" And they showed the replay, and the guy's up on the roof. I was like, "Holy shit." But why didn't I do that? So I came right out and I started doing that and I got up on the roof and I killed like eight guys just oh, wow. like in one fell swoop. So okay. it changes a lot of stuff with, with the way the game plays. It was sure. a lot of fun. Sure. It's gorgeous too. I, and they're using Source Engine again, which is kind of funny because they had a lot of problems with Source Engine on the first game. I mean, there was screen tearing like crazy and, and frame rate dips and all kinds of stuff. So it's I didn't good to notice see. any of that there. Right. Yeah. But I, I think it, I thought it looked a lot better this time. Yeah. yeah. But they like did the original better. Titanfall on previous gen as well, right? Yeah, but yes. they didn't uh, blue pointed that. Okay. But it's funny because, quite honestly, the game was better on 360. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know if previous gen maybe was holding them back from no. doing something. Because Source so. Engine is actually a very scalable engine, so it, it shouldn't do something like that. So, all right. Uh, they gave a release date for it. It's October twenty eighth. Cool. Um, and then they coming to PS four as well in October. Yeah. Holy October shit! October is ridiculous this like, year. Jeez. I think it's like the twenty first through like the thirteenth of November is going to be 
pretty bad. No, the 13th of October when yeah. VR hits. VR hits. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like that <laughs> month, that four weeks. Jesus. So October 13th to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yep. Holy <laughs> crap. Um, oh, my gosh. Then they... They put Madden up on the screen. They threw it over to London to put Madden on the screen. Well, of course. Yeah. It's Peter Moore's baby. Wasn't Peter Moore at the Sony presser tonight? No. No. Yes, he was. He walked what? right past me twice yeah, I as I, I was periscoping. Like, okay, that man and was the in second London time 24 walked, hours ago. He walked past me twice wow. while I was periscoping. <laughs> the second time, I said, Peter Moore. And he's like, hey, how you doing? Holy shit, that guy yeah. doesn't sleep. Yeah. Um, wow. So Madden, I played as well. Um, Might as well tell them the first thing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I immediately went into Philadelphia, and yeah, the spectrum is still there. So then, <laughs> I'm standing there, and a guy walks by, and he had a manager. I'm like, "Hey, do you work on Madden?" He goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "So why is the spectrum still there?" And I pointed at it, and all you could see his face, like, "Oh." <laughs> and here he's the new, he's like the person in charge of presentation on the game. Yeah. <laughs> so and then he says, "I promise you." That will not be there next year. And then he tells us that he's actually from Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I just it hope was, that when they it take it good. out, they just put like a holographic image that says, here no, you I, go, Mr. Langford. I said maybe they were keeping it there as an homage to, to such a great sports arena. And he and I both said, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was talking about, he was talking to you. I had my headphones on, so I only heard part of it. The commentary About system. the commentary. The yeah. commentary that they've recorded. They have a new commentary team. Yep. And are they actual announcers, or did they find them somewhere? How, uh, I missed part of that. I can look that up, but I'll, I'll get into some of the other stuff really quick while I'm looking it up. But it was so much more, and they're still recording. They're, they're like recording year-round or something is what I thought I heard, right? Yeah, so they're, huh, they're doing awesome. it quite different. And actually, they poached the uh, lead guy that worked on the commentary system on MLB The Show. Yeah, yeah. Who I know. Um that sucks because he's a very talented guy. But what they're doing is they, he said they're recording like 4,000 lines a week. And they're not stitching stuff together like normal. So it's not like Brett Favre did a great job there. They're actually recording the entire lines for everything. So, so it's, not, it's supposed to sound a lot more natural. You're not going to have repeats really at all. But there's also a thing in there where if you actually hear something too much, you can go in and mute it yourself, that line. Oh, I didn't know about yeah. that. But while I was playing it, it was noticeable. It's noticeably better. It's noticeably more real, more natural. It's, it was amazing. Yeah. It, uh, it really was. The new commentary team uh, is Brandon Gowden who is the new voice of play-by-play, and Charles Davis adding color commentary with analysis. I don't recognize those names. I don't, I don't either. I don't yeah, know. neither do I. Maybe they're NFL but, Network guys. But. Maybe. Oh, here we go. Brandon Gowden uh, will be joining the Big Ten Network as a play-by-play announcer this fall after being the voice of Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets since 2013. Hmm. Uh, Charles Davis is best known for his work on the NFL Network, NFL, and Fox. Uh, this past season, he could be seen providing analysis each week during the NFL on Fox broadcasts, as well as providing extensive coverage on the NFL draft on NFL Network. Yeah. So there you go. Two actual guys. They sounded really good together, the the interplay between them and everything, and just the the just the lines themselves yeah. sounded so much more like a real broadcast, so much more natural and and not 
canned and right. stiff and stitched together, really. Yeah. And the amazing. other thing he was saying, because we were talking about, I, I jokingly brought up the whole Aaron Rodgers thing about that he's not going to eat cheese anymore. He's taking it out of his diet. So, of course, Wisconsin is just up in arms because he's not a cheesehead anymore. You know, you know, stupid shit because it's a slow news day. And he said, it's funny because those the, the guys that are recording the commentary are readily available to them. And they're able to actually, because they have live updates, whenever you boot the game up, they was doing it last year too. Whenever you boot the game up, it does a live update, not, not like a regular patch. They can actually record something that's very timely and have it in the game. Yeah. So if so, you know if somebody's going to break a record or something, they could actually record it, have it in the game, and, and it's it's seamless. That's fantastic. So it's pretty cool that they're doing that. The real test on that commentary is going to be after you play, you know, three or four seasons, you know, right? In oh, terms definitely. Of, like what it you're will hearing. be, yeah. But from what I heard, and from they're recording four thousand lines a week. A week. I mean. They were, he was saying, yeah, he was saying they recorded more in X than I forget what the number was than all of last year with uh, Phil Sims and whoever. Yeah, mm-hmm. they rec- they recorded more in like a couple of weeks than they have in, in the entire last game. Yeah, it sounded better to me like it was in the background at our play session today, and you know, like it's. Hold the mic like this. And start okay, sorry. Side. It sounded <laughs> better. Talking this way. Yeah. It's still the same. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, it sounded better at the what, the play session we were at today. It was going on in the background. Whatever like tournament they have going on here this weekend or this week. Oh, yeah. The Madden Champion Tournament or whatever. And it sounded... Yeah. I could hear little things that sounded better. The funniest part was that the stream... That, so we read a, a Battlefield 1 thing that we can't talk about. But... Um, that's had, okay. I can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's one. the funniest part is that we're embargoed, <laughs> but you played the same stuff and you can talk about it. Yeah. Um, because it's all public. Because I played it with the public. Right. Exactly. But we have we actually have footage <laughs> that we're going to be able to post in a couple weeks of the, of the game, and yeah. it's it's pretty cool that we got to do that. But they had a Madden stream up on this huge screen, and the stream was such bad quality it looked like they were playing a play, the PS2 version. Because <laughs> I actually thought they were for a minute. I'm like, why are they playing the PS2 game? Oh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all right, so what's next after Madden? Uh, so then they showed Mass Effect Andromeda. Which looks outstanding. Which I yeah. didn't play. It was no. another behind-the-scenes <laughs> video two years in a row, behind-the-scenes. Um, yeah. Some of the stuff I wrote down is that it's, um, if, I, if I understood it correctly, it's an entire, entirely new adventure. It has nothing to do with the original trilogy at right. all. It's yeah, in a yeah. new galaxy. Yeah. Um, Andromeda. You know, <laughs> yes, bigger. Uh, is it a different galaxy, Andy? New, yes, it is. new oh. cast, more freedom, and you I don't know if I don't. Again, I don't know enough about the other Mass Effects, but it's on Frostbite. This one's on Frostbite. Well, EA paid so much money for that Frostbite engine to be built, so they're just going to use it for everything. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is it looked like the character that they had as main character was a female, and in the past game you could switch it the gender. But I then, wonder if you can still do that though. And they were just showing the female because yeah. it's so popular. She she was yeah, way Shepard more popular than the first Everybody game. loves Fem Shep. There was Shep, there talking to uh, Chris from um, RPG. I, thank you. Oh, RPG. Yeah. he was saying that he was hearing that that it's a set lead this time. So really, yeah. I don't know how are Mass Effect fans gonna take to that because that was the whole thing was the character creation. Yeah, you could build well, your own Shepard. Gamergate's gonna be up in arms. Took away my shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the uh, young lady to our right when we were up in the press thing? She was dressed up as the female shepherd. No, or whatever the her. one, the black and white, whatever. 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but Mass Effect looks cool. I mean, I, I it looked really good. What yeah. the world they showed, but yeah. wow, look beautiful. kicks ass. Um, and then they announced their play to give uh, initiative, which is them donating essentially like what I understood. They're donating a lot of money to charity. They said it was going to be tied to in-game challenges, but and then at the end they said the, the we're going to donate X amount anyway. of dollars. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, well, that's the thing, like. I think it would have been kind of cool, like if we're gonna okay, we're gonna donate X amount, but if the community does this, this, and this in the games, then right. we're gonna donate more. And maybe that's how it is. They really didn't get too deep yeah, into that. So, yeah, but it's cool uh, they're doing that. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I mean, that was interesting. And then um, they put FIFA 17 on the screen. Uh, FIFA 17 or FIFA, I'm sorry, originally actually launched in '93. Right. And then so they showed a little bit of like how it's evolved, and then they oh, we got to see that again too. <laughs> they were running that demo on, on the FIFA kiosks. Um, and they introduced uh, something called My Journey, which looks like it's a single-player mode. of. So it's not like My Player in NBA 2K or Road Spike to the Show. It Spike is You are strictly running or playing through the story of a specific player. Yeah, so you don't create it, but you I mean, it still is kind of like... It is. It's a lot like that. Live the life. You can make choices. I think. Yeah, but you also play the actual matches. The ball. The ball will remember your choice. (laughs) Every time you walk up to the ball, it freezes. (laughs) Quick time. You actually play matches. So play passing. Like a mass effect. But then you have a lot of off telltale story, (laughs) off the pitch kind of kind of stuff that goes on, where you have to get an agent and. All kinds of ridiculous stuff. So I just can picture that in the right corner. I, it's weird though because when we were watching that, I was like, "That's a really odd take and an interesting way to play that." Yeah, and I wonder how many people are actually going to play that mode. Like we'll who see. that's going to appeal to? Because I think a lot of a lot of the more hardcore players. One or two, one or two of them might get into it, but I don't see them. I, I see them more interested in the gameplay than than that so much. Well, what surprised me was, you know, the guy came out and talked like the real guy, mm-hmm. and I thought they were just using that as an example. You know, like that's like, the guy. That's what seemed yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was but just then. Yeah, which that is, was just the representation for that for that example. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a second, no, it's just this guy. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm wondering about with that in general is. So in the other stuff, like in Road to the Show and in My Player and NBA 2K, like if you suck, you're not going anywhere. Your minutes don't increase. Mm-hmm. You don't. You you remain a pinch hitter, or you sit on the bench or whatever. And I'm wondering with this specific player, like, is it no matter what's going to happen, is this story arc just going to continue, but yeah, not based on your performance? I, I don't think it will because because they kept showing, you know, he scores his first goal and everybody loves him. He's on top of the world. Then he's not scoring at all. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates him and he's he's doing shit and he might be kicked off the team. So, yeah, I think if if you're sucking up, sucking it up It just looks very linear could, to me for, kicked off. you know, single player mode. But it is. It's in, it's an interesting idea. I, I just Maybe this is them testing to see like you said if people play it and maybe if people play it they'll add more customization to it. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, they strong focus on, and again, like uh, more control in the game, the the physics of how the game works. Um, well, and, and again, I did it's, all fro- it. it's Frostbite this time, so yeah. it's all new. And it looked beautiful. It yeah. did. I played it. Uh, I played. I didn't play an entire match. I played it for a little while, and 
Yeah, it it really looks nice in motion, and the controls are are really good. Yeah, and then so, all the they they must have got some new contract with the Premier League because they're making a really big deal about all the Premier League coaches being in there. Well, they never had the managers actually in the game before, like rendered or anything. So yeah, they made a big deal about that. Um, then they uh, talked about the an, an, an initiative that they have for uh, for indies, which is they're calling EA Originals. Uh, which is support which for is indies. the Sony Pub Fund uh, <laughs> redone as EA original, which yeah. is yeah, good. Pretty much, it's really good yeah. because support for smaller developers, especially from somebody like EA, is awesome. I think they were generally surprised by Yarny how well it was received and, and did and things like that. So I think that this spawned a little bit of that because then they brought um, the developer of Fee onto the stage. Yeah, uh, Zoink Games, who also have done uh, Stick It to the Man and Zombie Vikings, which are kind of favorites of a few of us, uh, and and actually good friends of ours. And uh, it's funny because that game uh, fee that they showed, or Faye, I think, is the official. I, I, yeah, I thought they said it's fee. F-E. Yeah. Iron. Um, huh? Iron. Sure. <laughs> Chemistry jokes. <laughs> oh, boy. More science today? Ugh. Science! <laughs> um... I, I I was watching the trailer. I'm like, God, this looks really familiar. And here, Martin had, t- had shown me that like an early concept of GDC, like in 2011 or 2012 or something like that. And then he told me because I ran into him after the the press conference. He told me that it's actually there's a prototype unlockable in Zombie Vikings <laughs> of that game. So it was really cool to see that they they got some backing, and it sounds like. This is a really new thing for EA, and and you know, yeah. it sounds like they're kind of feeling it out. But it's cool because now they have you know they have PR help, they have marketing help, etc. And it it only makes things better for indies, and and so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Unravel made it in the stores. Like they have the cards in the store. Yeah. Like, you're only buying a download code, but they I hadn't really seen that much for like indie games in a store. Like you go into a store, there's like. Unravel right next to the PSN credit stuff and the Xbox credit. All right, next. Cool. Next. Um, so. Hold on. Hold on. And. Did you plug the other end in? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure we don't lose power. Ah, there, there we go. go. Oh, Lights you had on. it. There we go. Oh wait. Huh? No, it got huh? brighter. It just came loose again. Sorry. Damn it, not to edit something out. I'm leaving. No, but it no, in. okay, we'll just um, talk about wrestling, wrestling, uh, yes. anime, anime. Oh! I watched uh, uh, anime. There you go. Oh, there you go. All right, cool. All right, good. How about that Orin High School host club? I really like it. I really like it. Uh, all right, so, so what's next? I'm sorry. Probably the most interesting part of their entire press conference is they, were, they brought their Star Wars initiative onto the stage. Yeah. Jade yeah. Raymond came out yeah. from Motive Studios? Or, like, is that what she's ahead she's of? She's like. VP of... Motive Studios. Yeah. And she's overseeing the Star Wars stuff at different studios. Which is odd. Yeah. Uh, but like She's a very capable person, but I didn't know she was an expert on Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, she... Perhaps she is. Yeah, yeah I, maybe. Yeah, but even then, she knows how to make a franchise. Like Definitely. So Definitely. She, she seems to be like someone you put in charge to make sure stuff can get done. She can manage yeah. a, a Ubisoft team. It's like, that's a... So many people. Yeah. Nobody's ever in the same spot at Ubisoft. 
Yeah. Uh, so new installment. Uh, I don't know exactly what this means, but they said new installment of Battlefront content from the new films. It's going to be add-ons, okay. like the add-on that's coming in pretty soon. Um, like the X-wing VR. Oh my god. <laughs> well, but we didn't know what that was going to be until tonight. One mission. I'm, said, I'm putting. I'm putting well, it out there. Battlefront yeah, yeah. VR. Remember PSX even. But no, but, knew that, that was but be. at the EA press conference, you saw yeah, but that could have been a, a, part a person. Of else. No, you oh, saw no, yeah, a you're right. There was a VR headset with a on PlayStation it. VR headset, and you saw the X-wing. I understand thing that, but what on. I'm saying is, we didn't know that was just just going to be X-wing stuff until tonight, because we well, didn't see the title kind of ass- until tonight. I kind of assumed it would be because that's what they showed. And you can assume all you want, but it right. could have been a part of something else. <laughs> Let's get but to the most I important. Three seconds of oh my god all of E3 and that was Amy Hennig's new uh, Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, we game. actually got to see a little shot, in-game shot of a character walking out of a building. Yeah, and that was it. But it was and it, what's it, who cares? Because yeah. it was Amy Hennig's new and, game that's coming out in 2017. Yeah. Right, and I didn't know if this was if it was new information or it was new to me is that she's actually writing an original narrative, so she's not yes. using any story yeah. arc or anything. She's doing her own yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and then again, stuff that we knew already. Respawn doing a third-person Star Wars, right? Um, and then they showed a they showed Stig Asmussen with a couple of uh, motion capture guys. Yeah, it's just so weird seeing all these ex Sony people. <laughs> and then yeah. I did write this down. They showed a Star Wars. They showed a uh, P- PSVR Star Wars clip. <laughs> yep. Right. So I did write that down. So <laughs> right. Um, and then they did a little bit more stuff with Battlefield One again. Um, it's coming out which o- I played <laughs> October 21st so Josh tell us about what you played at the, at EA Play with the public I will I wanted to specify that because Dave and I played it but we're not supposed to talk about it so you guys can't talk about it I will talk about yeah, it so because we'll have to say oh really I that's saw interesting. It at EA Play with the public oh really that's interesting yes <laughs> um, Dave whisper me questions to ask Josh so I played the 64 okay. I played the thing that was live streamed after the show For an which hour. everybody yeah. in the world saw yeah. so um, so you've all seen it most likely it was the 64 player conquest mode um, you're trying to control five points on the map. Um, I went in, I, I had a shovel. <laughs> of course. And a sweet machine gun. And it was pretty cool. Like, at first, I, I took too long to get into the game, so my squad took off without me. So I was standing there alone, and I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm trying to run after them and, <laughs> and get to, like, one of the spawn, one of the uh, checkpoints uh one of the points we're trying to hold and um in I other battlefield up, games those are called capture points. Yes, capture point. <laughs> it's late. I've I've had no, too many twinkies. I just don't know if I can uh, call it a capture I've point. Had too many tasty cakes. Um Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, at one point I ended up in a vehicle. I spawned into a vehicle cuz I you have your choice. Um my my squad uh a lot of them were in this vehicle. Well, apparently, from what I've heard about what people have seen from the public, uh, from the public <laughs> showings, is that one of the things that people complained a lot about with Battlefield 4 and the squad system was that... Well, I will tell you that you can spawn, you don't spawn just to your captain in the squad, you spawn to anybody in the squad. So they've, they've changed it back, which is really cool. Yes. 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 Because that's I how it was in Battlefield that. 2, that yes. you could spawn on any one of your squad mates. Yes. And actually, I think it was in BF3 even. And then BF4, they made it so it was just your squad leader. And you're like, well, this is bullshit. Because if you have a bad squad leader, you've, you've been through that, Dave. It's terrible. Yeah. 
So you can do that. Um, right, squad leader Torgo. I I, hey. <laughs> I wanted to get. Did I get into a tank? I don't think. I think no. I wasn't a tank, but I was. Uh, I wasn't driving or anything. I was on one of the. There was a side gun, and I was on that side gun in cool. a tank. Um, yeah, which was pretty interesting. Uh, I found a huge cannon out in the battlefield, and I, I ran up behind it and found it was pointed right towards one of the uh, capture points. Nice. And I saw some of the enemy there, and I just started unloading on them. It was freaking awesome. Nice. <laughs> so they tried taking shots at me, but I'm standing behind the thing, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm just leveling the entire area. <laughs> Uh, and the one thing that really interested me about the game, um, because I mean I've I've kind of voiced my concerns about this one and, and the time period, but uh, the two things that they mentioned in the press conference that really kind of thrilled me a little bit was more kind of realistic destruction, so you can't make those yeah. huge pits anymore, but also uh, dynamic weather, which yeah. that's insane. Well, actually, and they called it like unpredictable. Unpre- yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, did you see that on any, anything you played? Like when you played a map, did the weather, did a no, storm come actually, through while you no. were playing? Or? It was uh, it was sunny the whole time. Okay. But uh, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it plays really well. Um, everything I did with it, it worked really well. It was it was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, you know, even with the chaos, even with no people talking to anybody and no real semblance of uh organization uh it still ended up being a lot of fun so i didn't get to get in the blimp unfortunately uh Hmm. i didn't get to i I don't know if anybody else might have um (laughs) but i didn't we cannot confirm nor deny that there were blimps in the version that we played i did ask josh since he picked the shovel if you got to spade anybody but he didn't i did not yeah (laughs) And that was the thing. I was running around, and I didn't. I never got close enough to any of the enemy to to do that. Um, and that's my biggest fear with I got, what they're doing with the game because it's it's if you're playing Conquest, it's sixty four player. It's a humongous map. Mm-hmm. World War One was a lot of bayonet rushes. It was a lot of chemical warfare, like mustard gas, etc. And it was a lot of it was all trench warfare, and well, but trying World to keep War a video one, game compelling with those factors to me just it seems counterintuitive. But battles took place outside of the trenches in France. They did when there were like rushes across the open fields, but, but France Arabia, was covered with thousands of miles of trenches. But Arabia is in this, you know. I understand that. But there's there's other theaters of war here. Which yeah, is, it does look interesting. There's there's point at the end of the trailer they showed what looks to be appear to be horse combat. Yeah, it's Arabia. Yeah, well, I mean, they, but they they're on horses somewhere. Yeah. yeah, and there was a train and yeah. like a, like they they've talked a lot about ultimate vehicles, like you mentioned the blimp, and um, there are some other you saw in the trailer and stuff like that. Some other large sure. vehicles, but. I, yeah, it's just the core gameplay worries me a little bit. So I did. I, I I wouldn't say I didn't get close enough to to hit somebody with a shovel. I I probably could have. Yeah. I mean, I was when we were at the capture points. You know, there were enemies there, and we were shooting at each other, and we were within ten fifteen yards of each other. I probably could have rushed some guy and tried to kill him that way. Sure, but 
I'm a wimp, and yeah. I just wanted to sit back and hide and try to shoot him, <laughs> you know? So, well, but, but that's where the other uh, issue with the time period kind of plays in, and that is, you know, machine guns back then were extremely primitive at the time, and yeah. you're, you're dealing with weapons that are a lot less accurate, even sniper rifles, that sort of thing. You know, if you have a single-shot rifle, mm-hmm. you, that's your best chance, but a lot of weapons back then didn't even have rifled barrels. So they were very inaccurate, and I don't know how much DICE is trying to kind of simulate what really happened and how things really went, and that's where I, that, I worry about the, the, the gameplay core mechanics and also the balance. You know, that, that's but that's, that's a thing where it's a video game, so they're not going to go too realistic there. I get it, but they keep acting point. like they're trying to get all this authenticity. So, Well, authenticity in, in the settings and, and sort of the what's there but you come to a point and it's like this with a lot of games you know you can make it incredibly accurate or you can make it fun yeah and if it was incredibly accurate and and i mean historical accuracy which would mean that the accuracy of the guns is shit yeah well then everybody would fucking hate it everybody this guns are broken nothing works i can't i shot the guy and i'm missing him this bullshit that's all you're gonna hear over and over again you know where I'm coming from with this a little bit is the fact that we had this happen with Battlefield Vietnam. Battlefield Vietnam, for the first few months that it was out, because it was done by a DICE Canada. It wasn't actually by, by DICE proper. And there were a lot of problems with it. And a lot of people didn't like Battlefield Vietnam. The, the community in general didn't like it for a long time until they patched the hell out of it. Same thing happened with 2142. Now, 2142, obviously, you're not looking for accuracy because... It's all future weapons, that sort of thing. But there were a lot of other things that didn't work right in the game. So it, it, I'm just getting that feeling from it. And, and I hope I'm wrong. And, and the stuff I saw at the press conference made me feel a little bit better. And the stuff that I saw when we were watching people play at EA Play with the public, it made me a little more comfortable with it. But I, I still want to... Get some time with it, and, and we'll put the video up that we played, and, and then I can talk about it. But um, just based in a on month. that stuff, huh? <laughs> in a month or <laughs> whenever yeah, that embargo like, lifts. And that's the funny thing: they like, split up the embargo, so because we played two modes, and one mode is the one you played. We can't put the footage up until like July or June twenty sixth. <laughs> and I'm like, but we just but played the, it, and the whole world saw it for an hour. Yeah, it was after just on the your press screen, conference. <laughs> but that's the rules. So what do you I think? You know what's going to happen? We're going to email. Oh, by the way, you can post it now. I think, I, I, I think it. it might have to do with the area we play, too. Probably. The map, yeah. Mm. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, yeah. Still, I'm, I'm still excited for it to a certain extent because it's Battlefield, it's DICE, but it worries me a little bit. Yep. He's, he's treading right. a fine line because he's... <laughs> Onward. Yeah. That um, ended the press conference for EA. Okay. So I also played uh, NHL. You did play it. Oh, yeah. poor NHL. I played it for like an hour. Like, like we, <laughs> we, we walk in there and they've got this terrace and there's yeah. all these kiosks for FIFA. There's, there's like all yeah. these kiosks for Madden. There's three for NHL, like kind of shoved back in the corner. No, well, there were, there were probably 15 to 20 for FIFA, 15 to 20 for Madden. And then, yeah, behind this little wall, there were like four. For NHL, four or five, <laughs> five actually that were back what? there. Yeah, there were actually five back like there. Mm. Um, 
yeah, he dedicated five machines to hockey. But they were they were behind a little wall in yeah. in their own little enclosed space almost. Yeah. Uh, I played it for like an hour. Like I said, I, I just kept playing all different because I wanted to see you know different teams and and different stadiums and things that they did. Right. Um, it's not huge changes to the game this year. It's a lot of minor tweaks and mm. tweaks to the gameplay and tweaks to uh, the realism of it okay. in a way that goalies react a lot more realistic. They will, they will make those shoulder saves where they'll lean and, you know, push their shoulder up and sure. actually get that save. They'll, they'll move a lot more like an actual NHL goalie than they ever have in the past. Uh, the players, the, the forwards and defensemen and everything will actually move to the point where I would pass to a guy and in the old one, you know, the puck would get out in front of him and he'd just kind of stand there or he wouldn't really go after it. Sure. He would, I don't know what he would do, but he wouldn't really go after it. Now they actually go after it. Now the, the AI is a lot better. Um, it's, it's a lot of little tweaks to the AI and, and to the, animation and everything and it's a lot more realistic now oh, that's cool it feels so much better and it feels so much more realistic nice uh it was really good yeah and that's why i kept playing it because i i wanted to see well, what i could do no there were there were actually a lot of people around me the and on the other machines every machine had two players playing the entire time Oh, Except yeah. for me, I was playing by myself because I just I was messing around with all these different things, and I played. They they did the um, was that Madden? Um, what was it called? It was you do like the Madden Ultimate Team, but you're draft champions. Yeah, they they have a version of that for hockey now, oh. and it was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, so it's it's almost the exact same thing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty. I wonder if they're ever going to move that to Frostbite Engine. <laughs> I don't know. Because well, it is on ice, so Frostbite. Hey-o. So I think nice. the only things that don't use Frostbite now is NHL and Madden. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, I thought they said they were going to they were eventually going to move everything over to it, but yeah. it was going to take a couple of years. Well, yeah. So FIFA was this year, then probably Madden next year, and NHL will be last. Poor NHL. Well. And then NBA. <laughs> if NBA ever comes, it's delayed again. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what is going on where the sports behemoth that is EA can't get a basketball game working when they used to be the kings of basketball. They were. They really were. That's nuts. Yeah. Oh. The Kings? Isn't that a team? Oh. All right. So let's move on. Let's move on to Bethesda. So Andy has something to talk about besides puns. Yeah. <laughs> Now he goes quiet. Yeah. I don't even remember what they showed at Bethesda. Um, so Bethesda opened up with Quake Champions. Which, sweet. Yeah, which... Which is PC. Yeah, PC, PC, so PC right now. But I can totally see it sticking uh, to that. Um, they didn't really have any uh, gameplay. It was just like a CG trailer, yeah. some uh, characters. I was really worried because it's called Quake Champions that it was going to be a MOBA. <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as I heard Champions, I'm like, oh, please don't do a MOBA. Don't do a MOBA. Oh, my God. But Why not? 
Yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no? It sounds like it's going to be quick, proper uh, multiplayer, and, and the a really big push for esports, obviously, because yeah, that's it, becoming the thing now. The the title champions makes makes me think that they're going to look at like something like Overwatch, what they're doing with the specific heroes, and like yeah. try and mix in some of that. Yeah, uh, but no no gameplay from that. Um, Still exciting. Yeah. Uh, so then after that, I'm going off of uh, the write up we have on the site by Sean. Uh, so after that, they uh, mentioned uh, Fallout 4 DLC, the rest of the season, yeah. season pass plans. Um, the first one was Contraptions. It just looks like it's like one of the smaller, probably like the 5 to $10 packs of just like Silly extra shit junk. Silly shit yeah. uh, for your whatever you build, the little town or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the, the settlements. Um, and then the uh, second pack is going to be uh, basically Fallout Shelter in fallout where you're going to be able to go underground and build a fallout shelter a yeah. vault build your own vault and yeah. then you have to look like you have to like clean it out or something yeah too. yeah you go down there and you have to clean it out and then it looks like you'll be building room by room and then you'll even get that view from fallout shelter which is uh from the side view that's crazy uh, so that looks like it could be really I, it's one of those things where it's like they must the, the, you obviously have to have that plan way in advance because that means oh, yeah. there's stuff under you know uh, but th- that was interesting, and then they're going to do a big one like they did for Far Harbor, which just came out. Right. Uh, review on PSNation.com. Um, and it's uh, going <laughs> to be... Take some fog out, please. Yeah, yeah, please, no fog. It's going to be an amusement par- park, uh, Nuka-Cola World. Uh, I think it was just Nuka World, wasn't it? It, it might have been yeah. Nuka World, uh, but it looked like it's a, uh, an amusement park, uh, so that could be fun. Yeah. It looked bright and colorful, no fog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can't have fog. Yeah, uh, so it was just like quick trailer of that, and then they get into uh, Todd Howard was uh, via uh, like video, pre-recorded video, pre-recorded video, and then um, he announced what people have been wanting for a while, which is well, they wanted uh, th- he announced uh, Skyrim Special Edition, which is a remastered right uh, version of Skyrim. Right, people wanted Elder Scrolls uh, Six, but uh, we get this, and um, it's basically going to be. Uh, improved lighting, frame rate, all that. Uh, they they said like visual. HDR, blah, blah, all the yeah. all the cool shit. Uh, you excited for that, Andy? Were you, were you a Skyrim fan? I wasn't a huge fan, but Not I am J-pop in it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested to see if it actually runs on PlayStation yeah, this time. A Skyrim yeah. working on a Sony console? Yeah, but but they they made sure in that the video to say PlayStation Four version. Yeah, uh, original version. So yeah. I think maybe that was part of the reason. Like, hey, PlayStation fans, like. Elder Scrolls is going to run we don't wanna, on your console. We actually like your money. Yeah, yeah. Um, then they're going to add mods, which makes more sense to why they pushed out mods for uh, Fallout 4. Uh, because the mods for Skyrim were like yeah, really huge. I think they said mods are coming to PS4 like June 26th or something like that. Yeah, yeah, because uh, there's a 30-day exclusive. Yeah. Um, so uh, that, that was cool. They, it was a quick trailer for that... Um, and then we get the uh, the surprise, which was Prey. Yeah, it wasn't Prey 2 like a lot of people thought, because uh, the story was that there was a continuation of it instead of, when it, when it got canceled, that uh, another studio was actually working on it in secret. But what we found out was that, was it Arcane? Yeah, Arcane. Arcane down in Austin is doing a brand new Prey nowhere near what the first game was like the first one was all about native americans and aliens coming coming down and like abducting a bunch of native americans all kinds of weird shit this one looks way different 
Yeah, I, I barely remember the Me Prey too. two trailers because it's it's been a couple years. Well, I saw it played at an E three one year. Like they gave us. We a, did. Yeah. Yeah. We sat and down. They showed awesome. us, and it was it was futuristic sci fi. It was entirely different than what they showed. And all the vaulting. They had the vaulting yeah. system and all that. Yeah. Back then, nobody really had that in a game. You were on some planet. It was like you were a bounty hunter. You were a bounty hunter, yeah. And, yeah, it was entirely different. And looked, entirely really, different. I was all excited for it. I'm like, man, this is going to be good. Yeah. Canceled. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And the words kind of canceled. They canceled of, like, it's just on the shelf. We're going to yeah. come back to it. Don't worry. They're still working on it. And then they just never talked about it. Um, but this one looks cool. Yeah, definitely. This one looks really cool. Yeah. Um, so then after that, we got a Doom update. Uh, yep. Combination of uh, free updates for Snap Map, uh, some free multiplayer maps, and then announcement of the uh, first part of the season pass, which right, is more right. multiplayer maps. Yeah. So they're going to fragment their user base for that one? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, they will. It's confusing the, the free maps and then... The paid multiplayer maps that that's going to fracture. It just seems like the user base. a lot of the multiplayer shooters are going to the free maps just because it doesn't fragment their user base, right? And, and honestly, I think that's the best way to do it. But, but maybe because it's Bethesda, everyone will buy the maps because they just want to shovel more money into no them. No one likes yeah. the no no, and I'm not saying no one likes the multiplayer, but like people didn't get that good of a feeling off the beta, and then I I don't sound it doesn't sound like people really are wanting to get into the multiplayer. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, like people I've talked to, they played the story. They're done with it. Like they're, they're huh? They're fine with it. I like the multiplayer. And did they announce that they're going to do a demo of the first chapter of yeah, the story, yeah, which but is it's available only this now. week, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think so. They said it's only this week. That's, that's, week, that's yeah. so weird. Like, yeah. just release the first chapter for people to play and see if they buy the game. Well, like, why only do it for a week? Because that that give that that triggers that thing in your brain. You're like, oh shit, I gotta go do that. Yeah, I. I don't understand. Does Doom's do multiplayer that. have the customization? Yeah, which is I thought that's the why they would go with cosmetic. Free maps. It has the cosmetic customization. Yeah, yeah, yeah you okay. can go crazy with that and like. That's usually where clean. the other companies are getting all their money from is yeah. weapon skin packs and you know. Right. I get that ammo camo. Yep. <laughs> oh, and there's a ton in Doom multiplayer. Um, and then <laughs> we got uh, Elder Scrolls Online update. Uh, there was like only three people excited about it, but they were so are excited. You insane? That one girl was it, just like that going was one girl crazy. There's more more than three people in that place that were going crazy about that. Oh, really? That I, place blew up. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It, it was so it was hilarious because the whole time you're like, they're not even going to talk about ESO. They're not going to talk about because, it because uh, the pre-show they like kind of just like threw it. Yeah, threw it away, and I was like, oh, cool, they're getting it out of the way yeah. now. There were more than three people that cheered. The, that place blew up when when they started talking all that stuff. Yeah. You couldn't even hear the guy talking a couple of times because they were so loud. Because that, that one girl was in the front row. Well, that like one girl was screaming. She was an ESO fan for sure. Yeah. What's crazy about that game is that when that game launched, it was broke, broke, broke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they did a fantastic job of fixing those problems and it won awards at like four months, five months later. Yeah, yeah. People seem to like it still. I, I hear people talking about it. My roommate plays it probably like six hours a day. See? But MJC's got to like just bag on it and be yeah. all black cloud on it. Well, because he doesn't like playing it. He just likes loot. Apparently well, it's good for loot. Uh, but that's why Dave t- plays Destiny all the time. No, and he, my roommate used to play <laughs> Destiny all the time. <laughs> Look, Dave knows I'm right. I'm not denying that. So. Give, me the loot. Give me the black Galahorn. Uh, yeah, so the um, so they're bringing uh, ESO to to Japan. 
That, uh, yeah. Which I, I was shocked that it wasn't there already because it's been out like on PC a while mm, and then just came out on consoles last year. Um, so the DLC. Over 7 million players, too, I think they said, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dark Brotherhood is the DLC that's coming uh, soon. Uh, the next week, I believe. Well, we already got a review code for it. So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, uh, no, I, well, uh, uh, Sean has it for next week in the, okay. the update. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this is when we got to the, the crazy thing. This probably got the biggest, one of the biggest pops outside of uh, Quake would be one, this would be two, and it's the VR stuff. That was a surprise. Yeah, in terms of surprise. So they are going to do the first level of Doom uh, for VR. Yeah. Um, it, they announced just HTC Vive for now. Yeah. I thought that was... That was for Fallout. That was for, Fallout. For Fallout. Okay, yeah. yeah. So then uh, the next one is going to be Fallout 4 is going to be playable in VR. In this, HTC this, Vive. Yeah, uh, HTC Vive uh, this fall. Yeah. Um, it appears that their Bethesda, Bethesda's website today says VR platforms over the next year. Yeah. So maybe so they probably signed a contract. HTC paid for early installment or something. Right. I put 50 hours into Fallout 4. It runs okay on a PS4. I don't want to know what it's going to look yeah. like in VR. We're going to have to patch the shit out of that to make it run better. We told You're going to get a headache. We told you, Switch. Just, just, just don't move the head. By the time the VR stuff hits for that, the Neo will be up. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they uh, blew out Dishonored to end the show. Wow, did they show a lot? Yeah. They, they are really confident in Dishonored. I didn't play the first one, though, so I don't really know, like... I enjoyed the first one. I, I We had it for review, and I played it before I... Did you review that? I did not. I, Emra, I think. Oh. Emra was a stealth guy. That's so. right, yeah. Um, I got really hooked on doing the side shit. Like, I was joshing the hell out of that game, and then I had to send it off. But uh, there were some really cool mechanics in that game, and, and uh, it had the whole heartbeat thing where you could, you could like, kind of track somebody's actual heartbeat. Um, and it, I, I don't know. I, I just thought it really worked. Uh, I don't know if I'll get Dishonored 2, because I liked it, but I don't know if I'd finish it. But the cool thing is, if you pre-order the yeah. second one, you get the first one, the HD remaster, for free. Yeah, I think yeah. you have to pre-order it digitally, though. Right. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Um, they announced uh, Collector's Edition, comes with a mask, replica. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Ben, you on that? Um, I think he already I- put the Amazon link on. Yeah, I don't know if this was announced before, but uh, you play as either uh, Carvo the male or Emily. Yeah. Because uh, the trailer last year was just all Emily. Right, right. Uh, so you play either one of them. They both have different powers. Um, well, hers are all new. Emily's right. powers are all new. Dramatically uh, different powers. Like, they pretty much portrayed it as that you, it would feel like two different, almost like two different games. Yeah. yeah. It looked cool. Man, it looked cool. And it's running on that, that custom engine. Void engine. The Void engine. Yeah, I love engine names. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, they wrapped the show up with that, and then they ushered us to the their play session that they were talking about, and it was you couldn't play anything. Yeah, there was like uh, Doom, a lot of Doom kiosks yep. uh, or, or PCs. Um, oh, and three VR kiosks. Yeah, three for VR a thousand kiosks. people. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't get to play anything. No. Um, I mean, it, it, we always talked about the Bethesda party and how much fun it used to be. And it was pretty obvious that they just got tired of renting a bar, so they just decided to build their own and have a big party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seemed like it was a, cool. Yeah, it's a cool party, uh, but it, in terms of like for us wanting to play games, it just yeah. it wasn't uh, ideal situation. Yeah. 
Um, nah. Yeah, but that was uh, pretty much it for Bethesda. We skipped Link 182. Aw. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Um, yeah. All right. That's so then Microsoft this morning. Yeah, who took notes for that? Anybody? Did they fall asleep? Okay. <laughs> Josh is about ready to fall asleep. No, I, I told you boys be ready. <laughs> I'm good. I okay. two Red Bulls at the thing I was at oh today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, they started off with the Xbox One S, right? Yeah, the new Slim, forty percent smaller, built-in power supply, which I want. Yeah, it I actually it looks uh, pretty slick. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you can get it up to a two terabyte model. Yeah, and there was a guy tonight that was confused about that. Yeah, the two terabyte model is four hundred. The one terabyte is three fifty. And the 500 gig is 299. Because we all noticed that when we saw on the on the yeah. thing this morning, like starting at 299. Yeah. Uh, as someone who works in retail, fuck having three SKUs with three different hard drives. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're gonna have four SKUs because the Xbox One is still a thing. Yeah. yeah. Damn and, it. And well, don't forget the Elite, which is the one terabyte. And eventually the Scorpio. Yeah. Their Spoilers. messaging was on point for that. Um, so what did they start off with? Uh, Gears of War 4? Gears 4 extended. They, I mean, they showed a lot of gameplay. It looked good. I yeah. want that too. <laughs> it, looked, it, yeah, it did look very cool. They had like the voice, one of the voice actors on stage playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. So. She, she does. She's a big voice actress, actually. She does a lot of... She's done a lot of PlayStation games. Like big exclusive PlayStation games. So... No, it looks good. I just don't like gears. <laughs> but I mean, it looked impressive, graphic wise and everything else. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um. And from there, did we get Forza right after that? Forza Horizon Three. So the rumors were were true. Uh, takes place in Australia. They said it's I think the biggest area they've ever had in a in a Horizon game. Um. I mean, I, I'm just I don't I I own for Horizon Two and I just don't like it. Well, I think the impressive thing was that with that was you hit a button and you're instantly attached to your friend wherever they are. Right, and and then you're driving a sports car through the sand. Yeah, you're driving a Lamborghini yeah. on the beach. Well, yeah, That's what happens sense. if you jump right into your friend's game? Sure. But um, um, they said it's the most social game most social forza game ever made they um, said they said that the tracks are the most diverse too so they're clearly in bed with the sjw's now <laughs> bastards um yeah i mean it, graphics well and they they said they were, they were showing it there in 4k on the new xbox one s hashtag xbox ones yeah xbox ones um well, and and I mean, I, I or guess X-Bones. Yeah. X-Bones, yeah. We forgot the, the overlying theme, and that was pretty much everything is available, Xbox One and Windows 10. Exclusive to Xbox One. And then they've got the Xbox Play Anywhere or whatever, where if you buy the game digitally, you'll be able to play it on both. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, yeah. cross-buy. Yeah, essentially. Which is... which. They're essentially putting their Xbox Live client on Windows 10. Yeah. Yeah. Which they've done before. I mean, we had games for Windows for on different iterations. and Yeah, and then they shut that down. But they brought it back. <laughs> but they're, 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 they're pitching it as, like, 
you have a laptop and you can go take your laptop somewhere, play the game, beat a couple chapters, come home, play it on your Xbox One, right. and it'll pick it up right where it was. Right. I mean, they've got the network infrastructure, so uh, like I said, they the one one of the things they do way better than Sony is they sync the profiles in a live environment. It's not that stupid download shit. Yeah. So they've they've got the the tools. Yeah. Um. So then we get uh, Final Fantasy 15. There was the yeah. big boss fight that was over uh, underwhelming. Well, the guy playing it wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah. it looked it looked broken. Yeah. It looked like he wasn't hit like landing any hits and. But then the arm would sweep across and it didn't yeah. seem well, to touch him. He was or... in god mode probably just to to and live. This this sounds terrible because I know we're a PlayStation podcast, but what they showed at the Sony presser looked a lot better. Yeah, it did. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like. And it's gonna be VR. Yeah, but I just image wise, I don't know if it was maybe something was lost in us watching it on a stream on a TV versus watching it in direct person. Yeah, it might be. It was yeah. also like they were showing Most gameplay, likely. but it was like yeah, I don't know. Whereas the other one was like a you know well cut trailer, so yeah. right, kind of helped. Right. Uh, then we get the division underground. Uh, you got anything for the division, or you can't talk about the division? Okay, so we don't have anything for the division. <laughs> uh, it's uh, randomly generated. I saw that in a trailer. What is gen- randomly generated? That was in a trailer. Yeah. So the what has been revealed for it? Um, it's the first DLC con- paid DLC content. They've done free updates to some of the incursions have been free, but this is the first like new content. Um, and you are going down. It's called Division Underground. You're going down and in, primarily into the subway systems, and the challenges are procedurally generated. For the story missions. Interesting. So, like, the guy, it's been referred to as dungeons. A dungeon-style thing, and when you spawn into the dungeon, you could get multiple... multiple. There's going to be lizards down there, and they're going to call them dragons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a roguelike! Because that's what everybody loves now! Uh... They're going to add background music, Cortana, and communities to Xbox Live... Yeah, I, I skipped uh, Battlefield One because we already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Minecraft Realms. John Carmack had the he had the Gear yeah. VR on. Yeah. yeah. They put Battlefield One on the stage and they didn't announce anything special. They played the trailer from <laughs> again. Yeah. yeah. Again. But well, no. But, but I'm just saying that they have a mi- like a marketing deal. Yeah, they do. And they didn't. I think they said that the it, it gets DLC 30 days early on there or something. Yeah. And you can play it a week before release if you have EA access. You can download it and play it a week before release date. Yep. But can't you do a week before release date for every EA game? Yeah, but that's still a selling point. Is it a week or is it... It's a week. They said or a week. three days, maybe. Is no, it no, I'm saying hours. for Dave's... for Dave's Because Dave's saying, isn't it a week for every EA access? It isn't. Oh, no, no. Sometimes it's just it's like, like three days. F- yeah, okay. Or it's an hour limitation, days. right? I know Madden was like... No, 12 10 hours. hours. 10 hour yeah. limitation. Okay. 10 hours across three okay. days. No, that's fine. I just didn't... I, it's just yeah. weird. Like, we hear about all these other deals, like where there's exclusive content or there's 30-day thing, and they on the stage, this game comes out this fall, and they're not saying right. why buy it on Xbox versus other consoles. Because right. you get the multiplayer stuff first. DLC. I just think that they That's should have reiterated that again today. Yeah. It was kind of sloppy. I mean, everybody was kind of dis, dis, uh, disinterested by that because it was the same trailer we'd seen three, four times already. Mm. I can't believe they didn't put something else together for that. Yeah. It's dumb. 
<laughs> uh, custom controllers, crazy number of yeah, uh, color it's combinations. Like the Nike store that used to be up there where you could yeah. you can do all your own colors and yeah, everything. Throw your name or gamer tag on it. Yeah, they did show a special gears elite controller too. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, then we got probably my favorite part. Uh, we happy few or the happy few. We happy few. We happy few. Uh, yeah, which that is a game trippy. I've known about for a while, and it, man, it looked good today. Yeah, which is like Creepy. a which is a fucked up game that takes place in a Clockwork Orange universe. Yeah, which and I was, was awesome. It was like the prequel to They Live or something. Mm. Well, you could see at the moment they hit that pinata, I'm like, oh, that thing's a Yep, that's I a heard dog. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was dog. making horrible sounds every time they hit it. Uh, but even when he walked in and it was there on the table and they're all hitting it, I'm like, oh, no, that's a, like a real dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game looked funky. Yeah. You're not on the joy. Uh, Xbox One oh. first for that one. Yeah. So yeah. we'll they eventually get it. Um, after that, uh, Gwent is actually going to be turned into a, a video game, or yep. uh, its own video game, uh, which is cool. That uh, Gwent is the uh, in-game trade, uh, in-game card game, card in, game for The Witcher Three. Witcher Three, yeah, which looks cool. They made physical decks for uh, yeah. for the DLC expansion, and that's coming to PS4 as well. Yeah, uh, Tekken Seven with Akuma. Uh, that was already announced, but you get to see him in the a- in, sure. in action. And it was all trailer. Oh, no, they did show some gameplay. Yeah, yeah. It? The gameplay looks weird in 7. Yeah. Like, it has all those little slowdowns and... I don't know. Health regeneration. Yeah, yeah. yeah they both got each other really <laughs> low, and then they just, like, vamped up again. Yeah. A uh, game I'm excited for followed that, Dead Rising 4. Yeah. That, like, I, I always love that franchise. It's yeah. dumb, but I and that it. looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, and Frank West is back. Did we miss Killer Instincts, or is that still? Oh yeah, uh, I'm going off uh, Ben Palmer's tweets yeah. on the PS Nation account. He so might have skipped that. They talked about Killer Instincts and um, General Ram, yeah, or something. Somebody from Gears. There's being added to, kill- to Killer Instincts as a playable yeah. as a playable character. Next, yep. they're going to add the car from Forza. <laughs> I think it's gonna, it's gonna be the Xbox Smash. It'll be the Beach Lamborghini. I, no, I, I still think it would be even better if they got the cardboard cutout crowd members to be a character. <laughs> that would be so great. It's kind of like uh, the the was the Nintendo guy or whatever in uh, Smash. Oh, uh, the uh, Wii Fit the trainer. Wii Fit trainer. No, not the Wii Fit trainer. The the, the Mr. Game and Watch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um. Then. Uh, sorry, I'm just kind of like getting through so we get to the, mm-hmm. the good stuff or not the good stuff the Sony <laughs> stuff um, and then um, they brought up uh, another game that made the Final Fantasy uh, 15 people feel bad uh, Scalebound yeah from uh, uh, Platinum Platinum games uh, this is they, they said uh, the demo they showed they're like this is the biggest boss battle we've ever done so it was another boss battle but it looked way better than the Final Fantasy 15 boss yeah. battle uh, yeah. yeah it looked way better and the character wears headphones yeah, yeah, yeah. They aren't branded yet. Give them. Uh, hopefully, they get some oh, get some branding money in there. Yeah. Well, it can't be Beats because Apple owns Beats. Damn. Microsoft can't let that happen. A skull candy or something. I could see yeah. like Microsoft going out and buying a headphone company just so they could tie that in. Yeah. And they just bought LinkedIn. Yeah. Those are too flashy to be Bose, so they'll have to probably go with Skull Candy or something. <laughs> uh, after they'll, they'll buy Kanye West headphone line. Oh God. Oh, his, his trailer dropped today, too. Oh, God. His E2 trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Douche. 
dropping that new E2 2016 trailer. God. Uh, <laughs> sea of Thieves, which is the rare pirate game. That looked cool. Yeah. yeah that looked awesome. Yeah. I wish Aiden did the YouTuber trailer, but... I wish it wasn't all YouTubers. I agree, but it looked cool. The ship combat of what essentially looked like three different groups of people fighting against each other. Yeah. That was interesting. That was neat. And like splitting up the roles. So like the captain's like, I can't see shit. Their sails are in the way. You got to tell me where to go. And that's the thing. I mean, it's another one of those games that it's gonna things are going to depend on you playing with a good group of people. We're losing Josh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So we'll just uh, um, then there was a, a game, a zombie game that popped up. At first, we're all like, just like, oh, they're ripping off Left for Dead, yeah, or they ripping off Left the Last Dead. of Us, and then it's like, oh no, it's State of Decay two. Yeah. Because I totally yeah. forgot about State of Decay. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Uh, but this actually looks really, really... Looked interesting. In- yeah, interesting, yeah. at least. Zombies, uh, man. Halo Wars 2. Everybody knew that was uh, coming. And then did they just do Scorpio Halo- after that? Halo Wars Definitive Edition comes with the original Halo Wars remastered. Oh, so if we'll remaster out just backwards yeah. compatible? They didn't. Mm-hmm. they didn't mention that, but it went up... After the fact. Oh, okay. So if you buy Halo Wars 2 Awesome Edition, whatever they're calling it, uh, you get Halo Wars Remastered Amazeballs with edition. it. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because didn't somebody show the picture? It's Amazeballs! That was me. Yeah. 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 Um, and then after that, Project Scorpio. Which, again, everybody kind of knew was coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I want to steal the the Kazurai, uh oh, parody thing. Uh, I'm, I see it right now. The conference has been so long that Microsoft has announced a new console and another new console to replace the new console. <laughs> like it it is kind of weird messaging. They, they, they I mean, bookend the thing with a uh, hey here's a new console and they ended it with a yeah. new console. It's not though. It's their messaging was on point. Like I, I like here's an Xbox One. It's it's exact because we we had this discussion earlier. It's. It's whatever fits you. It's like Apple with the iPad mini, the regular iPad, and the iPad grande, whatever the fuck they're calling that thing. So whichever one fits your needs. You can, buy, day in it. you can buy the regular Xbox One. You can buy the little Xbox One Slim that has 4K stuff in it right now if that's your need. Or you can wait and get the Scorpio, which has... Six teraflops. Get jigs out the ass, you know. So it's it's whatever suits your needs. It's it's the same as having three iPads. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I, I thought their messaging was really good. That I, that video was decent. Yeah. They explained their position enough and reasonable. Well, I actually thought they put a lot of pressure on Sony, and Sony yeah just and, kind of ignored it. And Sony didn't say yeah. They're just like meh. Actually, I think Sony did a little bit when Sean Lane was out there talking about PSVR and talking about, you know, we have the power today to run VR, and I, I thought that was kind of a, a, you know, kind of a veiled uh, it was. shot back at them. Veiled well, no, is it not was, what they need right now, though. It was a veiled... Yeah, I think, but they're doing fine. It was a veiled, okay, everybody, don't worry about the Neo right now. You can buy a PlayStation 4 and it's good enough. Right. Is basically what he was saying, right. which was not enough. I mean, they really need to come out and say definitively what the Neo is, why it's important, and why you should still buy the regular PS4 in the meantime, or even when the other one is out. I don't think we're going to see any any Neo talk from them until after 
they VR push kits. out VR, yeah. Yeah, probably, but at the same point, that that's a big problem because in the meantime, speculation and sure. and rumors and assumptions. Well, now and you know the, the probably the real reason they didn't do it is because they didn't want to commit to anything. And now that they know that the Scorpio six teraflops, well, the mm. new PS4 is going to be seven. Yeah, maybe. But it was like Josh, like Josh and I were talking about it though. Like, I don't own a 4K TV. You don't own a 4K yeah. TV. Nope. You, I don't think anybody in this room owns a 4K TV. But yeah, so for me right now, <laughs> who came out? Oh, it was it was when you were doing when you were periscoping. Yeah, like the Neo doesn't fit, or the Scorpio doesn't fit my personal market right now yeah somebody said uh, whoever whichever one of you guys was saying it was like so what do you think let's talk about this on periscope what do you think about the the new xbox it's like i don't i don't give a shit like yeah, it doesn't yeah. affect me in any way i don't have a 4k tv right now i'm not, not getting just, one anytime soon but it's not just if you have a 4k tv if you have a 1080p tv you're supposed to get more texture more effects more whatever yes yeah. More but uh, we're talking about Scorpio, you know, and I, I, I don't care. Like I, I like the One S because it's fuck ton smaller. Yeah, ridiculously small. And it doesn't have a power brick the size of a. Of a yeah, of it doesn't a have notch. a power brick at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean it has some nice improvements on it, you know. I, and I, and I, I like could be that. wrong, and I said it too. I, it would. I guess it had to be two separate sets of firmware or something like that. But I'm curious that. Now that they're offering multiple different SKUs of size, if it's still going to support external as easily as the Xbox One does right now, I would be surprised if it didn't. Yeah, the I Xbox they... 360 does. I know, but this I'm just saying does. that for a There's... long time it was you weren't allowed to mess with the drive on an Xbox. Yeah, but they changed all that. No, I know, but now they're offering multiple things. So they're it's like okay, well you can buy the 299 one and buy an external one terabyte they, for they do that with all they did that with the Xbox 360 they do that with the Xbox one right never now. above a terabyte yeah, never above a terabyte but that doesn't make a difference they've 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 all, all they've always offered multiple hard drive sizes for all their different Xbox systems so this is this is no different and and not... the 360 and the Xbox one offer external drives for your games Sony Get off your ass and fucking do that, you know? But this is, they, they are launching the first console, Sony or Microsoft, to have anything larger than one terabyte in it. Yeah. Stocked. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you still, you always want more space. So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see why they would suddenly shut that off Something as an Something had to come out of there. there. <laughs> Something had to come out of the hardware. For it to be that much smaller, no, but that's not I, a hardware thing. They rushed thing. the design, yeah. and and they just okay. They just got that's that's a software thing. That's chips. not a hardware thing. So there's no reason for it to not be in there as part of it. So we kind of glo- glazed over it, but any thoughts, Andy, on Final Fantasy 15? From from that, or from like just and general? just in general? Um, yeah, I think it's shaping up pretty good. Uh. I have still haven't played the demo that they put out. It's like September thirtieth is supposed to come out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh now that Persona got pushed back, won't be dividing my time. Yeah, exactly. In Japan it's the same day, Persona five and Final Fantasy, which seems odd because huh. they're competing against one another and I think Final Fantasy might win, but Probably. Yeah. So, I mean the the 
thing that they had at Microsoft was a little bit kind of eh. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that was just because I wasn't playing it and because the guy that who was playing was kind of sucking it up. But What they showed at Sony was kind of cool. I, I did like the scale in that yeah. thing, though, because that, that boss was huge and yeah. you kind of got and a sense of the weight. And yeah. VR in some way. Yeah. And they had the character wearing the VR. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. That was, that was cool. funny. The whole crowd, yeah, kind of cracked up at that. <laughs> So, all right. Well, I was just curious because well, I think we kind of glazed over uh, Final Fantasy fifteen a little bit. And I was th- and I didn't mention this to any of you guys today, and it just dawned on my head again. But does anybody find it interesting that they didn't say anything about Hololens or VR at all? Microsoft. He did say VR. Microsoft. When he, yeah, when he yeah. talked about Scorpio, he, he said VR. Yeah, okay. they said they were partnering with. Didn't they? I must, didn't I must have missed that part. Okay. Oh, okay. They just then, didn't say any specific name. And then Minecraft Realms was VR. Or yeah. mobile VR. Oh yeah, Gear VR. Yeah, yeah. On, on Gear VR. Yeah. I just yeah. thought it was interesting that one company's spending you know fifteen twenty minutes on it, and another one's like they had a huge presentation for Hololens last year. Nothing. Yeah, there's only so much you can. The do problem with is that. Hololens really isn't aimed at gaming, so it, it's it, not for Xbox. That too. It's it's a standalone unit. <laughs> but it was at Microsoft's press conference last year yeah, with Minecraft. But that's yeah. Microsoft being Microsoft. We have Windows and we have. That's them not having their messaging right. Right. And also the fact that Microsoft owns Minecraft and they were trying to push it, I'm sure. Yeah. So, all right. So, Sony. Ubisoft, but no one watched that. What, no. Well, but, we'll, but, do, we'll do the Ubisoft stuff when you guys can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we pretty much played... Like, I'm looking through their announcements right now. We played through, like, every announcement. So Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing that... that we, the one thing that's in there, again, that we can talk about is South Park... Um, no, I think that's tomorrow. No, they said it at the press conference. Okay. It's coming out. You pre-order it. You get the, the stick of yeah. truth on PS4. Yeah. The one thing we can't yeah. talk about is Watch Dogs, but you can just, I had, there's already right up on the site, so if you want to read about that. There you go. Go read All it. Right. Sony. Take away, Andy. <laughs> Sony. So, we started off with the orchestra. Which was awesome. That theater, like we were like, because we were going in, we're like, this seems like an odd place to have it. But then when no, we they realized used to have it there, it well, yeah. yeah. But then when we, yeah, we these the these three were saying it was an odd place oh, to have okay, it. And yeah. I, a, <laughs> and I said, no, it's been not. There before that's not what I expected it's, to see when I walked in there. That's I all said, I'm saying. I said, this is where Sony used to have it, and this is where EA used to have it, like well, every the year. Oscars used to have yeah. it too. Yeah, I mean, last year it was all about having like the TVs all around you and right, all that right. kind of stuff. Whereas this is like. Yeah, you know, they got the curtain, so they can't well, really do anything like that. But, but we also learned why. It's yeah, because that's what I, was, the, I was getting to that point. Okay. Was then you know, <laughs> partway through, you know, da- da- Dave leans over and he's Feisty. like, "Now I see why they had it here because the acoustic no, would be terrible." No, that's, that's yeah. not why they had it there. We learned when we went to Philly Figueroa that in a month they're ripping down the okay, stadium. That, that yeah. too. That too. And they're I, building a new soccer set. No, but, not that too. That is the main reason. Buddy, somebody from Sony it's told not available. me I brought it up when I was upstairs in the balcony. Some, somebody from Sony's like, yeah, that's why we didn't have it there because they're tearing it down. It's they're already, tearing it down. It's already torn up on well, the inside. Then, the idea of a full orchestra was helped with the acoustics and the ability for that place to support it. Oh, yeah. It, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It did sound but amazing. in a month, that'll be gone. So there's no way they could have a, an event there and have that stadium ripped down next month. There's, yeah. there's, there's no events there. That stadium has been shut down well, entirely. Well, it's gutted. Yeah. It's already gutted on the inside. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. the part that was just different for me is that PSX two years ago, they the Sony's kind of established what their press conference stage looks like sure. over the last couple of press conferences. This didn't look anything like that. That's all. It yeah. used to. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, you've only seen that. 
you know, we saw before that. In person, yes, but PSX and, and it's the same thing. PSX looked very similar to E3. But it's the same thing with EA. EA used to be there mm-hmm. yeah. at the shrine. I mean, that's But they were in the other section where we were tonight no, later on. But where I first saw EA was the exact same thing that oh, really? we just saw with oh, okay. with Sony tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I oh yeah, you didn't go to that one. Yeah. No, in fairness, yeah, I was if, at even that if one. I watched the EA's press conference years ago, I only saw the the stage, the yeah, stage. exactly. Yeah, so. But that's that's the whole point. Like the you know, you guys have only seen one thing. They've they jump venues, you know, they all yeah. do, and cool. they all have different presentations. And Sony, yeah, they were doing the wraparound screen because they spent a fuck ton of money on that, and they were getting mileage out of it. Oh, you yeah. know, they were going to use it as much as they possibly could because that's expensive well, to run that thing. Tonight. With that whole weird thing behind it, yeah, that like that the was, angled angled uh, from screen. Where I was sitting, it looked amazing. Yeah, it looked cool yeah. where we were. <laughs> well, that and that was the other thing that something that that was brought up like during the crash reveal, the the silhouette of crash came up. The shadow. The shadow. Like it was supposed uh, to be Sean. I didn't see it. Like you, none of us saw it no. from the balcony. Apparently, you could see it you could see clear it as day. Up there, yeah, we couldn't see it on the floor because none of us angle, noticed. Because so. they were all like, "Why isn't anybody reacting to this?" Because we couldn't fucking see it. <laughs> we could see it, and we reacted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then everybody screamed so loud that we couldn't see. We, we couldn't hear, hear what was yeah, being yeah. said. Josh, like, turned around. And he's uh, yeah, I spun around like, to read the okay, teleprompter. <laughs> Because yeah. I was that like, was what boring. is he saying? So ape shit that nobody could hear Sean Layden over yeah, there. Yeah, you literally Layden couldn't hear him. did a very, very good job of stopping for a lot of noise and stuff like that. Not at that point. Not that time. time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we're getting our heads first. Yeah. We are. Yes. We are. So back to God of War. Yeah. Which yeah. is how it started. Yeah. Orchestra there. Yeah, the orchestra. Oh, and then it went Bear McCreary. Yeah, that which is pretty awesome. That, that they, I don't know. Yeah. I really want to know who that was. Which like The one playing the drum. And making oh, on the left oh, side. The woman oh, yeah, the was singing. And yeah, dr- she was yeah. playing the drum and singing. Yeah, she was doing a really cool. Thing. Yeah. Um, God of War. Old fat Kratos. Love- yep. Older Kratos with a beard. Old fat Kratos. That's yeah. my goal: is to get a Kratos style beard. Beard, beard of Kratos. <laughs> you mean a Thornton style beard? With with a son. <laughs> Who's a bitch? Apparently, a, a little what? But no, but no, it's it's not necessarily his son. That's true. He said your mother. He yeah. didn't say my wife. So he he hand, never he said he was married. He never said it was his son. Boy. Or knife. Yeah. So this, yeah. You have to be tested. This was your mother's knife. You're, very good point. Yeah. Very good point. Good. I mean, it's, it was, you know, was subtle, but it was never, it was clearly never stated yeah. that that's his son or he was married to whatever the mother was or anything like that. Right. Um Wow. I mean, yeah. it looked. <laughs> wow. It looked amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but before this, I, I was like, I, I like before I saw it, I was like, I, I don't want another God of War. And then like two seconds into that trailer, I was like, yeah, I want another God of War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it looks like, I mean, obviously oh, we don't know any contents, but based on like, it's just called God of War. It looks like um, essentially a reboot. No. It, no, that's what I was I wondering too. So, yeah, because I don't think that's crate like crate our Kratos. Yeah, like, I don't think it is. I don't. I don't, I don't like Do you think it's the continuation of Kratos? No, the story that we, we know. I think it's Kratos older. Yeah, we're gonna. Obviously. Glenn will be learning more about that. That's one of the things he's seeing tomorrow. Oh yeah, we found um, out what I'm seeing tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So he'll learn more about it. And, and we were wondering if 
if maybe it is Sam Kratos and he dies early in the story and you end up playing the kid. I was wondering that too when I, I was watching not. the trailer. Yeah. I don't think they do that. No. Someone that. pointed out on... It's called uh, God of War, and they're going to kill off Kratos early in the story, and then and you're the playing as the kid. People, find out. people will be pissed. But, but going along with your theory about the fact that maybe that's not Kratos' kid, and or, and or his mother was never married to Kratos, whatever, maybe Kratos just takes this kid in because of something that happens. And maybe the kid is like the heir to the throne. Yeah, the gods like sleeping around. That's possible, man. Well, the funny thing is, the moment it started and the kid was sitting out there, I was like, wait, is this baby Kratos? Is this like young Kratos? (laughs) Before that even came up, when you heard the voice, the voices and everything, you just heard the kid's voice and you just saw the beginning of it, I thought... Wait, young Kratos? It's his is little brother. It's his little brother we never met. And then, no, no then he, he has a brother. brother. Yeah. He has a brother that died, and he's in. Yeah. No, we did meet was his in the brother. PSP games. PSP, yeah. You oh, didn't really? play Chains of Olympus, yeah? Oh no, I didn't. Or, or whichever yeah. one he was in. The it was either that or the other one. Uh, yeah, I don't remember anymore. Because yeah, his brother had a big part in one of the games. Ah, I should um, back. Come on, man. If you're right, though, I mean, like, if this is supposed to be a god of war, that would mean the kid would have to be part god, which would... Wouldn't have to be. Not necessarily. Kratos turned into a god. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that's his son. That doesn't mean that's just some mortal kid that he's taken in for one reason or another. They probably have a lot of kin. Which would yeah, still make him part god. That's that what I'm saying, yeah. Just to support my theory that Kratos dies and you play as the kid. <laughs> yeah. well, so, so, someone on Twitter pointed out, uh, Chris from RPG Gamer pointed someone out on Twitter saying that the XP that they showed gained was for the son. Or the yeah. kid. It was, so. I thought it was both. Oh, both. So, like, but it was either both. way, like, the kid's earning XP, so yeah. maybe there's something with that. Well, or maybe you're playing like, as yeah, both well, chapter of them. in Last of Us where you play as the girl. Yeah. Did it show you controlling the kid? No. No. Well, yeah, you do control the kid at that one point. With the arrow? With the arrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, when he's... But yeah. Kratos was also, like, up. standing over him, so it was kind of sure, like one of those... But still. Yeah. Guiding his hand. <laughs> Let me guide your hand. What is this, the Princess Bride? Let me stab this horse. All right. On to the next one. And then they showed Ben Studio's game, Days Gone. Which everybody thought was going to be called Ride to Death. Yeah. Um, which... They probably originally it. looked like it was just going to be like this big adventure with a biker gang and the guy says that I'm a mercenary, I'm a bounty hunter and well, then all the of a sudden zombies Unfunded no no no, no, no. I, I, was, I was corrected tonight they're not zombies and I'm like come on <laughs> they're, they're not clickers undead of some type or infected I, or... I love the way it looked and I love the original reveal of it but yeah. then the gameplay at the end of the at the end of the show Totally different direction than what the trailer would have thought. Was yeah, we'll, we'll get there. I have some things to say about that. Yeah. Oh, snap. Well, let's just talk about oh, okay. it. okay. We don't have to wait. Oh, okay. And then an hour later, at the end of the show, then let's get back to this. Let's just talk about it now, <laughs> I, for fuck's sake. I kind of thought it took the air out of the press conference. It did. A it, bit. Was, yeah. it was a fucked up way to end the show. Yeah. yeah. It didn't make a whole lot of it, sense. It looked like unfun Dead Rising. <laughs> it, it just... It's for me, because I like... 
Dead Rising. It didn't it make a whole lot of sense though. to end the show that way, though. The music was just building and building and building, and but even then, like the, the they're coming at him and they're kind of clipping through him a little bit and stuff like that. And, and he's just, he's oh. shooting at the horde and it's doing nothing. Like yeah. he would have yeah. been better to just run. Well, yeah, that's that's what I didn't get. He he. He gets under the train and then he stands there. I'm like, why aren't you fucking running? I would not even look back. There yeah, might be better ways to show that game. I don't know if they did the thing that's going to show that game. The crowds look great, but I've seen that in other games before with zombie characters. But uh, not like that. No, I mean, that, yeah, is, I that is the best crowd stuff we've seen in a game. But I'm not sure I'm thrilled with that. Like, I love the premise. I love the whole setup in the trailer that we saw originally. And it looked really interesting. It looked gorgeous. It looked really cool. I liked the characters and everything. I liked where they were going with it. But then when we saw the hordes coming after him, I just kind of went, uh... Yeah, I and I guess that. the biggest thing is we don't know the how or the why. So that Or if that's the whole game. Yeah. You know, not. that could just be every now and then you're going to have giant hordes coming after you. Yeah. But, yeah, we don't know enough about it yet. I, I saw enough at the start to think I really like this. It was just that thing at the end. Plus, it just... I don't know. Yeah. It, it just was a bad way to end the yeah. press conference. I like how he got on the bike for all of about like half a second. I, I like how he got the oil can out of the car without like having to do much work and then he just popped it on his gun. And yeah. Made it a silencer. Silence it, it, it seemed kind of impractical. It was like, oh, maybe there's like some Well, I mean, what do you stuff? want him to do? Go get a socket wrench and... Yes. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> no, but it, but like, at least it shows that like there might be some like crafting type stuff sure. which, which interests me, but I, I don't know if... I, I think that demo probably would work better in the middle. Not to end. I think I'd probably have less to complain if it wasn't like where it was. And that's the other game I'm seeing tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. I know. Right. I love zombies. Then what? <laughs> what was next? The Last Guardian. Last Guardian release date this year. Yep. I think it was, that was one of my October twenty fifth. <laughs> that was one of my predictions. Yeah. yeah, Dave called that exact date <laughs> before the show. Really? Just, just yeah. random. I didn't even look at a calendar. I was yeah, just he's like, just like telling people, like, "Look oh, at Dave." 25th. And two, I, I'm two. They showed two of the bird dogs, bird dog things. But it was evil. It was all black. Yeah, yeah. There's an evil so bird when that dog. Second one showed up. It kind of. <gasps> like, there was a little bit of shock in the crowd. So one is the last guardian, and one is the last. Before the last game. villain, <laughs> the second guardian. No, the second. The it's second the, last, the last guardian. It's the last villain. <laughs> yeah, because it's not. It's it's the the dark one, the evil one, and is the it? other one is the last guardian who fought all the evil ones. <laughs> oh my god! I noticed I the know. orchestra was playing the for fuck that. Knows. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it. You know, it is funny with that game because it, it languished in in. Development hell for so long. The game looks amazing. It does, yeah. but at the same time, it doesn't look like a PS4 game completely. Like you can still see the remnants of how yeah. it was going to be on PS3. Yeah. If they put a trailer yeah. out today and didn't put a release date on it, people would have lost their mind. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, it it does. It, it just looks fantastic. Yeah. You know, and and that's the kind of original stuff that keeps me coming back it, oh, it looks so good yeah it's one of those games where like I, I fully I'm in confident that the story 
is going to be great. Yeah. I think there's going to be the things where it's like, oh, yeah. There, there's going to be like little small things. That it's like, oh, yeah, this has been in development for a while. Yeah, just exactly. Just like just little things. Well, just because like his development style or his, his game style has that too where it's like just little things like Ico is an amazing game, but there's also like the controls are every once in a while you're like, I'm kind of fighting these controls too. Yeah. Right, right. Get over it's here. very old yeah. school. Yeah, Japanese. especially when you're on the, the horse. But I think like the feeling that like uh, Swick has for... Last Guardian story is kind of like how I feel like with Sony's in the, or with Sony Studios, and I'm like, I want to know more about Sony Ben's Days Gone. I want to know what story they're telling because I have faith in their ability to tell story, not yeah. necessarily Ben's, but Sony's in general. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. All right, and well, then next, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> what? Horizon, Horizon, new gameplay, new gameplay. Yeah. Game yeah. Yep. Wow. I mean, it actually kind of reminded me a little bit of like some of the stuff in Far Cry. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, which is good. I was, I, I like the fact that they showed uh, that there was like a corrupted animal. Uh, they call it a flathead, I think it was called, or a boarhead or something like that. Boarhead. Yeah. And she actually kind of corrupted it and started using it as a mount. So yeah, now you have yeah, that was cool. That, you can use. that was neat. Yeah. Looked, plugged, I mean, it looked really cool and, yeah. and very just uh, chaotic uh, combat. Yeah. Showed a map too. Looks pretty good size. It was very. Oh, yeah. That was very like. Hey, look! We're showing you the map. Yeah. We're going to show you how big this game is. Hey, well, and that's kind of where I got the Far Cry way. feeling. From. Yeah, yeah. I I would have to assume the the map is bigger than that. Or yeah, always, oh, there's another map. You can map. tell they didn't pull far enough away from but just that. Map. It, it, it yeah. felt like they were trying to t- try to tease it with like a wink. That's like, what I thought. We're trying to, we're trying to wink at you, and because like, she also they also did like. I went into the menu for something. I can't remember what it was, uh, but crafting. crafting yeah. She made yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, hey, we're I, trying I to show you that thing. we're doing this. Yeah, see, <laughs> this is in the game. Hat wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> no, it. I mean, it. I. I didn't know really how I was going to feel about that game for a long time. I, t- from a technical standpoint, and from a story standpoint, it looked really cool to me. But the actual gameplay, I was a little worried about because I'm not big on crafting and that sort of thing. But. I, that's where I started getting the feeling like Far Cry 4 and, and even Far Cry Primal a little bit. Um, just seeing some of that stuff, and I'm totally cool with that because those games are fantastic. I mean, they showed yeah. a lot of the mechanics. They were, they made sure to show the weapon wheel multiple times. Oh, yeah. We've seen it before, but they actually showed it and stopped on it for a second. And you know, It's kind of cool how it like slows down time but doesn't stop it completely. So yeah. it's not like you know Ratchet where you're like, I can just pause the game and yeah. select my weapon. It's like, okay, I still got to make sure that I'm not Dying, yeah, and they showed boss. her like surveying yeah. the, the surveying the enemy and like what it. She switched to the fire weapon yeah. because the, it had a weakness to fire. Yep. Yeah, and dialogue trees. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was that, new which, too, yeah, yeah, that was new. That's pretty cool. I think the lip sync was off in the theater. Which probably, was, which was for some reason that bothered me. But it was I, it was one of those scenes where I'm like, it, it's at this theater. It's probably just off, just a little half second. <laughs> yeah, and it's early. I thought it was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. She was able to call the thing to ride while she was fighting the boss. Yeah. And it kind of came up next to her while she was running and then just hopped on. and little Red Dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how you knew it was a live demo because it whistled once. And he didn't, didn't come, come at all. Yeah. And then she it had to do like one or two more whistles and it's like, oh, finally it came over. Yeah. Yeah. Still um, looked cool. What was next? Detroit. Wow. <laughs> that was a pretty cool Holy yeah. trailer. Yeah. yeah. Basically, these are the two I'm seeing tomorrow, Horizon and Detroit. Well, nice. not tomorrow. Wednesday. Yeah, over the next couple of days. Detroit, uh, you play as an android, it looks like. Yeah. Connor. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, just the well, are we are we only playing as the android? Because yeah, last trailer know. was because the uh, female. It was character. like yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. We might be playing, you know, this story like and then situation. this story and then this might be. You know, I, I we'll find out. But this takes choice to a whole new level, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, Multiple levels. Yeah. Yeah, at first when they did that, I'm like, are, why are they reintroducing the the quantum drink mechanic? But then they showed you how many more options are. It's like, okay, that's why they're reintroducing, yep. like the, re-explaining the mechanics of like, hey, dialogue options yeah. and stuff like that. And but the the way they the way they laid it out, I I wonder, like it wasn't entirely clear if you play it and it is what it is, or you play it and then you can go back. And, and redo it and make nor- different choices. I mean, and if, if it's like David Cage's games in the past, it's not going to have that that rewind or whatever. It, yeah, because he always said healing wanted people to play through heavy rain once. Yeah, yeah. Because that's your that's your version of the adventure. Blah, blah, you know. Yeah, but the way they were laying it out there, they were making it seem like yeah. What if things were different? Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I was like, how tired am I? <laughs> well, there may be water under it. Something yeah, under it. Yeah. <laughs> Random can of sodas moving. We're all tired. <laughs> Too much Red Bull for everybody. Uh, yeah, no, so. that look, and I mean, just how cinematic it looked. Holy yeah. gosh, it does look pretty cool. What? What did you say about the city when we were sitting? Um, other than one building, the the skyline is correct. I don't okay. know what that. Wow. Well, point, because I, this is future Detroit, right. there should at least be so. well. And unlike L.A., which has, like, 12 new buildings going up in New York, which has yeah. 15 new buildings going it's Detroit. Right. So in the future, there will be one new building because it's Detroit. I mean, the Fisher building was there, and it's correct, and there was some other triangular-looking building that's not there, obviously. But. It's OCP. It's, there's building at ED-209s and Robocops there all the time. <laughs> so they can make a statue. But the skyline looked real. I mean, in terms of... And I'll be curious about, you know, if there's more... Because we didn't see a bunch of tire fires in the back, moving around the city as well. I would, I will, I'll wonder. Yeah, exploration. Tire fires or something futuristic. <laughs> Android fires, motherboard fires. There you go. Something. I mean, there's got to be some focal point to it because it's called Detroit, like to the city itself. There's been plenty of games that take place in New York and L.A. and Chicago and San Francisco that aren't called San Francisco. It's about but they talked about that when they announced the game. I can't remember the exact reasoning around it, but they talked about that when they announced it the first time. Right. Why it was Detroit and why they decided to set it in Detroit. But that yeah. was something about like industrial. And yeah, I think it was the industrial thing. Of just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It looked, it, yeah, it looked really cool, though. Yep. Outstanding. And then, and then was Resident Evil. That was surprising. People in the theater were getting freaked out. Yeah. Well, that was that's all based off of, isn't it the 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 thing I played way back when? Kitchen. Yeah. At the very beginning, yeah. they said the VR like thing some I kind played. of like kitchen, kitchen after yeah at, before the kitchen yeah before yeah. kitchen yeah before the kitchen which was that was the thing where nobody knew what it was. Yep. They didn't say what it was. They weren't t- talking about it. They just said, "Here, play this." And you're holding on to a DualShock 4, and you look down with your VR, and it looks like your hands are bound together, and you're in a chair, and yep. it, it was fucked up. 
That was the <laughs> VR demo that you would hear screaming coming from the room. Yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly. Didn't Emmer freak by. out in that one? He might have, yeah. Because there's like a woman that like grabs you or something. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people freaked out in yeah. that one. It was because it, it's. Wasn't that the one that somebody was cowering in the corner of the booth? A woman did, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A Russian woman. A Russian woman did, yeah. She was, uh, she was just completely destroyed what's, by that thing. What's really interesting is it, it's Resident Evil 7, and 1 through 6 have not been first person. Yeah, one, right. through, one through six have always been third person, yeah. and it hasn't been scary looking in a long time. No, it's I been, watched it, somebody playing it tonight too. It turned into an action but, third but person action this, shooter. But the the thing is, doing this in VR, you you don't want it to be in third person. So, but doing this in VR is freaking terrifying <laughs> because just <laughs> that part I played. VR. I think it said both. Like, yeah, it's, it's probably yeah. both. Yeah. But, but I think they said you could play the whole game in VR. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, just yeah. just watching parts of it, I, I could feel it. I, I remembered what it was like in the kitchen. And watching parts of it, I thought, oh, my gosh, in VR, I'm going to be shitting myself <laughs> when I come around that. doing the thing with the bugs, even, where the bugs were yeah, right on up the, on the screen, basically? Well, yeah. well even, yeah. even when, you know, they lifted the top off the pot yeah. and there was a bug on the hand, I'm like, oh, you're going to feel, like, I felt it. Because I've had the goggles on, and when something like that happens, you feel it on your hand. Yep. It, there's You get a visceral reaction to it when you're in VR. It's freaky. And I, I saw that on screen, and I shuddered. I went, oh, oh, jeez. Because <laughs> I know what it's going to be like. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah. And it's, they announced a, a date of January 2017. Right? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> But it's Capcom, so it'll get uh, it'll get delayed. Yeah. It'll get delayed again. Um, and then they talked about PSVR, gave it a launch date, October thirteenth, and said fifty games from launch until the end of the year, which is what they've been touting this whole time. Yeah, so that's, it's good to hear that they haven't, you know, the, that they haven't uh, changed that number. They haven't delayed any of them yet. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> just you need to be realistic about it. Some of them are going to be small indie games, you know. But I think there's going to be a really good spread of stuff. We saw some cool stuff tonight. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, because then the next few things were all VR. So the next one was uh, Farpoint. Which, uh, that's Seth Luisi's group. Um, Seth Luisi, Luisi, who used to be at uh, Zipper Interactive on the Silicon teams. Uh, last year at E3, I got to go in a room, and there were a bunch of like tech demos. And one of those, and they didn't have a name on it at the time, but one of those was this. And that's the one that I put a video up on YouTube. Um, they had actually modified that PlayStation Move rifle. <laughs> and that, wasn't, that was PlayStation Experience. No, that was at E3 last year. They had that special room upstairs with just the tech demos. It was at E3. All right. Because I didn't see... Uh, Luisi's game wasn't at... PSX. I talked to him, but it, he didn't have anything there. Um, but I freaked out because the tech demo was really basic, you know, like the movement and everything was basic. But the whole point of what they were showing was that the gun in the game itself was completely one to one mapped. So not only were you just aiming and everything else like you would expect, like in a first person shooter, but you could actually take the take the gun, move it all over the place in VR. And it rotated. You could look at the bottom of the gun. Top yeah, the gun. I actually noticed that in that trailer that they showed. Yeah. That it seemed like you, the person who was you know recording it, was doing that. And you can pull it up to the sights and actually look down the holographic sight, and it worked. Like 
you could actually pull the gun up and you could see down the hol- the holographic sight and you were hitting what you were aiming at. It wasn't just cosmetic. And I, I freaked out. I, I was like, oh my god, if this becomes something else besides just a tech demo, this could be awesome. And then they do Farpoint and holy shit, it looked really good. Now, we watched a bunch of not very good players tonight, but it looked really cool. And Unfortunately, they don't know if it's when it's going to release it, if it's going to be launch title or not. I, I'm going to say it's probably not going to be launch title. Um, they're building an Unreal Engine, and it looks like it. I mean, it looks fantastic. Were they using the Move controller when you saw them playing it today? Yeah. Yes, and actually, okay. yes and no. Okay, because like I noticed, like the couple things that I saw on the screens is that uh, everything that I saw at the Sony press conference looked like it was DualShock supported only. No, there's a lot. No, of stuff. no, 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 no. Because it said like press the touchpad. No, there's a lot of... That's maybe all we saw tonight, but we've been seeing this for the last couple of years, and um, we even saw it tonight. There's a ton of games that are... There's a couple of games that are no controller whatsoever, yeah. which aren't really games, but they're more experiences. There are several that are two move controllers. Right. You know, so okay. it's it just depends on the game. Yeah. No, that's fine. I was just curious. I mean, I was going to yeah. talk. I was because what we, what I thought, I everything that I saw looked. No, this has a this has a custom built. At, at least that's what they were using for the demos. A custom built gun type thing. The the barrel of it is the ball of a move controller. Okay. Like it's not like they jammed they a move controller, a move controller and slide it in there. It's in the, actually like a custom It's made built controller. into it. Yeah. And Seth told me tonight that that's actually an approved thing. So they're going to manufacture this gun. Well, it work though if you have the cuz I have Which the sharpshooter thing I, I and think it should and and they're they're still talking about that. They, and that's the thing. I think that's a really bad idea to to have that custom gun for that game oh, you, you have to package it with it then yeah and it's going to make the game go up and price wise sorry it, what we're going to end up with is you know the the More old move gun shooter. yeah the old move rifle because there were multiple move guns they put out but that move rifle i have one in the attic in a box that i never took out sure because they had so many of them on the shelves that they couldn't get rid of. Right. It was down to ten bucks at some point, and I right. bought it. Yeah, but too. I also, I also, so, would, I personally don't want an accessory for one game. And and that's the other thing. I don't think it's going to be required. I think they they're, they're going to manufacture it because it fits with the aesthetic in the game. And that's fine. I just don't like if it is required. That's because that's, when I did the tech demo last year, it was literally that sharpshooter. Right. But they cut it down a little bit. But. What the framework of what was there tonight was exactly what it was in that sharpshooter last yeah, year. It was. It was just uh, peeling out. Yeah, it was just done in its own weird little yeah. way. Yeah. So, no, uh, it. I watched it for a while, and man, it looks like it's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what next? was next? Next was Star Wars Battlefront X-wing VR. <laughs> <laughs> One mission. That's fine. I'll play it over and over. And over. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with one mission. Okay, I will play the shit out of that. That's all I'll play. That's yeah. fine. It's like Battle Pod, but better. Oh my gosh! I, look how much money I put in Battle Pod, and there was only three <laughs> missions in that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm all over that shit. Yeah, hey, I saw a commercial. The Dave and Buster's are getting an exclusive mission in 
Battle Pod. Ooh. You go to a Dave and Buster's, you can play. All right, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Batman Arkham VR. Josh got to which play that. I played. Oh. I played. There were two different, uh, two different demos for that. Yeah. And I played the Be the Batman, where I got to be Batman. Did you? Did you say I'm Batman? No. Do your best Batman voice right now. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> I thought you were tired enough to do it. No. Uh, I got to be Batman. I looked at Alfred. Uh, I picked up the bat phone. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious that they have the bat phone out in the middle of yeah, like his foyer. I uh, went down into the bat cave, put on the suit. Wait, but you have to remember, you have to tell him how you got down to the bat cave. Yeah. Well, Alfred hands me a key, and I immediately put it in the the piano, you know, lifted up the cover for the piano, and I start dinking around on the keys, and the whole floor opens up beneath me, and I go down into the back cave, which cool. was pretty cool. I was hoping you would do on a piano, na 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 and yeah. then the pole would pop up, and then yeah, you go and down the, the, the pole. West pole. Yeah. <laughs> so. How did we, it look? Like it looked really good. It looked because like really everything good. you're hearing, like you're seeing some of these VR games, like Resident Evil looked really good, but some of these yeah. other VR games don't look as good. No. Well, there's some indie games that yeah. they don't have the muscle, but uh, no, yeah. I know. Look- I'm just wondering, like this is Rocksteady, right? This looks great. Oh, yeah, it is Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah. So, and it, I mean, does it, it look, look really like, good? And does it look like an Arkham game? Yeah, Kevin Conroy voices Batman again. Mark Hamill's doing the Joker. It absolutely does. It's 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 a Batman game. Yeah, that trailer had no gameplay at all. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. So. Yeah, I like but that's the thing. No, it looked. I mean, this is not the and and the thing I played. You know, it's not really gameplay per se. You're mm-hmm. you're putting on the gloves. You're putting on the armor, and then you you get well, that's, your. That's the game, John. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm joking. It's it's very basic. You know, the other part is uh, detective mode thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, we don't know what they're going to do beyond that. They said. What like an hour of gameplay? Yeah, something like is that. what they're going to do eventually. So yeah, it's not going to be a huge thing, but they're doing something for it. Yeah, and what I messed around with was really cool. Like I, I was like, dude, I'm Batman. This is really cool. <laughs> yeah, and that, again, like that's the part that I'm interested in, though. Like, because wondering, like you're saying, okay, so you can putz around in the, in the, you know, the, in the mansion and in the Batcave, and then maybe you get to go out and do something an hour or two hours of gameplay. Yeah. The immediate thing that jumps into my head is how much is that game going to cost? Not much. No, it's not going to cost much at all. Okay. But uh, but that was the funny thing. Like when I had the cowl on, and I, when I was all set, then this thing comes down. And I can see. Batman, I can see my face, and I'm turning my head, and I'm turning, and he's turning his head, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's me! I'm Batman! Yep. <laughs> this is cool!" It's all yeah. about being the Batman. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. So it was yep. neat. I mean, it was more. It was kind of like the tech demo we saw last year, where it was more about showing you what's possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's really what this one was. Like you were putting stuff on your on your belt. Like who knows if this is going to be what they. And that's the thing. Is Turn like into the, the final hour of the that game. I think that a lot of people are wanting to know is like, okay, like where is the beginning to end story driven well, VR ten oh, hour there, game going to come from? There are, there will be some. Yeah, yeah. they're still figuring that out on Oculus and HTC. There will no, be some. I know, and that's what I think people are waiting for. Is like, what's the thing that's going to be out there? Like, No Man's Sky, a killer app, yeah, killer app, killer crack. All right, what was next? 
Uh, I was just going to say on Batman VR, I wrote that the release date was October 2016, and it's exclusive to PSVR. Launch title, motherfuckers. Nice. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 VR. Yeah, which I've already talked about that. Which is basically like uh, the Fast and the Furious Chocobo drift because that Chocobo like totally. <laughs> yeah, see, I was wondering about that because they had said that like the next few things will be VR, and there's been rumors that Final Fantasy 15 was going to have VR. And during that trailer, it was kind of focusing yeah. on the Chocobo and the car, and I was like. So it's just gonna be like racing in VR, like chocobo racing and chocobo. But, but what I didn't get that was Sold. all that was all third person. Yeah, uh, you could do third person. Yeah, you can, but yeah, the, the whole kind of defeats fun the purpose of VR. Of VR. Tonight yeah. they're in third person. Yeah, but the yeah. whole fun of VR is being immersed in it, like really yeah. immersed yeah. in uh, it. The 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 Chronos game, which on they Oculus did, is really popular, and that's third person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, it, it, it did end up being first person because yeah. then it. Showed you playing as Prompto, and yeah. you were warping around the battlefield and stuff, and shooting. Play as Prompto, one person clapped. I noticed that. Nobody cared. Yeah. Then I had to ask Andy who Prompto was, and I got the shrug. No, he's one of the four guys that's the main cast. Yeah, and they're new characters, so... Yeah, oh, they're all new right. characters, but... I didn't know either. If you, I haven't watched the anime yet, but I assume I'd maybe know who he is if I'd watched the anime. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Next no. anime expert. Uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare Remastered. Yeah. I have to be really careful about this one. Uh oh. <laughs> well, because. Uh, yeah, me too. We can only talk about what we saw tonight in the trailer because yes. we saw a lot more. Um, yeah. yeah, it's going to support VR, which. Is they didn't nuts. say that. Uh, it's really awesome. Yeah, they did. That was one of the ones. That was one of the VR. Well, that was the thing, though. Like, but they, it never they said did a really specifically in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, they did a really weird transition. If that was, yeah, because then they just transitioned to modern. Like, there was no like signage that said like. Well, I don't think Modern Warfare VR. Remastered is. Gonna no, I know, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's why. No, it's but they weird. just went to Call of sure. Duty. They didn't say new new first person experience in VR. But so, they didn't say that, or th- they said. All these things are going to yeah, be yeah. VR. They never said, "All right, now we're done." Yeah, right. it's just that transition to Modern Warfare was like kind of like, yeah. "Oh, is this well, just a separate?" Just so everybody knows, Infinite Warfare supports VR. Yeah, yeah. Um, what they showed in the trailer was in- insanity. Uh, you're up in space, uh, but it's not <laughs> scorpion gripping people. Pigs in space. Uh, you're on a ship. They they named it, so it's it's called the Retribution. It's kind of like a, a a navy carrier, but up in space. But did uh, did like did you three guys know that that was Call of Duty before? Um, well, I turned to one of you and I, said I, it. You turned to me and said it was Call yeah. of Duty. I, I think that you could like the radar that they like the beginning thing they showed in the map when they were showing some of the stuff. Like to me, that looked like Call of Duty to me. Yeah. See, that was the thing. I wondered uh, during that whole thing. I wondered if. The whole audience was like, what, what is this? Yeah. And then when it came to the end, they were like, oh, shit, Call of Duty? You yeah. know, I didn't know well, how people were going to react. New, I mean, what they showed is something <laughs> very new. Entirely this. different, yeah. Um, I've yeah. seen enough of the trailers that I know, but if I didn't see any of the previous trailers mm, that they've okay. revealed, I would See, I haven't seen that. any trailers. I'm just going off of what Glenn and I saw, which... All right, I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> we can only talk about what we saw in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Sony press conference. Um, yeah. Space combat. Yeah, yeah. Not okay. just space combat. Then you can get out of it in <laughs> space and grapple and basically yeah. start his helmet off. Well, yeah. Which, and this is that same type of thing. And You're I know grapple. this is not Battlefield, and I know, but this is, 
you know, it's, it's fake physics. It's fake, you know, it's, it's fun physics. It's not what would really happen in space. Right. So oh, it's like definitely. gravity. Yeah. And, and shooting bullets and things like that and guns we'll in backwards. space. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, you have to make it fun. So, right. The, 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 so that was the thing. Like, you get out of your ship because there's like these these fighters, and um, what we saw. <laughs> can't turn up. What uh, we saw what we at saw, Sony. Uh, yeah. So you eject out of it, and like there's a capital ship right there, and you can actually grapple. So it's got the grappling hook. Because this is the year of the grappling hook. Uh, and you can attach yourself to, uh, like, the surface of a ship, and it becomes a, a straight-up FPS again, but you're outside the ship in zero-G. Or you fire your grapple at a dude, and wheel melee, him in. And like, pull him towards your melee his ass. Or attach a grenade to him and kick him away yep. and watch him blow up. Yep. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff because it's zero-G. They get up to the, br- to the bridge. They breach the bridge, or the, the shielding. There's a window there. They put a breach charge on that. They blow it. Everything depressurizes, so all the sh- all the all the people on the bridge like fly out of the window. You get inside the bridge, and all of a sudden, it's a straight up FPS again, and you're inside the ship. You go to the hangar, depressurize that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Grapple down to your ship that you call up out of the hangar door that you opened, but it's all seamless. Yeah, yeah, it looks like really there's loading. no load times at all. That was all boom. Yeah. And that's there, what was so crazy. There's no loading in that in that stuff. Well, all right, I'll stop now. <laughs> yeah, stop. <laughs> there's a lot more that we can talk about. Uh, the article will be up actually yeah. when Tomorrow. you hear this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I get it written, I, most of it's written. Um, Mine's written. It. My Skylanders thing is written, which will be up tomorrow. But I need to finish the images because we never got we never got assets yet so it's just pictures that i took of the actual skylanders that were there i have a feeling we're gonna get them like in the morning because i emailed them about them yeah and they're like, oh yeah we'll email you um no it, it, i mean what they showed was pretty mind-blowing in ter- especially in terms of the fact that it's a call of duty and it's a major departure from what they've done in the past it, it really is. is and i'll say I freaking loved it. I loved what I saw. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. So, Call of Duty. I'm sorry, Infinite Warfare, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Will is is Call is what is Call of Duty VR? Like it's not separate. No, things. no, 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 no. The game itself is going to support VR. I just don't know if it's going to be multiplayer. I think it's only campaign. Right. But there's no, I was saying that you're not going to have to buy a separate Call of Duty game. No. 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 Right. Okay. No. It'll just be treated like that is. spec op missions. Because everything that we had heard rumored was Call of Duty VR. No, separate. that was just kind of what they were labeling it. Okay. Yeah. It'll just be like the, zombie the, modes or spec ops. What you saw? In a menu. No, I, no. I, I, under, I should understand be VR that now. is what we to. saw. It's, it's the same game. It right. is That's the game. my understanding. That's what yeah. I've been told is... At least the campaign supports okay. VR. Cool. Yeah. Definitely. Now, we could be wrong, but as of right now, that's what I know. Yeah. All right. Next. Next. Uh, and they said that the campaign for Modern Warfare Remaster will be Is, yeah, 30 days early. Yeah, exclusive for a month or something. Yeah. On PS4. But only the campaign, oddly. Yeah. And Modern Warfare Remastered uh, is the full campaign, and then you get 10 multiplayer missions. <clears throat> uh 
redone by Raven Software, who I mean been working on these games for years. Ten and multiplayer just, maps. I'm gonna say you said, multiplayer maps. You said missions. I'm sorry. Ten okay. multiplayer maps. Nice I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Whether we can say this or not, it's a minor thing, but it's a major thing. Um, it's not. They didn't just remaster it; they rebuilt it from the ground yeah, up. Yeah, so new player models, new textures, new lighting, which models. is why it looks so good. The trailer, yeah. yeah, you can always tell when it's just like a yeah. It's it's a complete rebuild, and yeah. and it looks amazing. Yeah, it, nice. It was impressive. That trailer was impressive. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. On um, onward. <laughs> so next was a certain old PlayStation One game. Yeah, uh, that we just mentioned, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, which the that whole announcement got messed up because nobody could hear what he was saying. Yeah. We couldn't see the shadow, so we missed out on it. Yeah, so when, when Sean Layden comes walking uh, uh, in from the left side of the stage, yeah, uh, they had this really cool screen thing set up, and where he was walking... They kind of created a shadow behind him in the, in the oh, screen. Oh, see, yeah, we didn't so see that at all. The shadow was Crash Bandicoot. Okay, yeah, none yeah, of us could been, see that from the, the floor. That. Yeah. All we could see was, you know, the the background of the right. the island and, and everything. Got it from that. Some yeah, people, yeah, yeah. We all kind of guessed from that. Right. And then he said, you know, I don't have the shirt on. And then the screen came down, and it was the Crash Bandicoot yeah. logo. And he said, uh, "Remaster for PS4, one, two, and well, he said three, but warped." Yeah, um, and that was the thing. As that was coming down, people could see the bottom of the Crash Bandicoot right. logo. The whole place went apeshit, it, it and he's trying to it. say all this, and nobody could hear a word he was and, saying. And nobody's going to buy them when they come out. No, it's one of those scenes where everyone was like losing their mind, and I'm just like sitting there in the chair. I don't know if you guys heard me, but I'm just like, you guys don't want this. You guys don't actually want I know this. You guys don't want no, this. You guys don't. don't. Yeah. But like you've talked about it before. I think you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago that that's the only thing that they could do. Yeah, yeah, like, it is. Is, is, is a remaster. It is absolutely or, the only. There's thing no way they can just make a new no. third-person crash game. Yeah, like. you cannot make a new crash because they made new crashes all over the PS2 and Xbox, and nobody bought them. They did not sell for shit, or they didn't play well. They were no. just shitty yeah. games. Yeah. So people have that nostalgia. They want that original game, yep. and this is the only way you can do it. You do remasters of them on the PS4, which that's an interesting thing. This is the first time we've seen something like that, a game that old. Let's take a PlayStation game. Well, Day of the Tentacle, but, you yeah, know. And Final Fantasy VII, but that's different. But you're taking, <laughs> a, you're taking a PlayStation 1 game. Shadow of the Beast. And, uh, all right. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Rise and clank. Dave, you got one? You're taking a PlayStation 1 game, and, and you're remastering it for the PS4. Three of them, you yeah, know? Yeah. Three beloved games that people want, say they want, you know, yeah. so we'll see uh, whether they really do want them I think them it'll or sell not. well, but I don't think a lot of people will play yeah. them. I, I, since I couldn't hear Sean Layden and they just, like, jumped right into the Skylanders trailer, I was like, fuck, are they remaking the games in the Skylander? And that, well, no, that was the really funny part. When we saw Skylanders yesterday, somebody yeah. asked about Crash. Yeah. And they wouldn't say a word. Yeah, the guy was like, oh. Well, then, uh, I'm also curious, what do you guys think? Bundled or three separate games? I think you bundle them because it'll games. be bundled. Yeah, they'll be bundled. Yeah. They're they'll, really short games. Yeah, so. they'll probably be like you know twenty bucks, thirty bucks, or something. I, I will it, buy. There'll the be toy. there will probably be a bundle, and then you can buy them separate as well. Yeah. No, most funny. likely, sure. they'll be downloads bundled and separate the work. way they typically are. I no, I only want warp. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I, it's cool. I played it's, enough, and right, no. 
It's fun that there will be a Crash Bandicoot for Skylanders. Yeah, I, I'll pick that toy um, up if it's by itself. I think the press release said it's it will be a bundle, but if it's by itself, I'll I'll pick that up. It will be because the actually. the the Nintendo ones for last year, the Donkey Kong and and whoever else they had, were eventually available on their own. Hmm. It was like six months later or eight months later, but they did eventually make them available standalone. Sure. So, yeah. Next, Lego Star Wars Force Awakens. Looks cool. Which, yeah, with we, the demo, we know about but, that. I mean, we've we've had so many trailers and everything for that. Yeah, lately. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's always looked good. The most impressive thing that I thought about that trailer was when the guy was walking in the desert. I don't remember which one it was, or it might have been one of the characters, but the little square footprints. Oh yeah, <laughs> just oh, with just the, the little Lego footprint things. It was just funny. Yeah. They've done that in yeah. I just noticed all that. the Lego all. games. But yeah, that, look at that. <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing of that was just that the de- demo was available now. Oh yeah, demo available now. Yeah. For cool. yeah, yeah. I mean, the game comes the out in two yeah. weeks. So yeah. Yeah. Is there a so. Resident? What was it? What was it with Resident Evil? Something available too, or no? I mean, is that something? oh, the demo was available for demo. Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. Well, Resident this Evil. week or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah that's what. Yeah, demo was available. Yeah. All right. Next. And then they introduced a certain person. They got a lot of applause. Yeah. Mr. Kojima. Badass entrance. Yeah. yeah. That's the they went all out on his entrance. That should have been the end of the press conference. Yeah. No, that would have been awesome. That was supposed to be the end of the PSX press conference. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we get to see Kojima's fever dream. Yeah. What his norm- his uh, Walking Dead fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about that game now. <laughs> nobody does. Yeah, nobody I does. I know less about it now than I did before the press conference. Which is exactly it's called, what it's, it's called. Kojima. Death Stranding, apparently. Yeah, which was fun because uh, my my spell check kept trying to change it. Yeah, that was a Kojima ass yeah. Kojima trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Song by. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Norman Reedus. Well, Nick and Manley in there, and all of a sudden it, you see handcuffs on him that came off. And then it kind of scrolls over, and there's like a baby laying there with the umbilical cord still. It looks like Norman Reedus. Or then he stands up with Norman Reedus, and everybody's like, ah! Yeah. Uh, and then he's like crying and holding the baby and crying and holding the baby. Uh, and the baby yeah. disappears. And, and yeah. And into there's like angels in the something. sky and dead was, whales. And that was just yeah. weird. Again, Kojima has Kojima but trailer. The, how good that looked. How good. I mean, Norman Reedus. And. Like all the little individual hairs and his scruffy yeah. beard and that holy has, shit, no. that looked amazing. Is, I, <laughs> I think. Did you say that ass? Yeah. What did you say? That ass. <laughs> so, you know that's what's going to be like fangirling tomorrow. Oh people. my god! I think that that runs in Unreal Engine. I think because. He mm. was on kind of a world, worldwide tour, and it sounds like he was doing that to find a new engine. And um, because the Fox engine that, that his studio built, Konami owns it. Yeah. Um, so the rumors are that it's running an Unreal Engine, but I haven't heard anything yet. Because there's no way they built another engine already. I mean, it, it's just way too fast. But uh, yeah, graphically, Jesus. Looked yeah. amazing. Yep. And he and he made it a point to tell us this this is running in real time. So dead crabs and all. With his Konami tear mugs. Yeah. And then the last game they showed was Insomniac's Spider Man. Oh, it's just that I was so fucking like 
That was probably the most emotions I've shown at a press conference, and I know it was just me. And I know it was just me being like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." But like, I, I actually was like, "I, I, I can attest that. to that." His left arm moved. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. looks cool. Yeah, it does. Surprise yeah. studio it really does. Zodiac. Yeah, the rumors were sucker punch, which yeah, would kind of uh, make sense given their their pedigree. But yeah, I'm kind of interested to see where Insomniac will go with it. Yeah, but Dave brought it up of just like Insomniac's really busy. Like, yeah. they have so many well, VR games. No, but they have, like, and, yeah. three, four VR games announced. They have yeah. their GameStop game. And, like, yeah. well, and it's also, I mean, we put it on the site, too, but it's exclusive to PS4. Yep. Yeah. Probably because Sony owns well, those movie rights. And I, I, Like I said, I, I, we were talking about this the other day when it was the Sucker Punch rumor. And it's, in my opinion, I think it might be a possibility that since Sony has, has the movie rights and they relinquished control a little bit to Marvel so that they can put uh, Spider-Man in the latest Captain America movie and Marvel is going to run the new movie. Yeah. Maybe that was part of it because there's a profit sharing deal but maybe that was part of it saying yeah. we get to make the game and, and there were there were there was word that Activision didn't have the rights for the games anymore. Well yeah it's because they had to pull like all their stuff from like the yeah. PSN store and yeah. all, all that. They the, pulled them all off the, the shelves and everything. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe that was part of the movie deal. Yeah, uh, it's a different suit than. Yeah, I was gonna say he looks War. different than he does in Avengers or in yeah, Civil but War. But they always update the suits yeah. movie to movie, so I could totally see because he's got like the the white spider on him. Right, uh, right. It, it, The suit looks really good. I really like the way that looks. I, I'm not a big Spider-Man fan, but that game looked really damn yeah. good. He, it's really skinny uh, Spider-Man too, so it's maybe like could get uh, the is it Tom Holland who's the current Spider-Man? Yeah. So maybe like it's tied in with the movie. I don't know. I have a feeling it is because yeah. the eyes look the same. Yeah, yeah, the eyes look the same, and like the the, the body uh, seems yeah. similar. But the but through the gameplay, this didn't seem like that character the, the, because his character in the movie is very new, unsure, young. Untested. This looked like a much more mature. I can kick your ass, Spider-Man. For for a second, I was I was like hoping since it was a different too. I'm like, oh, is this gonna be Miles Morales? Are we gonna get Miles Morales? But then, like, I read on Marvel site, it's Peter Parker. So like, it's Peter Parker, yeah. but it could be older Peter Parker. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it might be older because, uh, like you said, he's confident, and in uh, yeah. Civil War, he's still like figuring yeah. it out. Sure. Yeah, he is. I don't know. He's not monologuing like he did in Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it looked, and that place erupted again. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I had some especially emotion. when the Marvel logo came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I was expecting to see the Sucker Punch thing just because that made sense, but it made too much sense almost. It didn't make sense to me. I, I well, just in terms of like, if you're going to yeah. look at Sony Studios who can make I a superhero game, that. you would just be like Sucker yeah. Punch. Yeah, because they, you know. Yeah, but I just don't. And Insomniac's super busy, like, <laughs> so it's like. And, and with the deal, like I would think that. Like we talked about, I we all thought that if Sony's going to trust it to anybody, it's going to be one of their studios. But sure. they have a great relationship with Insomniac. Well, they're rebuilding they're, their relationship yeah. with Insomniac. Yeah. It's been a while since Resistance 3. Ratchet went really, really yeah. well, and I think that's what yeah. kind of bridged that gap. All I've heard is that the, the Ratchet & Clank project went extremely well from all angles. Yeah. Well, that and they kind of burned their other bridges, so Insomniac's just like, well, I guess we'll go back. No, Sunset Overdrive went really, really well. So, no, it didn't. I don't really, think it I sold that well. Like, oh, it really might not have sold and well, Fuse went might... terrible. No, yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, but I, but I, the thing is, Sunset Overdrive wasn't all wasn't really Insomniac's fault. That was being on a system that it wasn't selling. And I think they realized that. And yeah, it's coming into Windows though. I'm sure it is. 
I probably you know, played it then. But I still was, think it's one of the better games. There was games a huge system, push behind really that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They even had a, a bundled console, a, brand, a Sunset yeah. Yeah, Overdrive yeah, yeah. Xbox One console. Oh, yeah. In terms of so, marketing push. They Microsoft got the huge marketing that, that push. That was their game for that. It just oh, yeah. it did not do well. No, it, it really didn't. didn't. It reviewed well, apparently. Like it did. I remember, like, well, like mm. not like amazing, like, but it reviewed yeah. well. Oh, yeah, it, it reviewed way above average. Yeah, but it just yeah, it it didn't sell well at all. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man game. <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. No, no year on it, but the movie's coming out next summer, so hopefully. I would. I would. Around that. It's tie in. Yeah. I would really assume that. But Insomniac is super busy. Yeah, no, and then the Disney deal just happened last year, so... Yeah. Like, two-year cycle on this, and then it puts it in that movie game territory that we fear. Yeah. So, see how that turns oh, out. The Batman games came out around the same time as the Christopher Nolan movie. No, there was a shitty Dark Knight. No, yeah, they out. they had nothing to do with the Origins. movies. I know, I know they had nothing to do with the movies, I'm just saying... They released those near the same time frame, and there was well, a shitty Batman. To, you try to capitalize on the hype, yeah. No matter what, yeah. Origins was not that good. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much it. We we already talked about the game. I keep forgetting the name of Days Gone. Gone. Yeah, Days Gone. We already talked. I don't about even that, like so. that name. Yeah. You want to wait on yes. tomorrow on the other VR stuff? Yeah, we don't need to go into all yeah. the VR stuff. I was just to ask Josh, how is that plant working out for you? Is that is that okay? Is it here still? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I was going to say, it better still be here. God damn it. It'll do. <laughs> Are you watering it? When did you water it? So. Huh? I didn't. Well, yeah. no. So uh, I think me, I watered me, it the other night. Okay. okay. Cool. Let me play the clip really quick. So let, let's put the clip in here, and then we'll, we'll explain it really quickly. So here's the clip that we're talking about. Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And uh, it, it is cool. So, and, and thanks to them for sending that code over. That was really cool of them. So I just want to make sure people knew about that. <clears throat> okay. Well, that reminded me. <laughs> um, I have to call out Andy. Uh-oh. <laughs> I get to fact check uh, him last week, by the way, instead of the other way around yeah. like usual. Yeah, because uh, the PS Nation account tweeted... Nino Cooney for $10 on the PlayStation Store. Even Josh, who doesn't care for <laughs> RPGs, loved it. Get ready for the sequel. Oh, my God. And I saw that, and I went, wait, w- this is what I wrote. I, went, <clears throat> I wrote, wait, what? Glenn's the one that doesn't care for RPGs. I love them, but just get paralyzed by choice. And then the PS Nation account tweeted, the review says, and I quote, I'm not a person who is big into RPGs. And I tweeted back, you mean the review written by Damon? <laughs> I, and then I came into our chat area. I'm like, am I getting trolled here? What the hell is going on? It was awesome to watch. And then Andy was like, oh, sorry. I guess I misread all that. <laughs> I got to use my Archer burn image a couple of times because you guys kept burning each other back and forth. It was great. Well, you thought he burned me, but it well, still was. I, don't I have, never said it. Because it was on my phone. <laughs> I didn't have time to go fact check everything. It was just funny. <sighs> Just get so worked up over it. Don't need to. I, I never said it. <laughs> it frustrated me. <laughs> and the funny thing is, um, I used to play RPGs. Up until yeah. the end of the 16-bit era, I played RPGs. I wasn't huge into them. I didn't play the Final Fantasy games that much or anything else, but I still played them. Oh, so Andy apologized, and I, I demanded that my rider <laughs> um, be handled, my E3 rider, which... um. 
I wish I could find that right now. I think you said you wanted a bunch of ferns. It was something along those lines. You know what it was actually? Mm. I, I I went I quickly went online and I looked up like outrageous riders. Yeah. And that is rumored to be I think Paul McCartney's rider on some tour. <laughs> it's it's funny when they talk about riders though for a lot of those because it's been said that a lot of those riders are in there to make sure that they know if these venues are reading them. Well, yeah. But some other ones are just because people are divas. But this one, yeah, this one was completely, it was off the wall. Um, it was, let me see, I know I can find it. Hang on a second. Um, oh, but while I'm looking for it. Yeah. Betty Severt, which is an awesome band from uh, the Netherlands. Says you. Um, they tweeted, uh, we were born in 1991. That makes us 25 years old with a, with a, their album cover from the first album. Right. Or like a little thing from the first album. And I tweeted back. I was like, that was one of my favorite albums in 1991. It's on my phone right now. <laughs> and they, they actually favorited that. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I, I just kind of stumbled across the fact that they were on Twitter. They don't tweet that much. Um, but I saw them tweeting things about like a new song they were doing and stuff like that. I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. Well, seen them in, when like, I was forever. transferring all those tapes, I took a screenshot of when Kim Cattrall was at the, uh, MST convention and mm. I tweeted it and she liked it. Mm. So hands off my woman. Uh, yeah, you can have her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 30 years ago, but not now. Oh, no, thanks. I still have a crush on her. Come on, yeah. she was in big trouble in Little China. She was she was Lassie and Porky's man. I know, yeah, and that's when I would say yes. Now, no, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, but I I can't find what I wrote. But it was about uh, plant. Well, wait, <clears throat> uh, uh, I can't find it. <laughs> you suck. Yeah, because I think I wrote it in that Slack thing. Now I'm going to go back through 800 <laughs> well, messages well, no, to but find it. The problem it. with Slack is that we uh, you don't get an entire archive. Uh huh. Yeah, you're not going to find it. No, there's no way I can find it. That's fine. Okay, hang on. Bizarre. Here, this might be it. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is essentially what I wrote. Okay. Um, six full and leafy floor plants, and two full and leafy plants, and uh, that's not quite it, but it was something along those lines. That's that's pretty much ferns. what I wrote. I remember the word ferns because yeah, I was gonna. If I had the in energy there. and the time, I would have written back saying, "I don't want that in my room." And I yeah, I demanded I demanded he bring all of that to me See, to my room at E3. If you would have said maybe some shrubberies and maybe to layer it a little bit, get some levels, then I would have gotten in on it. But no, no, didn't want to quote no, the whole Monty sure. Python thing, so I did, I wanted no part of it. I wanted to make sure I got all of it. All right. Then. He owes that to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to just buy a bigger car. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I, and Dave said, no, you have to sit in the back seat. And that's when I tweeted the, uh, the high tower scene from police Academy. <laughs> I think Andy's car is smaller than that. Yeah. <laughs> 
still one of the best scenes yeah. ever. Okay. So there's the clip. So then if you look at the banner for this episode, <laughs> Andy, yeah. what yeah. did you do? I brought a plant. <laughs> a shrubbery. A shrubbery. Yeah, no, he shows up with a plant. It's even better because it's a peace lily because it's my peace offering. <laughs> <laughs> and her name is Lily. Okay. He, sh- he shows up with a plant. They open no, the door. and he, that's, The plant's he, name is Lily. He delivers me a plant and I laughed immediately because I in, it was in my mind somewhere that I knew that, oh, Andy owed me a plant. And I couldn't remember exactly why or how or where this all came about. Yeah, I but I knew I, I got it immediately. I just didn't remember the context of it. Oh, man. Yeah, which was great. That's exactly. really funny. Yeah. Well thought out. Yeah. So, uh, tomorrow. Oh, God, we have that stuff going on tomorrow night, too. We're going to have to do it late again. Fuck. Not this late. Or no, not got, this late. Or you no, just not that late. Sure that long tonight. Oh, no, we stay. <laughs> um, Calendar Staying. says 930. So yeah. in Glen's world, you should be you should be in the hotel room by nine thirty. Yeah. No, they're no because they're they'll just they pretty much all leave by nine thirty. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow is our is definitely out of the three days. Uh, so tomorrow starts actually E three proper uh, with the with the show floor opening. Uh, tomorrow is actually I think our heaviest day too. Doesn't it start? Does it open at ten or noon? Noon. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Because good night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I got to get up early and put this damn podcast up. And so, I got to, I have to, f- yeah, Skylanders. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So lots uh, of stuff going on the site tomorrow. Yes. Or yeah. today when you're listening to this. So, so we'll talk about this week sometime, the Ubisoft stuff and everything. Maybe we'll just wait until after you have your booth, but uh, yeah. your, your your booth appointment. But uh, we'll have a lot to talk about the rest of the week. Trust me. I mean, if you saw our calendar, you would know that we have a ton to talk about. We've got embargoed stuff to talk about uh, the rest of the week. So keep your ears on PSNation.com. Uh, and, and actually keep checking out the E3 page. Our team... 50 things on there already. Which, we already yeah, I was going to say should be flooded. The list is huge, yeah. So uh, check that out. You know, we have that one page. Uh, that, so if you go to the front page of PSNation.com, you can hit that E3 page, and that will take you to everything that, that is that is posted from this week. We'll have the tag on it, and it will go on that one page. So it's pretty badass. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll be posting the podcast every day like usual. And uh, you know, if, if y'all have any questions, email us. Or if you have any comments about any of the stuff we talked about tonight, shoot an email to podcast.psnation.com. And uh, if we have some time, maybe we'll read a couple or just react to a couple. Anime and wrestling questions? <laughs> Don't home, send those. Home team is send doing them. very, very well, too. Yeah, the, they're the group at home, they're, they're yeah. communicating well. They're helping yep. us. Yeah, um, I think Twitter that active. we've been around a little bit more to communicate with them because of things being spread out over two days instead of like five press conferences in one day. Yeah, it's been really different this year. Yeah, so so. We, we've been very, very front-loaded. Uh, and also, great job on uh, uh, you know hosting all those Twitch streams. That was really badass. It sounded like everything went great. So, uh, thanks very much, folks, for for sticking with us. Thanks, guys, for all the hard work you guys been doing. And uh, everybody, get to bed. We'll talk to you later. Get out there, play some games. Have a good one. Say bye, everybody. Bye. At the first, I'm just the answer. <laughs> Self promotion. Good night. Bye. We're out. Bye.
right. Uh, day two podcast from E3 2016. We are here very late at night once again. 11 o'clock at night. Uh, after day one officially of uh, E3, the Tuesday, uh, actually on the show floor. And we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, but do we want to cover the PSVR stuff from Monday night first? And the Ubisoft stuff from Monday night? And the Ubisoft stuff? Are we allowed to talk about all that now? And the Call of Duty stuff? Or there's a write-up now? Oh, yeah, we can talk about Call of Duty and Skylanders, This is the podcast we can talk about stuff. Jesus! All the embargoes are gone. (laughs) And Josh rolls his eyes because he wants to sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you talk about Skylanders, then? Be all excited. Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, it's all written up. Yeah, we'll just talk about it briefly. All right. Um... Crash Bandicoot! <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. A guy brought that up when we were watching it, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't even budge. They were like, yeah. Yeah, man, we're just talking about this right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Crash Bandicoot. But we found that out on Monday night with the rest of the world. At the Sony press conference. We did. So, uh, beyond that, you can create your own Skylander. The interesting thing is, though, uh, with each of your created Skylanders, you need a separate crystal. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah. But the one that comes with the playset, with the starter pack is a fire crystal. So your character will be a fire character. Right. Um, At least to start, until you buy another crystal. Uh, The customization options... That was insane. ...are insane. They're really, really in-depth. And like any other game of that type... You know, they'll give you a handful of customization options, and you have to unlock the rest right? Uh, by playing through the game. And the cool thing is, as you unlock them, like say you unlock a new head, you can instantly, you can just hit the touchpad and immediately customize your character, right. change it, and then jump right back into the game. So, yeah, the customization stuff is insanely in-depth. Uh, if you want it to be, or you can just hit randomize, or you can just, they, they've dumbed it down and made it simple for kids, but they've also added advanced options for people who really want to go nuts with it. Right. Which is really cool. And I made a joke because I asked how many unlockable things were, and he's like, oh, well over a thousand. And I looked at you and said, yeah, platinum that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) How are the, you said you need crystals. So how are the crystals? Are they like, is it a purchase? Yeah. Like. With is there an in-game thing? Can you collect them, or is no, it no, no? They're physical. No, you have to buy a physical crystal, like the Skylander. Okay. So instead of having a like a Skylander, it's this little glass t- or like in plastic, obviously, but it's it like looks, a glass tube, like the, like the traps. It's bigger. It, it stands on the base. Yeah. So basically. that's the placeholder it's, for the Skylander, right? Yes. Okay. And All it right. kind of glows. It's kind of okay. glows like a heartbeat. Yeah. And there's different colors, so there's ten different elements, or yeah, elements. The ten diff- Yeah, the ten different elements: the air, earth. Fire, fire, wind, water, okay. uh, Earth, undead, fire. magic, you know, all I just, those. Uh, in my mind, tech. I heard you need a crystal as, like, a consumable item to create no, no, a character. No. No. no, That takes the place of the Skylander, obviously, because you can't, like, 3D print, you right. know. So That makes sense to me. Yeah, and then each one of those stores that has the, the Skylander chip. that you create. Yeah, yeah. so okay. it writes back to the chip, and you can pick that up. You can take your little crystal with it. It looks almost like an hourglass. Yeah. With, like, a little glowing cube in the middle. 
uh, you can take that to your friend's house and it has your Skylander on it, uh, which is nice. Yeah. Did they talk about pricing at all? Is that going to no. be like cheaper than a figure? It should be. Okay. But I would assume, say, yeah. but they didn't say anything. Yeah. If it's like any of the other stuff, it'll probably be like the cost of what the traps were, which is like maybe five bucks. Okay. But yeah. it's completely unknown at this point. Um, no, it, it looks really cool. And the way they've added in the sensei who will teach your character all these new moves and everything. And uh, the vehicles can be used again, but only in a completely separate racing section right? that you get to through the menu. There will be no vehicles in the game itself. Uh, traps will be, you can use those again. Uh, but same thing. The traps are really only used to, um, they're not really used in the game, basically. Um, the base that we saw was the swap force base. Cause I looked at it and I was like, that's what, is that really the base? Cause there's no place for a trap. There's no, and he said they're still trying to work that out. They don't know what they're going to do with the base yet. If it's right. going to be big enough to accommodate vehicles, if the vehicle thing will just be kind of a tag-in thing, you touch it on the base, it registers it, and then you take it off the base, and you just use it. Kind of like um, Disney Infinity was doing at the end with uh, the Marvel stuff, right? where you'd have four players, but you would just kind of tag in and register the other two characters. Yeah. Um, Cause some guy was worried about how much space it was all going to take up and everything. Yeah. So, and, and the other interesting thing is those sensei characters have really big bases to the characters themselves. Yeah. They're wider and, uh, more angular, but they, they take up more space on their own. It was cool though. Cause they had kind of a more intricate design on them. Yeah. Yeah. They look really nice. Yeah, I thought they looked cool. So, and the game is, you know, your typical Skylanders game. Uh, Troll Radio is back. That was in Trap Team, except now it's a mini game, and that will help you unlock the phrases and music for the characters. Because you put together, you piece together two different phrases uh, to give the character their catchphrase when they're tagged into the game and the music that they use. Um, there's also sound effects and things like that you can attach to your character. Uh, there will be a card game. Yep. Probably Skystones. He wouldn't confirm that. He wouldn't say. Uh, we saw there was a card game in one of the rooms they went into. Yep. And he was just like, yeah, there's a card game. And he quickly left the room and her quickly <laughs> went away from it and wouldn't really talk about it, so... It may be a variation of that or something new. We don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game, it looks like a Skylanders game. It looks fun. Yeah, I I actually am pretty interested in it uh, with the whole creation thing. I'd like to take that and have a couple of my friends' kids try that out. I, I think they would yeah. love it. And yeah, we had talked about that. Like when that comes along, I'll stream that when Mason and I are creating a character. Yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Dad, try that head. No. What he'll end up doing is he'll say, you decide. 
and then, and then I'll he'll decide say, I don't like that and yeah. change it, and then you're going to try to make the arm look perfect, and it's going to be like, like a it. six hour ordeal. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> Josh is going to try to Josh it, and Mason's going to try to Mason it. And- hey, don't forget the most popular live, live streams we usually have are when we have like an hour loading screen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this will be about the same. And then Zoe will be talking by then and be like, I don't like that color. Oh, she's already talking. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so Call of Duty. Uh, you know, I, I put the write-up up on the website today. Uh, we saw a little bit of it during the PlayStation press conference. Mm. Uh, so obviously we already talked about that piece of it. Uh, what we really didn't get into, though, was um, what we first saw. Well, so The story, yeah. Yeah, they talked a little bit about... The fact that all the Call of Duties have been from the eyes of, like, the new guy, the grunt. And they really wanted to kind of change things up quite a bit in that respect. So this time around, you're playing as Lieutenant Reyes, who's actually a 15-year veteran. He's, he's a pilot uh, with the, I think it's like the USNA or something like that. It's, it's basically uh, the Navy of the future, uh, or the UN of the future, and, and, but he's in the Navy. Um, so, and, and it's based in Geneva. So the first, the opening thing that we saw in the demo was actually like this Fleet Week uh, parade that happens and it gets attacked by the Separatist uh, group. And instead of being, you know, a private who's getting pulled through things like in all the other Call of Duties, uh, he's actually a leader. He's, you know, you have to make decisions and and that kind of shines through quite a bit when, especially when you're on the ship called the Retribution, which is a, a, a carrier, but it's a spaceship. Um, and the weird thing is, like, you talk about spaceships and everything, and you start thinking, like, oh, Jesus, like, all this, you know, crazy futuristic stuff. But one thing that kind of grabbed me was <clears throat> that it really seemed more kind of grounded in their idea of what the future would be. Uh, not like this crazy Star Wars epic with laser beams and all that kind of stuff it, it seemed more like it's the navy in a hundred or two hundred years um but the, the the retribution actually acts as kind of a hub for everything and uh you know that's where you you go to the bridge you walk around the ship it's not just like going to a static screen uh you walk around the bridge when you when you go on missions and and that came up where uh you know this guy is a commanding officer why is he still flying and it's because uh, he has to. He doesn't really have a choice. Because we joked right away. We're like, haven't you ever seen Star Trek? The guy that asked the question. Like, both of us went, have you ever seen Star Trek? The captain goes down to the planet all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, the, yeah, the point was, because of that attack. Yeah. That he's taken over the ship, and they're very short-handed. They've right. lost. They lost a huge number of the crew. Yeah, and they need as many pilots as they they're can They're short-handed, yeah, yeah. So he has to go out. The, the most interesting thing about all that was... To me, that he was saying they built this engine and they built this in a way, the game in a way, that from what we saw, there was the attack. Yeah. They're on the ground. You're doing standard Call of Duty fight on the ground. And that's what I was thinking right away. I'm like, boy, this just feels like Call of Duty. Yeah. And then your ship comes down. The jackal. Your your jackal, the plane. You jump into it. You fly. And then... And then hit the afterburners and go straight up into space. And the wings fold in all of a sudden. You're like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. And and it literally, it takes a, a, at least a minute or two to yeah. go all the way up through the atmosphere into space. And then you're in space and you go and you land on the carrier and you... 
No, you didn't land. He was right in combat. So right away. Oh, he was in combat first. All of a sudden, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's space combat that we saw some in, in that trailer last night. And you're flying through all these capital ships. And you're flying through all this debris of, of, of ships that have been blown up. And it was crazy. You like, jump out. You do all the stuff. But there's no loading between no, any of them. it's all that. streaming technology that you, they have. Uh, so that all loads without, or it all comes up without a load time. Yeah, it never goes to a loading seamless. screen. Yeah, which it was fantastic. It was impressive. And everything we saw, I was like, oh crap, I really want to play this now. (laughs) Because I wasn't, uh, you know, we heard the name and we heard its future and we heard, Mm, I'm like, like, oh, oh, more future. Uh." But it looks fantastic. It was. It was very impressive. Um, The, The other main point, which I loved, was this is more of a real war story. This is yeah. not the, the twist, the stab in the back, the espionage, right. the, the standard call of duty twist that you, that you would get. It's more of a straight war story, yeah, which yeah. I loved. I thought that's fantastic. Yeah. It, it's, <sighs> he, they talked about it, how it's an ensemble cast and, uh, you know, you've got all these very unique characters, which we've seen that in past Call of Duties, and they've said a lot. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, what we saw, I thought worked. Uh, I mean, we got to sit with it for an hour or almost an hour, and uh, it was all hands off. But um, you know, they kind of went through how they approached the design, and, and it was it was pretty interesting because they talked about you know how, when you talk about how there's always kind of the grunt and 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 you know the the, the soldier right out of basic. Uh, like in uh, Black Hawk Down, and they wanted things to be more like uh, Saving Private Ryan, where it was all about the mission and and you're doing your duty, um, <laughs> duty. Um, but it's it's you know it's it's the brothers in arms, and and what we saw looked very promising. I mean, it really looked promising. And you know, we, we talked all about the space combat stuff last night, and. Um, when we were walking out, we were going through the hallway, and I was talking to uh, the, the community manager, and I go, dude, this is like Wing Commander, where what I always wanted Wing Commander to be 20 years ago that obviously the technology couldn't do. And all of a sudden, the lead design guy in the other room heard me. He's like, exactly! So it was cool, because you're, you're not just flying. You're flying around, but you can now get out, and you can do all these things like we saw in the trailer yeah. last night, where you're fighting on in you know in zero g, and you're breaching a freaking capital ship and taking it over, and again, no load times. It was it was crazy. So I'm I'm optimistic about this one. I, I'm not sold on it yet because I've seen a lot of optimism from other Call of Duties, but this one is the most promising to me in a long time. Um. Just because it's not all the double jump bullshit and it's not all the wall jump bullshit, as far as we know, um, and it's cool because like there's these tertiary missions that are optional, uh, but if you do them, you can like get upgrades for your weapons or get upgrades for your ship and whatnot. And that was what they actually showed in the trailer was one of these ship assaults. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool. I was blown away because I, you know, I, my, I go in with low expectations on Call of Duties usually. And the other thing is, the entire game takes place over the course of one day. Yeah, yeah. And like you said last night, the whole campaign is VR. Apparently, I haven't Compatible. gotten confirmation on that yet, but that's mm. what we were led to believe. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to ask on Thursday. Okay. So yeah, but that's what I was led to believe. Uh, and then after that, we got to see uh, Modern Warfare Remastered. Mm-hmm. Which is being done by Raven Software in, in Madison, Wisconsin. 
Um, but it's not just a simple remaster. They, they're completely redoing the models. They're completely redoing the lighting, textures, etc. Uh, we get to see basically the first mission in the campaign. It was impressive. I think we mentioned it last night, though. I can't remember. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was damned impressive. So, yeah. But that was, that was Activision. Uh, Ubisoft, you guys. Yeah. So, uh, we got a lot of time with Ubisoft over the first two days that we were no here. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. We still um, have time coming. Yeah. And the, yeah. Andy and I had some time on Sunday. And then uh, MJC, Andy, and myself had time on Monday night after the Sony press conference. So, uh, well, you wrote it up. So, why don't you go ahead and Andy talk about Watch Dogs? Yeah. So, on Sunday, we saw uh, Watch Dogs 2. And um, I don't know. I didn't play the first one, but. Um, it seemed like the first Watch Dogs was kind of like that normal Ubisoft formula of, you know, go here, do stuff, liberate stuff. It was very repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People called it modern day Assassin's Creed. Yeah, basically. And uh, in terms of like similar missions that far. and climbing and like doing the same kind of things, like go find this guy, take care of this. Yeah, I mean. Or at least Assassin's Creed 1, where it's really simple, or there's not much to I do. I guess, but I mean, it, it really felt more like a much more streamlined GTA to a certain extent to me. Because it's open world, you're driving around, uh, you're going to all these different areas on your missions, but the missions themselves got very repetitive and kind of boring. Assassin's um, Creed. But it wasn't that repetitive. Okay. It wasn't as repetitive as Assassin's Creed. Like, you weren't assassinating somebody every, every time. You were hunting down clues on, on you know, you're, you're basically trying to take down this company that put that OS out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one, um, they made a big deal out of how there's, like, different ways to approach everything. And they said... That Which is always the selling point. Yeah. But their, their big thing was that there's, like, three main play styles that they're catering to. And I don't know if you remember the names. Like, Trap, uh, Trapper... Um, like so, assault. you can be like, yeah. I mean, it was it was talking about like very very stealthy, going in there very sleek, very quiet, and taking things over. Right. And then there's also where you could do the be quote unquote kind of stealthy, but you're you're from a distance. You're deploying drones and you're doing distractions and you're hacking like a, a device that distracts the person that walked towards it and they touch it and they get electrocuted and they die. Huh. But you're doing all that from you know 100 yards away. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the just guns blazing. Yeah. So. And wow, see that was one thing in the first one is that they, you could tell they were making you shy away from like actual gun gunplay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they they were trying to make sure that it was more you were a hacker and mm-hmm. that that's how you were kind of fi- kind of fight things. Uh, but the hacking stuff that that, that was kind of over promised. You know, oh, you can do this and you can hack that and. Yeah, you can, but it, it it was very canned. And I think that they're delivering on that way better now. Oh, I yeah. could tell that just from the yeah. The, yeah, the trailer. And this one, like, you walk up to something and you hold the L one, which is your hack button. Yeah, and you'll get you know four different options to of things you can do. So you know, uh, I'm still skeptical on the whole hacking thing. Yeah, because it is. I mean, like in the first one, it just seemed like you could trigger anything, but at the same time. It depended on what level you were and, you know... You yeah, I mean, based on upgrade. what we saw, like... And, again, we don't necessarily know how far we were or weren't in the game because we were doing a side mission. Um, mm-hmm. There was multiple options of, like, you could, you know, distract the guy or you could hack, like, the dog's shock collar and shock sure. the dog. And 
and you know, or there was one that we had to unlock a box and like you know, like we or I I don't know if you did this or not. I sent a drone in there and waited yeah. for the dog to walk away and then rolled the drone all the way up there and I was clear on the other side of the building and the drone did all the work for me. Nice. Yeah. So and you can use the the flying drone to like survey and figure out what you want to do or what's Which, there. Yeah, it's kind of cool. The quadcopter. And, yeah. 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 So that was one thing they said that there's like a bunch of new gadgets in the game and um, a new thing is that. They consider the hacker new community to be like close to the making community. Yeah. So like, as you gain followers, you can use them to research, you know, three right. D printed, you know, drone copters and. They talk about three you know, D printing guns and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I mean, and that's the gist of it. Sounds like that's the gist of the game of you're trying to. There's not really. They didn't talk about the story element of it very the the. The beginning to end story part of it. They talked a lot about it, the the side missions and the objectives and stuff like that. There was that stuff about the politician, right? But that was still a side thing. Yeah. Like it, it what yeah. it is is that you you essentially gain. It's it's a it's kind of like a social media. I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry. It's kind of like a social media building thing where it showed on your phone that if you did something like what we were doing in the mission where we were exposing a congressman, it was using social media to rig an election. Um, was this the thinly veiled? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Dig at Trump. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and when you do that, when you succeed in doing that, it no matter how you do it, um, the end result is is very similar to your releasing information to the public. And right. when you release the information to the public, you get more followers. And when you get more followers, you get more skills. Okay. So like the follow, you can use the followers to to spend points and to make your character more powerful. Yeah. And one of the things that I was we did have a little quick interview with the the head the director creative of the director, game, yeah. creative director of the game. Um and my thing was very similar to like Telltale style earlier of no matter what choices you make or how you choose to do something, the end result is still the same. Like, mm. if you go in there and you decide you just want to murder everybody, it, the news isn't going to report that this organization came in there and murdered everybody. They're going to report on this organization found out that this happened and that, that oh. they were doing this. So if you go in there, like I said, and kill everybody, or if you go in there and don't kill anybody and sneak in there and grab the intel and leave. I thought he said that like, the citizens would have conversations. Like, if you were guns blazing everywhere, then some, some of the citizens would be like, well, I don't really, you know, they would debate your morality kind of thing. Yeah, slightly more of the the side chatter you'd hear on the street, yeah. but in terms of mm. what the news yeah, would the, the, the news would the narrative still the same. Yeah. But. So. Okay. So that was the the gist of that part of it and the everything and we I think I had we had asked him this question twice just to make sure that we were clear. The narrative story, the linear story that's there is played solo. Yeah. Everything right. else can be co-op. can be done co-op yep. and yeah. only two. And it's one of those things where, like, you'll be walking down the street and all of a sudden you'll see another guy who looks like you, and it's another player character. Right. And then you can choose to, like, you know, want, run up to them and say, "Hey, you want to do a mission?" And then you invite them to a mission, kind of thing. So it's it's one of those kind of kind of persistent online things. Right. Yeah. It sounded like you said you talked to him later, and it, it sounded like you could, you know, invite a friend if you wanted yeah, to yeah, call up with someone specific. Yeah. yeah, they showed that in the trailer. Yeah, so like, and we got to do that um, again. It was it was Andy with a developer and me with a developer playing it, and that was kind of cool because again, you can use the, the 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 flying drone to survey the area. The mission that we were doing, um, 
he was down, my teammate was down in the area, and I surveyed and I evaluated and marked and tagged things and decided the route we were going to go. And then once okay. he kind of started in there and he had cleared an area, I kind of went in there. So, like, working together of one doing the recon kind of work and figuring that out and then the other person doing the activity. Sounds like it'll be really fun, like, if you're on a chat with somebody and you're just, you know, hey, go over here and I'm going to clear this out. And, you know, like, it's I had the classic moment of, yeah, go hack that box. And I hacked the wrong box and blew us both up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, I mean, what I, what we saw looked impressive. It was very a very small slice of the game, though. Yeah. So. yeah. Sure. And I, I had some other things. Like, they said they were working on the driving. Yeah. Did you drive a car? I did. You did, yeah. I drove um, that. I drove a muscle car down. Uh, Telegraph Hill. That was that was a little squirrely. Yeah. But he he said they were trying to get a little bit more like difference between the vehicles. So then like later at the end of the game I ended up grabbing a van and that definitely felt different than you yeah. know. So they car. did work on the driving. They talked about that because they knew that the driving was something that was uh, the driving was not very good in the first yeah. one. Like you could never go straight. You can do that now. Yeah. So you were always good. just you would always veer off a little bit right or left. You can never. Go I straight. didn't have that whoa holy crap moment or anything. I mean I did run over like one or two people. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Then we got time with Ghost Recon. Tom Clancy's Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Right. <laughs> Sorry. It's a very long title. And this um, is the big one. This is like the big, huge yeah, map. Yeah, the biggest and... open world game that Ubisoft has ever done. Okay. Supposedly. Uh, the scope of like the world does look very, very, very large. Sure. Like when we were in helicopters and stuff like that. and um, It's a, f- uh, a four- player game um you can co-op the whole thing beginning to end up to four players or okay. you can solo it the whole way with three ai players okay um i did not i will get to this answer to the question and it came up in my mind but i did not get the answer of you can if you can direct the other three players as like the leader if you can tell them like think you could. where to go and things like that yeah. so um, the mission that we were playing it was there was a uh, cartel manager that had information on where prisoners were kept and um, we needed to grab him and interrogate him. Uh, so we did our recon as a team, and we surveyed the area. And the team leader was, you know, we kind of all distinguished our own targets, and then we would make our shots, and then all, you know, like all hell would break loose. So is this set in present day, or is it future? Uh, it's present day. It's in Bolivia. Okay. Um, and uh, you're. There's still been kind of vague. You're going in, and there's a corrupt government and a huge cartel issue. Presidente for life. Yeah. So there's a huge cartel issue, and you're an uh, an elite. Yeah, it sounds like you're going ghost. in after the cartel. Yeah. And you're maybe also not necessarily working with the government because they're corrupt. So potentially mm. t- yeah. helping take them down too. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're supposed to be ghosts, so you're supposed to be kind of like unseen yeah. and things like that. So okay. Um, but I mean, in terms of there doesn't appear to be like different classes or anything like that in the game. Um, it's just more of like the team strategy and like, you know, as you're surveying the compound and, you know, we grabbed the manager after we like cleared some stuff out and interrogated him and why, you know, while you're interrogating, there's still stuff going on around you with reinforcements. So your team has to still do something and then you get some more Intel. Um, and then, you know, we went up in a helicopter uh, and you could parachute out of the helicopter and, to, and then meet up again. And we were at a larger compound that had, like, alarms and turret guns and things like that on it. Mortar. And, yeah. yeah. So mm. that you had to kind of, like, be very strategic because based on what you were doing, your enemies were reacting and trying to do different things. If they set the alarms off, you have, would have to, you know, deal with more reinforcements or you could actually just 
disable the alarms from a distance, shooting the electrical boxes and things like that. Okay. So uh, it was very promising. Um, the game is not coming out until March, and they still have some work to do. Yeah, so. there were lots of teleporting enemies. Yeah. Hmm. So they do have some work to do, and it is... Uh, so expect a delay. <laughs> it is a very large... Um, scope like they they did show us the map near the end and the bosses all appear to have or the enemies that you're going to be fighting in each area all appear to have different like skull markers on them up to like five or six skulls so i'm sure as you progress through yeah as you progress through there'll be some other things like that um i do remember a little bit from last year seeing it and them talking about it some of the strategic things that you can do that they showed us we didn't really get a chance to do that a lot. There's, there's a lot of enemy factions that are like fighting against each other, like sure. internal gang wars. And when they're in areas that you could, uh, if you're a very good sniper from a far distance, you could shoot somebody and make it look like the other four group did it. And oh, they would start fighting cool. with each other. And that's a tactic that you can use. Is the mission structure like straightforward or is it kind of go where you want to go and... and you it's, just talk to the levels, it's, but... It, it seems like it's intel-based. It's okay. kind of go where you want to go. Like... Yeah. Um, well, the example when he when David did it, um, his group, you know, they they found the manager, they inter- interrogated him, they got the information, then they went to find, you know, his higher up. When when I did it, we accidentally killed that guy. Okay. And since we had, they had just done it, I basically took his spot because they did the same mission twice. Okay. So they're like, well, we already know where to go, so we're just going to go do it. And the person who was standing there coaching said that normally if you killed the person, it's not like mission over. It's like okay, now you need to find some other way to figure out where he is. Sure. So our our way of figuring out was well we already just did it so, <laughs> but, but I they didn't they they were very gun how we would have figured it out otherwise but it does sound like okay. there might be a way to get intel somehow yeah. other way Some, but interrogate someone in else terms or, of yeah. I think you're gathering intel and you're getting objectives right. and then you can kind of go about that objective any way that you want okay so where you could have somebody like stay on top of the hill and continuously call things out and shoot things and cover you. Sure. And never engage with the enemy. Yeah, like when Dave did it, they were trying to be kind of stealthy about it each time. You know, okay, we're all going to do our sniper shot at the first time and try to take everyone out. And then when I did it, because the one guy wanted to explode everything, yeah. he's like, oh, I'm just going to ramble in. <laughs> yeah, I So, mean, like, that... we, we had to go past a, a gas station. He's like, all right, instead of, like, trying to sniper everyone, I'm just going to blow up the gas station. <laughs> and that was interesting. Like, what happened with, with ours is that the manager, as soon as we killed a bunch of people, the manager, like, took, guy took off. And I'm like, what the hell? And I ran down the hill. And there was like a dirt bike right there, and I grabbed the dirt bike, and I took off. And I was like well ahead of my team at that point in time because I'm following where the car went. And I get there, and I'm in a gunfight, and the coach, the developer person behind us that's coaching us, she's like, be very careful. You are in a working gas station. If you shoot the wrong thing, you're going to have a problem. So, and the next mission, they they shot everything. Yeah. The one guy really wanted to explode everything. (laughs) Haven't you ever watched Josh play Far Cry or Just Cause? Or like that second compound. You guys kind of like split into two groups, and we're yeah. like, "All right, we're going to infiltrate from the two sides yeah. and pincer attack them." And then when we did it, I was flying the helicopter, so the one guy's like, "I really want to shoot these Gatling guns." So he he had me like <laughs> go over and hover over the the second objective, and then just Jeez. Gatling them. Uh, and we do have footage of this; we did capture yeah. this, so we are going to edit this and get it on the YouTube yeah. channel. And when they say "we," that means Glenn. Well, if I could. You have it. You took it from me. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's the audio because the one guy's like, when you jump out of the helicopter, make sure you parachute immediately. And the other guy's like, whoops, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. But it, it's, it is that type of game that, you know, like that I think that you, Glenn, like you and I enjoy, like sure. four or five of us in a party working together on the same objective and not like worrying. You know, I like doing co op stuff against AI and things like that and not worrying about 
somebody else using like something overpowered and doing the team right. aspect of it. And right. I think that's it's got a lot of promise for that. Okay. Mike? Would you play to Ubisoft? Okay, so we would probably have to move to Monday then. Um, That's fine, because Sunday was the only only those two games. Okay, cool. Uh, so on Monday, I uh, played Steep, which is the uh, open-world sports game that we were trying to figure out what the heck that was. Sure. Uh, so it turns out it's just a, uh, it's a snowboarding, paragliding, uh, wingsuit open-world game. Okay. So you can basically switch to any of the uh, different modes... At any given time, uh, you're just on a mountain range, and you're just going for it. This is like that... What was that ski game, Josh? That open world one. It's it's like in beta and PC now. It's coming to PlayStation. You were talking about it a long Wasn't time ago. Wasn't it just ago. called Ski? No, it was something, it was something simple Snow. like that, though. Snow. I played that last year at E3. Okay. I thought you were talking about I played it in New York. That's right. Yeah. Okay. They had it at PSX, the first PSX, too. Did they? I've never played it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, so the demo opened up with the, them just dropping me on a mountain. Sure. Um, you can walk on foot, but it's really hard to walk in a snowy mountain on foot. Sure. Uh, so then you just uh, hit a bumper, and you can pick uh, between snowboard, skis, or put on the wingsuit. <laughs> I did the wingsuit, went on a platform, and... You have the whole mountain open to you, so you're okay. just flying around. It's sponsored by GoPro, so you have a big GoPro thing on your wing. <laughs> oh God! Um, What's a bumper Xbox? <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry. Um, there's even uh, if you <laughs> nice. go into first person mode, it's called GoPro mode. It's not first person mode. Of it's GoPro it mode. Is. But the wait, game, if it's sponsored by GoPro, does that mean the game's free? No. Uh, so uh, the game's actually fun. I, I I had a good time moving around. It was on a high end PC, so it was like. But what's the great. what's the objective? Hanging out with friends. It's like multi uh, online multiplayer. So you'll randomly run into people on, kind of like how uh, Watch Dogs. You will occasionally run into another player. Okay, uh, that's how this would be. I there's a they only had four stations hooked up, so I would snowboard and I would see someone uh, in a wingsuit flying over me. And I can uh, get call them down, and then we can just snowboard against each other. You know, okay. like start a race, do challenges. There's stuff randomly placed on the map for challenges and stuff, and then you can always just pull back and then just click them individually. Sure. Uh, it, it seems mostly it's just like a like a cool hangout snowboarding game. Yeah. Uh, it they actually kept it secret, uh, and because it, it's coming out this year, and oh, wow. I wasn't expecting that. I hope there's more to it, but it, it looks like it could be a fun game to uh, sure to mess around with. There hasn't been a, a snowboarding game in a while. Uh, SSX was the last attempt, but that kind of came and went. Yeah. So everything looked cool. It was uh, flying around in uh, the wingsuit was really fun. Uh, it moved fast. Uh, GoPro mode gave me a headache. Uh, As it should. Yeah, yeah. You're not extreme enough for GoPro mode. I was trying to figure out where, where where the placement was, if it was actual first-person view or if they were trying to do, like, helmet thing, because it was really shaky. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe they're, they're, they're really going with the GoPro thing and the guy's got something strapped to his, like, helmet. <laughs> uh, I had most fun just ragdolling when I would mess up. Sure. Because that's always fun. Ragdoll is, like, always a blast. <laughs> uh, I Demo's only 10 minutes. We did capture footage. So okay. uh, hopefully we'll put that up eventually it was really i was really bad because i was using an xbox one controller <laughs> yeah. 
And anytime they would tell you to press a button, anytime someone tells you to press X and you're a PlayStation gamer, you just naturally think yeah. you're pressing X and you end up messing up. And a pinning B. Uh, but the, uh, or A or what, I don't know. Uh, it, it moved pretty smooth. Uh, you actually felt the momentum gaining as you were playing. Sure. Uh, it could turn out to be uh, like a surprise hit for Ubisoft in terms cool. if it works out for for the people that are into that type of thing. Yeah, like Josh is into like the wingsuit stuff. Yeah, so I can see you having fun with just messing around with that. Well, and you were talking about that that uh, PSVR game with, uh, when we saw or what was it? Soar something soar. Um, how we saw? How we saw? But that you're on the back of a phoenix. Yeah, but, but what, still, I couldn't really under, I couldn't really hear you guys talking. But isn't it like something about storytelling and because like some of the stuff look like books and it is. It's books. There, it's it's meant to be a very casual, very easygoing experience. And right. There's there's these giant books that are spread around and things are all mixed up paper is ripped up and it's been turned into origami and you're flying through all of this and as you go through all these hoops uh when you get to the last one you unlock the key and the key turns into a bird and flies away you have to chase that down (laughs) you gotta chase the dragon and when you get that uh it will kind of pull the whole scene together right and there's no text there's no dialogue there's nothing in the game you're just being told the story by piecing these scenes together right and you just kind of have to interpret it for yourself Um, it looked really neat it yeah and it plays really well um they really nailed the flying mechanic and it yeah, it feels good. It looks good. It's a very casual game. It's very more on the simplistic side. I mean, not entirely simplistic. The cool thing is, like, when you're flying, say you fly into a tree or you yeah. fly into the ground by accident, will yeah. you automatically, instead of stopping or anything like that, you're suddenly inside a tunnel, like a paper tunnel. Yeah. And you're flying straight through this tunnel, and then poof, you come out, and you're somewhere else in the scene. Yeah. So it just kind of resets you without killing you uh, or stopping the experience in any way. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a really cool game. Cool. Yeah, it, it looked neat. Uh, what was next, For Honor? Yeah. Um, which we get to watch some footage today. Yeah. So we were talking about it tonight while I was trying to write it up. I'm, we're having a hard time figuring out exactly what time frame that's in. <laughs> it seems like feudal Japan or something. Or no, because it was like Vikings. Yeah. It's Vikings it's attacking. Like, and there's castles and catapults. So I was kind of yeah, using a little bit like of medievalness medieval, to it. Yeah, so you know. we were really having a hard time with that, but. That's beside the point. Were there, yeah. were there giant enemy crabs? Yeah. Um, so the for hitting for massive damage. The gist of what they were showing us is combat. Um, yeah. And how to fight and how it works and it has a very uh, interesting con- control scheme to it. Um, not, I wouldn't call it bad, but it does. And it's not bad. Um, 
but it's different and it feels like in in I guess pretty interesting cuz what i was seeing in the footage is that you have to block and parry uh in hand to hand combat but you have to do it directionally correct yeah so you have three options you hold down l2 and you're kind of like in a guard slash attack mode while you're holding l2 and you have three options you have like down down to the left down to the right and up right and you when you're fighting somebody else um you need to match their stance in order to block um so if your stance is like if they're if they're both like if your weapons are both drawn up like towards your chin and he attacks you and yours is up towards your chin as well then you're going to block and then if you do it time it correctly you can parry into the correct attack to do some more damage to him. Right. Um, and then same thing, like he'll switch to the left, he'll switch to the right, and you kind of have to switch with him. And it kind of feels like it's a little bit of a back and forth kind of like waiting to see what happens. And sure. there isn't like an opening for like for you to to attack all the time. There's a couple more advanced controls that they've been showing it, like they showed us that where you can kind of like like push or bash into him with your shoulder and it kind of breaks their guard for a second or you can throw somebody off of a a ledge or the edge of yeah Yeah. and you can do some more damage then there's a you have a stamina meter so you have to kind of watch that a little bit while you're fighting um the the movement i feel right now feels kind of heavy which your character is because he's kind of armored up i was gonna say i think it's supposed to yeah so um the part that i really had a problem with is that if you both started your attack at the same time, I felt like no matter what you did, the AI always won. Right. So, um, the game looks really, really good. Um, don't exactly know really what's going on in the story yet or anything like that. They're kind of... Well, yeah, they didn't show you much of a slice of it. Right. So, um, but, I mean, the control, once you got comfortable with the controls... Um, they do work, and there you can definitely. I can definitely tell that there's some more advanced controls and mechanics and stuff like that that'll be in there. But sure. again, the games, you know, both of them, like Ghost Recon and uh, For Honor, they showed them last year at E3. They talked about yep. them. They hyped them up. They went dark until now, <laughs> and now you can play them, and they don't come out until like February, March. Right. Right. So, um, but again, we've got some footage of For Honor as well, and cool. there'll be a write up on the site for that. Uh, I mean, you didn't even get to play South Park, right? We all got we to got watch to a theater watch thing. The, yeah. Okay. And like about a twenty-minute look. Yeah. Well, RPG guy, what'd you think? Looks cool. Yeah. It's uh, um, new story. So it takes place immediately after the last one, but they were very clear that you don't have to play the last one. So you're oh, still, nice. You're still playing as douchebag. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and uh, now all the kids, instead of playing their uh, their Tolkien-esque. Thing they're all switched on to superheroes. Oh, so it's Coon and Friends, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the the two factions, the Coon and Friends, and um, let's see, like super superhero friends. Is it superhero friends or something like, like that? that? <laughs> yeah. So you're 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 infiltrating into uh, Cartman's Coon and Friends, and you know you're still dressed as a, like a, a you know Hobbit or whatever. And douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you're and king it, douchebag. King douchebag, and he's like, hey, 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 you're playing the wrong game. <laughs> um, so there's like 16 classes this time. Yeah. Compared oh. to like the four in the last one. Well, they're, well, they're using they're cover they're, they're covering classes with 16 different superheroes. Yeah. And there's so, 16 different origin stories. Yeah, origins. Yeah. So that's the one thing when wow. you pick when you pick your your class your superhero, then you get this whole backstory as told by Cartman. Nice. Which of course is. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's really. It's, I, that, that was part of the demo. Which thing. one did they pick when you did it? 
Um, Flash. Okay. Yeah, Flash. Flash. Same, yeah. same for me. Your um, origin story is great. Yeah. <laughs> and they're also doing it so like you can have hybrid classes too. So yeah. if you want to like mix and match the two different two different superhero powers, wow. then there's some way to do that. Yeah, and it looks like the fighting mechanic. There's like yeah, the fighting mechanic is pretty different. So last time it was a lot of like timing based kind of mini games when you attack. Yeah, yeah. And now they've kind of supplemented it. Instead of that, there's still a little bit of that, but not as much. It's now a little bit more of like a grid based thing. So it's oh. like a four by four grid, or maybe it's like eight by four. It depends on the character. Yeah, like, How many like, are apparently there? there's um, even when you fight the other characters, there's tanks. Style character, yeah, and yeah. you know healers and distance characters, and like you see it on the grid where that character can do damage over four squares, but the other character can only do damage over two squares, right? So like, and and your placement. Yeah, the first on game the- had some of that stuff in it though, because there was ranged. Yeah, it was range limited. But this is a lot more like you know you can move up and up and right. down on the the grid and back and forth and sure um, things like that. And they were so, okay. they were showing some of the, stri- the the strategy to it as well of like okay like. My player can do this, but it's going to put him in this position on the grid, which is going to make him vulnerable to that guy. Yeah, so, like, one of the guys in the party they were using was weak and frail, so it's like, like leave him in the back, and he's just going to snipe from afar and then right. kill and stuff, so. Sure. Yeah, all right. So, it, it had some, you know, like, and then, you know, some, you know, obviously some turn base that w- meant that you got two moves or, you know, the, the move that would do damage on the way out and on the way back. Sure. You know, yeah. so it... You know, it it showed a lot of there's a I mean there's a lot of depth to it, and I just nice. you know I think that like you were surprised when you played Stick of Truth, you're like you put the controller down, you're like holy crap, I just played and beat an RPG. Yeah, I finished the entire game. Um, I think that this one has a little bit more of that. You're gonna get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm playing an RPG. Okay, like you're gonna realize that now. Yeah, well, I, I it's, still, it's still got all the humor of South Park. There's still yeah. a fart button, so you can still <clears throat> nice. walk around and. Fart on everything. The beginning sequence where you had to unlock the door was just ridiculous. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The person who was playing was basically farting every room. <laughs> what would happen? <laughs> well, you gotta learn it somehow. Yeah. Then there was, like, hidden stuff in the map that you would have to call your superhero friends to yeah. get, because only they can help you get that. Yeah, oh, the, God. The, the guy with the kite on the back and you yeah, farting butters. would, like, elevate you. Oh, yeah. That's nice. And they, I guess, I don't remember if it was in the first game, but there's now a crafting system, so anything you can find and pick up yeah, can become materials. Yeah, I believe they said all. that was new. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure it was new. Yeah, so you can craft, like, juice to heal yourself and everything like that now. Okay. So, it's they're they're going full-blown RPG, you know? like Yeah. Nice. I love Timmy's power. Timmy's Professor <laughs> Yes, X. that was the best. They're using, and, like, Professor Xavier, or Xavier and, rip and, off. And he's still screaming Timmy, but then he'll go like this, and then you'll hear his voice normal. No Timmy! He's yeah. talking, and, and then... But I, I, you gotta wonder if that's just Cartman oh, no, making it yeah. up, because Cartman was the only one who was hearing yeah. it, and then Cartman's like, Oh my god, he's in my mind! No. Yeah, he's in my mind, he's calling me a douchebag, and Timmy's just going like this and going, Timmy. It's like, <laughs> great. Call so me a douchebag, in my mind. <laughs> nice. So... Batman VR. Didn't we talk about it? Did we yeah, talk we about last night? Okay. <clears throat> we did. I didn't think we talked about any VR last night. There, we touched yeah, upon we certain things based on the press conference. What about... Um, oh, volume. Coda. Volume. I mean, you don't have to get too deep into that one, obviously. No, well, it's the game. It's volume yeah. all over again. But you can manipulate the stage, basically through vr right 
So you can angle it any which way you want. You can twist it around. You're not changing physically the stage, but you're changing your viewing angle on it. Right. Uh, and you can zoom in and out and and basically do that. And as you move through the level, you can then, you know, t- turn it and do whatever you need to do. Right. So, but that's really essentially it. The, there's nothing... There's no big difference beyond that, right? Right. Uh, it's it's neat, you know. It's a it's a neat use of VR. It's not critical for anybody, but right. it's it's a nice little way to, you know, play with VR. Yeah, definitely. Say. And you um, tweeted a picture of Stuart. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, for some people, it could help. You know, it could help you see some parts of the the level that you couldn't quite figure out how am I going to get past this right if you kind of manipulate the datas <laughs> manipulate the datas <laughs> and uh and look at it from a different from a different viewpoint yeah it's so, a cool yeah. idea yeah nice what else did you see Ubi, is that it no oh, we saw a couple the, things yeah the eagle, eagle thing eagle. yeah me and Andy played a couple rounds of eagle flight so that's a VR game, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What did you play it on? Oculus. Oculus. Okay. Coculus. Boo. <laughs> Hurt Am my, I right? Hurts my face. Oh yeah, Dave doesn't like Oculus. No. Yeah. Yep. Um. So we played the multiplayer portion. Okay. Which is three on three combat. Eagle combat. Yeah. Uh, e- well, different birds. Um. There was oh. pigeons, owls. Well, they they all look the same. Pigeons. They were just named. Yeah. I think they were just yeah. named pigeon. Okay. When, when you were picking them, they looked different. Mm. But then when you were flying around, it was kind of hard to tell. Yeah. But it was basically like capture the flag. Yeah. It, it takes place, what, five years after humans have disappeared? So it's just birds yeah. run oh, Paris. Really? Yeah. yeah I thought it was like tied into Assassin's Creed somehow. That's what everyone thought. That's what I thought, too. Well, that's the way the trailer looked. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just that uh, you're killing each other. You're trying to capture a like a rodent. Yeah. And then bring it to your nest for your team. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and apparently five years after humans have died, birds can, like, shoot a projectile sniper out of their mouth. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. You have a, it's a, a scream. It's a scream. scream and yeah. it knocks the bird down, and then you have a shield thing. That you also scream. Yeah. This hmm. is Skyrim with birds. Controlling is easy. You basically look Food's and then hold uh, one of the bumpers. Yeah. Hold one of the bumpers to increase speed. Uh, the the other the left bumper will decrease the speed. Okay, it was PC. So uh, that was pretty much it. Like you can do small turns by just looking, but if you want to do a fast turn, you have to put ear to shoulder really fast, mm-hmm. which and, is kind of awkward. Slow down. Yeah. Okay. How did you feel about that? I felt kind of awkward. I never had a problem with it. Okay, maybe, maybe I just wasn't trying to turn as tight as you were. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, there was I definitely a... I hit the the buildings a couple times because I was trying to do a turn and the yeah. like because you're like flying between the buildings and you're like oh, I gotta make a tight turn to get back and then huh. building or hit a tree or something. Well, Swick must be trying to do a complete 180 with the bird. So. I was being murdered by one of the devs constantly, <laughs> so I had to do quick. Yeah, my turns. my team. Me and me and Quick were against each other, and my team won, but only because the dev like scored all of our points. Yeah, <laughs> murdering everybody. Jeez, it, it's fun though. Uh, I don't know how much of a game it is. It's going to have a single player uh, yeah, aspect. Single player I don't know too. what you're going to 
do during that. I actually, I actually, I don't know what to expect from the game because I thought it was just going to be like single player. So I was shocked it was multiplayer, and then I played multiplayer, and I'm now shocked it's single player. Right. It's this weird thing of decide. I don't know. Uh, Dave talked about his concern of like where these VR games are going in terms of the depth of content. As, and I can kind of see that the more VR games I played. Like, I played another VR game at Ubisoft. Oh, really? That I really enjoyed. What was but, that? Star uh, Trek? Werewolves Within. Werewolves Within. It's a really simplistic game. You are sitting around a campfire. Okay. Uh, with uh, six other people. Okay. And one, you all look like town folks, but one or two of you are a werewolf. And you need to find out who is the oh, werewolf. Oh, I've heard of this. And uh, you have you will have uh, certain abilities that will help you. I kept getting a tracker, so okay. if I lean into my right or my left, it'll tell me you hear a werewolf in this direction. Oh. So then you have to vote in a group and have a discussion. You have some emotes and stuff like that to uh, like help emphasize things and sure. throw people off. It was it's a fun conversational game because you're just talking and negotiating with people. Like you'll just have someone randomly like I'm the werewolf. Yeah. And then you have to call their bluff. Oh, okay. That sounds familiar. VR poker. Yeah, it's been ba- played, it's been played yeah. as like a social like game without VR before. Okay. So this is just like a VR version of it. This is the type of game where I can see playing it online a couple times, but I don't know how much like yeah. there is to that. Yeah. And it sounds more fun in person and you don't need VR for that. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you just put... You don't want, like, six uh, $800 headsets and computers. Yeah. Might and be a fun PS Nation drinking night kind of game, though. With all <laughs> <laughs> it, maybe that'd be fun doing at the at, at MGC or something. Like there that. you go. But uh, it, it, I, I kept getting murdered because people would vote to murder me. <laughs> First well, time, I wasn't talking enough. That's Second understandable. time, I was talking too much. It's it's that target name tag that really infuriates people. Yeah, I got to stop wearing it everywhere. <laughs> target on your chest and everything. Yeah, yeah. This is a fun game. I I don't know how much depth there is to that. Yeah. If it's a small small price game, I can see picking that up. It's coming to PSVR. Uh, they nice. were they, they were showing it on the Oculus. Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty much it for that game. All right. Yeah, and the only there was some Rainbow Six content there that. Nobody was playing, so I didn't play it. Yeah, <laughs> and then well. there was a, I not I, I think there was like a, I'm, was there a Far Cry game there? It was probably no. Primal. They had um, Blood Trials of the Blood oh, Dragon. It's yeah. the Trials Blood oh. Dragon thing. Yeah, I don't think any of us actually got to that. So nah, that's yeah. all right. We just walked past it. They had Just Dance. They had a Hatsune Miku song in it. Yeah, anyone yeah. dance though. I told you I would dance if you danced, and you said you wouldn't do it, so I didn't do it. We can take care of this on Thursday, but it was all on you, and you said no. <laughs> Jeez. I could have periscoped it. By the we way, Revy, it was uh, Popey Poe. Was the song. <laughs> so that is... Message to the only guy in the, in the community that cares. Yeah, that is all, <laughs> all Ubisoft until Thursday. <laughs> wow. That was a lot of stuff. Uh, what else did you play in VR, Josh? I get to play that 100-foot robot golf. That was a good so time. So did I. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, that's right. You played it. What did you think? I mean, it's still a little clunky. Like, you have to you have to uh, melee all these buildings that are in your way. And if in, even after you Which I didn't. knock it down, you have to get the debris out of the way, too. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, because my first, my first swing put the ball right next to a mountain. 
And then I couldn't figure out an easy way to get it away from the mountain. Oh, jeez. And I turned completely and found a fairway, fired it onto the fairway, and worked my way around that way. Nice. um, Yeah, I didn't... Like, I hit it... It was between a mountain and a building. Okay. And I just kind of ignored the building the whole time. Oh, jeez. Um... It's cool. It's fun. Uh, I think it needs a little polish still. Sure. But uh, I, well, yeah, it definitely needs polish. Yeah. I just liked how it had that whole anime uh, vibe to it, where yeah. it had like a little story that unfolded before, like Princess Minoku, blah blah blah, you know, and, and what are you gonna do next? But it's a golf game with big robots. Yeah, I, I haven't played it, but the trailer had a bunch of uh, Evangelion references yeah. in it. Yeah, it's it's just wacky. Do you melee the buildings with your golf club? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Does that count as a stroke? No. Weak. You can. It's it's like free. It's kind of you can roam all over that hole basically, but it's like cities and rivers and all kinds of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a little weird right now, just in in the implementation itself, but it's it's very promising. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was it, it was neat. Uh, what else did you play? You played uh, Gnorp or whatever that thing oh, was called. Um, uh, Nog. Nog. Which I played at. Uh, I think I played it at PAX or E three last year. It's this really quirky puzzle game with some really kick ass uh, graphic style. I think. Yeah. But it's multiplaned puzzles. So you'll have like a ship, like like you had, you had a spaceship, and you you can actually flip it over and and you know hit all the buttons and stuff on the other side along with the first one. Um, that's the thing you have to figure out exactly what you yeah. need to do to fix the ship, to get the ship moving, yep. to get the ship to its destination. But it's different, you know. There's a bunch of different levels. Like the very first one was I don't even remember what the first one was. Um, it was that spaceship. No, that was the second one. Oh, I didn't see you play the first one then. Yeah, there was some first puzzle I did. Okay. And then when I finished that one, I had my choice. And for whatever reason, I went to the farther one, which was probably the more difficult (laughs) one. Of course. And, yeah, I ended up there at that spaceship. So there's... Jeez. There's a bunch of different types of puzzles you can play. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. It, it's a trial and error puzzle type game, but it's it's really quirky. It's really cute. Really cool graphics. Um, it's one that I was going to kind of try to you know keep an eye on a little bit because they're doing some cool things. Yeah. Um. Then what else did you play in VR? You played Batman. We watched Res, or I watched Res. Holy shit, that looked good. But that line was ridiculous. Uh, I played that um, that one that was essentially a video. Oh, um, shit! No, it's gonna that's be, tw- not what it's it was gonna be twenty, <laughs> like twenty separate uh, uh, interactive like movies or something, right? Well, not necessarily interactive. You don't hold a controller at all. Yeah, you just stand there. You just fly fly by a baby, and. Well, that was part of it, yeah. But yeah. you just stand there, and 
it's a it's an visual experience essentially um and it was pretty wild because the first where it started i'm standing there on a lake yeah and i could look all around me obviously uh and i'm watching birds fly all around me and then they form into a train Oh, it's already came... And the train is cruising across the landscape and then turns and is headed right across the lake, right at me. Yeah. And, oh no, the train started it. And when the train hit me, it turned into birds. Right. Flew through me and up all over the place, swarming and uh, turned into streamers. And it's it's an interesting experience. And they said they were trying to do... Uh, music video type ones and documentaries and all kinds of experiences in VR that you could just kind of stand and watch just kind of experience. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. I mean, it was funny because I was watching it on the screen and there was some creepy shit happening. Yeah. It it got a little weird (laughs) at times, (laughs) but it's cool. It was, it was a neat experience. Yeah, Definitely. And then you also... Well, you talked about the harmonics thing last night, right? Uh, Briefly, you did. Briefly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the music visualizer. That's fun. Um, cause I don't, I, that might be it for you. Mm. I think it is. It might be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't well, know. if you think of something, pop, pop back in. <clears throat> uh, we might actually be at a Tuesday morning now. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't even know if we're going to get through Tuesday tonight. Everybody's passing yeah, out already. I'm awake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm beat. Um, I don't have much, so. Wow, we're at an hour. We're already over an hour. Uh, well, let me talk about the stuff that I saw really, or at least I'll, well, well no, who starts off? It doesn't matter. Just Okay, start. I'll start with uh, God of War. So, and, and everybody saw the God of War demo during the press conference. I got to see kind of an extended demo today. Uh, it was the same thing, but they kind of got into uh, the world a little bit more. Um, so Corey Barlog, I lost all my notes. I don't know what happened, but all my notes are gone. So I'll have to listen to the thing and, and transcribe it. But uh, Corey Barlog walked us through uh, the demo again, and they kind of showed that, again, it's not open world, quote-unquote, but it is a bigger world. So you don't have that A to B to C path you can actually veer off and you can find different ruins, that sort of thing, and, and hidden in items. Um, it is Kratos. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to answer a few of the internet questions that I've seen all throughout today. Uh, it is Kratos. Um, the kid is not named Charlie. I guess that's a big rumor today that was on the internet. Somebody somebody reported what? that the kid's name is Charlie. And Why named, the fuck would Kratos name a kid I know. I'm like, and Bar- Bar- like, I don't know where this came from. That's ridiculous. So, just answering that rumor as well. Uh, so, went like I said, went through the same demo, but uh, saw a little bit more in the in terms of the combat. Uh, they talked a little bit about the fact that the combat is actually con- or the controls and everything are kind of contextual. So, there are times like we saw at toward the end where he was trying to show the kid how to fire the arrow, and the kid became controllable. Seamlessly, uh, so there's going to be moments like that where uh, where he's going to be able to do it. Um, 
we talked about kind of the shift in just the overall sense of the game. Uh, and, and Corey said to me, they've made seven games with the Hulk, essentially. And he wants to make one with Bruce Banner. So it's, it's Kratos trying to kind of make that right decision for a change instead of the, the decision he always made, and that was just to kill everything. Uh, you know, go into rage mode and kill everything. But he will kill everything, right? Well, of course. He's Kratos. But uh, the, 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 the words that he used was Kratos is trying to keep the monster inside the box. And he's trying to, I wouldn't say redeem himself, but just trying to, now he's in this phase of his life where he's now responsible for this kid. And he's trying to make sure that, you know, he grows up in, in the right way, whatever the right way is for Kratos. Um, but there was also, you know, we saw a lot of rumors in past months about, oh, it's not going to be about Greek, Greek mythology anymore. It's true. Because uh, God of War 3 kind of ended the, the Greek segment of everything because pretty much Kratos killed every god, you know, essentially. Um, so this now is more about Norse mythology. Uh, and that's the, all that glowy stuff we saw. Where you know you see the trees when he first goes in the forest, and there's like this red glowing stuff on the trees. The the deer that we talked about as a group, where the deer had kind of that blue glowing stuff in his antlers and his eyes, um, and also that troll that he fights, that really big troll, had that kind of uh, monolith that he was swinging around, and that had kind of this orange glowing stuff, and also the troll had that that power. So part of Norse mythology is that nature and magic are very closely tied together. Uh, the different colors represent different elements. And I think there's seven different elements that are dealt with in this. So, like his axe had that blue glow to it. Uh, it's got magical properties built into it. Um, they also talked about the fact that now that it's not a fixed camera like every other God of War, they had to change the, the combat controls completely. So the whole thing that we we were talking about last night a little bit when he throws the axe and he you know he can recall it there's a dedicated button just for that. But one thing that I saw today that wasn't in the trailer was that he threw the axe at an, at an enemy and then he flies in and does like another attack which makes the axe kind of fly up in the air. He pulls off another move on the guy, grabs the axe out of the air and and comes down with a combo to like for the killing blow. So you can get really creative with how you use that recall function uh, to bring, you know, to get Mew Mew to come back to your hands. <laughs> Cause that's what I'm going to call it from now on. Uh, so the hammer, the hammer. Uh, I did ask because I've never read the PlayStation blog uh, write up on the game. I just haven't had time. Uh, so I had to ask because I had that whole theory about, I don't think it's his kid. It is. So it is Kratos' son. Um, I thought Josh was going to say something. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Well, no, you brought the microphone up, so I stopped. <clears throat> no. Um, it's Kratos' son. Uh, they were really vague about a lot of other things so far, but um, it, 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 it's really interesting what they're doing with it. it it's, it's a much bigger world. You can see a lot of it at the end when they show the dragon. You see that entire vista out there, and you know it looks like the game is going to kind of progress across that. Uh, also, a lot of the different like 
races that you come across are all going to have their own um, have their own languages and everything. So those trolls were all speaking Norse, which is really interesting. So it's kind of a shift. And I asked about the whole name thing too, where it just says God of War. And I said, you know, there's no subtext. There's no, obviously no number. And he, and he said that they didn't, it's, it's not like a retelling or a rethinking or a reboot or whatever else, but it, that it's another chapter or it's like a really big shift in chapters for, for Kratos. And that's why they just named it God of War again. So, because he's like, ah, oh, we've done seven games, and now we're we're kind of telling the next chapter in his life. Except Fuck now you, it's Wikipedia. Be God of War 2017 everywhere. Yeah. Then that's that's problem. Only Wikipedia you know, Xbox suffers. One. Yeah, the artsy people always want to do shit like that. Oh, I'm artist brooding. Um, it's just post retirement, so it's just God yeah. of War. <clears throat> I brought a beard of war to him, and he laughed. <laughs> I'm like, you should just name it that. Uh, yeah, so it, it sounds pretty intriguing what they're doing with it. And, you know, now that there's not a fixed camera, which, you know, you saw a lot of people talk, kind of talking about that. Like, why do we still have a fixed camera? You know, why can't they do something else? Well, they're doing something else now. And, and honestly, that's that's kind of a big risk because it, it's a proven formula. It didn't really work that great in Ascension in, in a few places, but it's a proven formula that has worked for that series for a long time. And now they're completely changing the game mechanics. So it's interesting, but I can't deny how great that game looks. It was it was funny, even this morning when I was watching the demo and the kid goes into that into that uh, little house and you hear him talking and all of a sudden Kratos comes out of the shadows. Man, I gotta chill. I gotta chill like I did last night again this morning. And I'm like, dude, this just works. So I'm excited. They figure they made a lot of games with the old way, so they they should call the new one Board of War. <laughs> B O R E D. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of war. Uh, no, I, th- I think it's going to be kind of cool, and uh, you know, a lot of us have this theory that oh, the XP thing too, because I mentioned it to Mike, um, the kid you you are actually training him. So when you you talked about how it popped up on the screen that that he earned XP, uh. It's not pre-canned what happens with the kid's progression. So at a certain point, as an example, he said that, you know, you're teaching the kid how to use the bow and arrow, and he's very unsure about it. When he gets enough XP, all of a sudden he'll basically say, no, I got it. And so there is an actual progression system built into into it, into the game itself, but also into the narrative. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So do you feel like that you're going to be playing with Kratos and the boy... Throughout this game? I don't know if it's throughout, but I do think that there's... Significant amount of time. I think there's going to be a decent amount of time with both. But there's also speculation, because, you know, obviously all of us were walked out of the out of the uh, thing, and we were all talking amongst ourselves, and a lot of people think, like, you're going to end up playing as that kid at some point. You never know, though. Maybe the kid gets killed and Kratos loses his shit again. Shaves his beard and starts... Or, or I wonder if something happens to Kratos and the kid has to go get him. Maybe. And then you get him again. Yeah. Kind of like they did. That kid, Billy. I'm going to call him Billy. Billy? No, Billy. it's Charlie. No, Billy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want to play as Billy. So, But they didn't tell you the name, right? No. no. He just said I, it's not Charlie. Just, so I wonder if that has some type of relevance to the story or something. I don't know about that. I think it's more that they just don't want to talk about that kind of stuff right now. But it was funny when we asked about... Kratos. 
his mother and everything. <laughs> well, that was another. I still, for some reason, to me, it just seems like he's in some kind of a limbo. Like this is all like he's in between worlds, and for some reason, it just feels like that to me. And his I don't know new why. Hell is with Billy. <laughs> I maybe that kid is his son that was killed. I don't know. I like. For some reason, and, and nothing oh, speaks yeah. to this at all, but daughter. it just feels like Yeah, it. I thought it was daughter. Yeah, he did. But maybe he was trying son. to save the kid and they both die or something, or they're, they're both, I don't know. Because to me, that kind of explains the whole glowy thing, even though Corey Barlock completely explained it to me. But I still just like, eh. I mean, he just crushed my theory about the kid not being Kratos. And <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm reading too far into it. He wakes up and he's actually... Uh, Joel, it was all a dream, and <laughs> I thought he was actually this. Captain America, and he's in modern day. Okay, <laughs> it's going to be the village. He's going to get out of the forest. Oh God, Jeez. it's going to be current day. Oh God. All right, uh, Josh, Maximum Games. Maximum Games, it's so uh, maximum. Loading human, which yeah. VR still rough around the edges. That's what it sounds like. Uh, it's a cool concept. It's a cool idea. Uh, I like the setting. I I like the look of it. Yeah. Kind of sci-fi, futuristic. Uh, you're a guy, and you're at this Antarctic station that's about to be shut down. Yeah. And you have to raise the shield on it, and then you have to get out of the place. But in the meantime, there's stuff. It's it's all about exploration. So you want to wander around. You want to look at everything. You want to touch everything. And and I laughed, and I said, oh, this is my game then. Oh, God. Because <laughs> at one point, I walked over, and there were all these records there, and I picked up the record. Yeah, and I'm flipping it over, and I'm looking at it, and he's like, and and it's a French team, so the yep. the guy is telling me, oh yes, there's a there's a phonograph here, it's behind you, and I'm like, where? And I start looking around, and I'm looking all over the place for it. He's like, over to your left here. He's oh oh no, I guess they took it out, and I'm like, <laughs> they took it out. Well, f- hell with that, and I threw the record down. He's like, yes, break that record. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I didn't have the headphones on or anything, so oh, okay. so I missed out on a huge chunk of the experience because a big part of it is the music that's playing yeah. and the thoughts that are in your character's head. You hear them. Yeah, I mean, how they explained this to me at PSX was that it's very narrative-driven. It's being written by a guy that actually like writes for film or something, and, and mm-hmm. they want to have a really he- heavy narrative in this. It's not just some space station game. Yeah, and and that's the thing. You're you're hearing all the thoughts in his head and you'll pick up a photograph and you'll get more information and you're piecing together all this information. Um the controls are still a little rough around the edges. Which they were really bad at PSX, remember that? That's yeah. that one I played the, the right fl- before the, you the left. The fire in the forest. Yeah. Okay. In the right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, I knew that name sounded familiar, and I was trying to remember what. Yeah, it's that so one. it's still two move controllers, right? Two move controllers. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's not terrible. The thing is, it is too easy to walk too close to a wall and kind of walk into the wall. Yeah. A bit. It's the one um, where you kissed the girl. <laughs> oh yeah, the girl kissed me at the end. 
<laughs> Sorry, that just jumped in my head again. It was hot. Yeah, I was at a different uh, different part of the demo. Um, but I, it shows promise. It's just if they can. Yeah, it's got a long way to go. Though, it does. It like. You know, if they can pull it together, I. It's something I would really like to mess around with. Sure. Um, the golf club too. Which I didn't even know was there. Yeah, I want to go check exists. that out. Um, that will be uh, the big changes are you know they took all the all the stuff that people have been complaining about essentially. Well, the biggest thing being lack of depth. Yeah. So, um, what they did was, uh, they've added a driving range so you can actually practice. Um, they've added, uh, clubs, uh, I can't remember the exact name for them. I'd have to go back and listen to what I recorded. Uh, but like social club type things where almost like a country club where there are some that are pre-built, they're in there. Right. Um, and to join them, you have to be a certain level golfer. Right. And you have to pay dues monthly, which means you so have th- to... Did they talk about how you can earn money? N- yeah, tournaments. Oh, okay. It's not real-world money. You're well, not paying. I would hope not. Um, Do you get like a really cool blazer well, for each club? A blazer. But if it's like EA, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you have to pay real world money to stay yeah. in a club. Um, but this, no, you don't. Um, there are tournaments that are that are there. All this stuff is built in, or you create your own, and bring your own friends in, and set your own thresholds and things like that. That's really cool. Um, all of the courses, if you've created any courses in the golf club, yeah. You can pull them into Golf Club 2, and you can continue to customize them with all the new options they've added. Which is is cool. I mean, there really weren't... That was the problem with the first one, was that there just weren't that many options. And they've added a lot of options. They couldn't show me any of it right now, but... I mean, I could see the result of some of them with this waterfall that was there and some other things, and you, you have the the ability to customize a whole lot of stuff in there, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, I can't think of what else was in there. You said, well, it was that, that motorcycle game that's like road rash. Yeah. That's what I was interested in. Yeah. I can't find the names of any of these. They're not listed here in my thing. Um, well, while I try to figure that out, Troll and I right. uh, was another game that was there. And that, uh, you play as this, this guy whose village is destroyed. And there were all these people out hunting this troll. And suddenly you're there with the troll. Your village is destroyed and it's you and the troll. And you befriend him. And you have an adventure together, essentially. Um, (laughs) Let's go on an adventure. Yeah. Uh, It can be played entirely couch co-op or by a single person. Um, 
the troll, there's a lot of puzzles that require both of you to work together. Uh, so either you'll, you know, you, you do something and then the troll has to do something and, well, do you have to control both of them, or is, is, is like you control them back and forth? Oh, okay. You know, depending on what it is. Uh, when you're when you're being attacked, uh, or when you're attacking people, like I climbed on the troll's back at one point, and I'm moving the troll around, and I came upon these other enemies, and <coughs> while I'm running with the troll. I was able to pull out my spear and throw my spear at them. Um, I you can't run out of spears. You can craft things and yeah. create new ones and and craft new weapons and things like that. Uh, there's a lot of environmental puzzles and and things uh, along those lines. Right. So it was neat. You know, it was a it was kind of a cool. Uh, take on things um but that's that's another one that looks like it needs needs a little more work yeah a little um, more polish yeah polish indeed <laughs> yeah cool so um hang on let me see if i can find the names on my calendar did you play road rage Road Rage, yeah. Okay, that was one of them. And then what about um Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah, okay. I, I found it. All yeah. Right. Um, so Road Rage, <sighs> that needs a lot more polish. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today, and I was like, and that's that's supposed to come out uh, by the end of the year, and <laughs> it it's it has well, it says forty two story based missions. Um, you are. You can pick between riders, um, male and female. You can customize the, you know, their outfits. You can customize the bikes, things like that. Yeah. Uh, you unlock all these with money that you win in races. Um, the races, the the environments. I only saw like a city environment, but it goes across suburban, uh, mountainous, like all over the place. Mm. Uh, you can have all different kinds of missions, like an assassination mission, um, just straight up, you know, win the race. Uh, there's one where there's a checkpoint at the start and a checkpoint all the way on the other side of the map, oh, the finish, and you just have to get there, figure out how to get there, be the first one there. Right. Um, as you go, you've got melee weapons, and you try to pull up alongside person ahead of you and hit them with a melee weapon and knock mm. them off the bike and when they go I, I was telling you it's like pain ragdoll where yeah. they fly and they spin and bounce off things and it gets crazy um, it's, it, it's a, it sounds like a neat idea and, and neat I can't idea. believe more people haven't tried to capitalize on road raid or road rash especially yeah since everybody always wants a new Road Rash. I spent so much time as a kid playing Road Rash. Yeah. And I was excited to see it, but it it definitely looks like it needs a lot more work. Hmm. Um, it didn't feel like it controlled all that well. Um, but he, he was telling me, the, the guy that was there was telling me that um, 
you know, the different bikes handle differently. Right. You know, one's like they all would, you know, one's better with speed, one's sure. better with handling, one's better with damage, whatever else. So, sure. um, maybe I just had not a great bike. <laughs> so, uh, the other one was Mark McMorris infinite air, which is built by the same guys that did the golf club. Right. And this is a snowboarding game. So this seems <laughs> to be the year of the snowboarding games. You're the grappling hook and snowboarding. Um, but this is take the golf club and apply it to snowboarding. Yeah. Uh, there is a giant procedurally generated mountain, massive mountain. Um, mm. And at least this one I was looking at, at the bottom of it, there is uh, like a half pipe and mm. and jumps and all this stuff that were built off of an actual course. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's identical to it. Hmm. And you can mess around down there and then you can pull back and jump in the Red Bull helicopter and take that, which uh, is essentially your cursor, your animated cursor. Right. And put it anywhere on the mountain and you instantly drop down right there on the mountain. <laughs> And just snowboard. Um, you can set up. It, they were showing me, like as as we were standing there doing this, you know, he's he's going down the mountain and he stops and jumps back in the helicopter, pulls back up a little bit, mm-hmm. and puts in a ramp right there on the side of the mountain. <laughs> and you can customize all over the place and customize it in depth. Interesting. You can change the the depth of the powder. You can change the the angle. You can change the even how wind comes through and wind creates you know little lips and things with right, snow right. and all that. You can change how much of that is coming through and wow. You can change the the scenery with the trees and you can add a little chalet and you can add you know huh. all different kinds of stuff. Um, you can take all the trees and everything out to create like a little path. Right. Uh, you publish this, you know, just like the golf course, you'll be creating your own stuff. You can put, um, start points and end points and, you know, run races and things like that. And everybody can join in and all your friends. And did they say like how many players can play? Uh, well, I think it's, no, um, but I'm not sure if it's all at the same time or if it's just, you know, you Uh, run the race and there's your time. Yeah. And so I'm not, not. I'm not sure. I didn't get the, I, I didn't get, I didn't actually ask about that. Um, but, uh, (laughs) the, the customization is pretty in depth. Um, cool. They said day, night, and everything. Oh, nice. Uh, it looks really cool. And that's another one, you know, with a little more polish. It's It could be a really, really cool game. I mean, sure. it's essentially SSX that Without you the can, cool soundtrack. <laughs> well, that you can... Well, you've got your PS4, so you've got your own soundtrack. And you can customize the crap out of it, yeah. you know? You can make it anything you want, which sure. is really, really cool. So, that was nice. Cool. Um, and then I was at Microids. Yeah. Which, uh, 
they had three games to show me. Oh, did they not have the third one listed? Oh, yeah, they do. Yesterday Origins was the first one I saw. That is a good old-school adventure-type game um, in the vein of almost like a King's Quest type right. thing. Uh, the guys that made it, they're Spanish. And they have a really good sense of humor. Um, you are an immortal. Uh, it's a story about a guy and a girl. They're both immortals. Okay. Uh, the only problem is it's a memento type thing. When he dies, he loses all his memory of being immortal and what happened before. Okay. So he's just, he resets to like age 20 and he has no idea. Like he can, he can brush, he has basic knowledge, brush your teeth and all like memento. Exactly like memento. Right, right. His, his memory of what happened in his life and the fact that he's immortal and, and that he's been living all this time is just lost to him. Okay. Um, so he tries to leave himself messages and he tries to, to figure out ways to, do something about this. Huh. Um, the girl does not lose her memory. Hmm. Um, and the funny thing is the, the one little thing I saw in there is she looks in the mirror at one point, sees a little wrinkle under her eye. Sure. And she goes right in, finds a gun and boom, blows her head off. <laughs> Cause she, she doesn't want to age. <laughs> so she resets, <laughs> but she keeps her memory. Wow. Um, so it takes place in present day, partially in present day, and partially during like the Spanish Inquisition. Wow. Yeah, which right. is where he became immortal. Uh, so you're bouncing back and forth between the two, and there are a lot of lot of adventure type puzzles to solve where you have to figure you you found this and you found this and you found this and how do you put them together and use them and the cool thing is it won't let you use certain things like you try to piece these things together and if there's no reason to it won't let you right you think there's a reason to and like you can see it in your head well if i can do this this and this then i can make this happen but if there isn't a legitimate reason based on where you are in the story or what's happening, it won't let you do it. Huh. And then you move forward a little bit in the story and you find out, oh, well, this is why I want to do it. You know, sure. Here's my reason, and it'll work at that point. Um, wow. It's just, it's the way it works. It's, it's hard for me to describe because... No, I kind of get it. You have all these pieces at the bottom, and... They don't want you just blindly trying to do stuff. Yeah. They want you to have a reason to do it. Yeah, and you pick this piece, and you pick this piece... And it's because of the guard, you know, and okay. that's the last piece and that's the key to the whole thing. And then, then it makes sense, you know? So, okay. uh, the art style is so gorgeous. It's really, really mm. cool. Uh, and it looks like a really fun, interesting, uh, puzzle adventure type game, almost in the LucasArts and oh. Sierra type style All right. of, of adventure type game. Um, Moto Racer 4 which it is there was a Moto Racer game I think on the original on Playstation 1 
Um, sounds familiar, but it's a French game. Yeah, it it's it's a huge French moto uh, motorcycle game. Uh, Unreal Engine Four hmm. looks really nice. Uh, didn't get to see a whole lot of it, um, but there's single single player, multiplayer, uh, road and dirt tracks. Um, it looks really cool, though. Yeah. Um, oh, see this I didn't hear. Uh, it's under the supervision of the series' original designer, Paul Cusset, who was the creator of Flashback. Oh, okay. Um, so 15 single and multiplayer game modes, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it looks really good, so uh, didn't get to see it played or anything like that. And then Siberia 3, hmm. which will be coming um, by the end of the year uh, as well. Yeah. And they said all three of these, they were talking about physical and digital hmm. uh, and by the end of the year. And Siberia 3 picks right up where Siberia 2 left off. Uh, for the first time, though, like the first two, they were static backgrounds. Right. And you moved across them. Uh, this one, they're no longer static backgrounds. It's uh-huh. it's a lot more of a 3D look to the world and everything like that. And uh, a lot of camera angle changes and things as you're moving through the world. Hmm. And it's it's still rough. It's still early, but it's it was gorgeous already. Cool. Cool. It's it's still in that Siberia style and it looks amazing. I'm cool. really excited to play that one. Nice. Um but like I told the guys there, I still need to finish one and two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, so Yeah, that should be that should be a really good one when that hits and they they had been working on it because remember when one and two hit the PS three yeah. It was with that promise, you know, and Siberia 3 is coming. Well, and then it disappeared. Yeah. And we didn't know. And what happened was they realized the PS4 was coming and they kind of reset and ah. went back and stopped and kind of went back to the drawing board and reworked everything and built it for the PS4 and Xbox okay. One and PC and all. So, hmm. uh, and the cool thing is, like, I didn't know this, but they he showed me a little behind the scenes thing with the creator and the guy who created this whole thing. Um, he, he uses a different team every time. Really? Yeah. It's not like he's got a studio. Yeah. And that's why he does it because, you know, he feels that the challenge of new people and the creativity of new people and their own take on things and their own, you know, specific style with the way they draw things and their their sensibilities and all. Right. Makes a huge difference. And huh. it's, you know, it's a neat idea. It's an interesting way to, to develop things. Sure. Um, but it's, it's already looking good. Cool. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, but that's right. mostly what I saw today. So I'm going to go to bed. You guys finish up. Yeah, right. Good night. 
Uh, so, I mean, we've talked about this game a few times already, but Headlander, you got to see today, kind of. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I actually did get to see Oh, okay, today. good. Yeah. Take our room. Sleep in a bathtub. You can sleep with Dave tonight if you want. Yeah. Dave, you lose your solo time. Cuddles all around. No, sir. <laughs> all right, well, Headlander... Two, two married uh, guys in a bed, not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> This is a double fine game uh, being published by Adult Swim Games. Yes. Uh, very cool, unique visual style, kind of uh, like kind of early seventies, like Logan's Run, and yeah, uh, future retro futuristic. Yeah. Uh, style. Yeah. You play a headless, or uh, uh, you play a head yeah. without a body. You float around uh, using like propellers, uh, jetpack type thing. Right. You basically transfer from body to body uh, from different androids. Right. They they all have guns, so you, uh, the way you disable them is shoot their heads off, or you can use a vacuum that's attached to your to your head. Yeah. It basically, it propels and it sucks up, so you can pull the heads off the uh, the other robots to take their body. So that most of the puzzle solving is going to come from how to get past these other robots. And use their body to move on, or right. uh, finding ventilations that your head can go through. Right. So then you can hack a system because every system just happens to have a head port right. for you to attach onto. It's it's a. I remember seeing it last year, and it was so charming. But at yeah. the same time, it's a tough game. Yeah, yeah. They they they're they're uh, quick pitches at Metroidvania. Yeah. But then they immediately go, but it's not really a Metroidvania, but it's just easier to say. Like, sure. Because it's a side-scrolling game. You can go back to other areas and yep. do some stuff. Um, it was interesting. I, I uh, finished the whole demo, which was about 15, 15 minutes. Okay. Um, it, it was really early on, so the game didn't get too complicated. You're not going to be leveling up your character or anything like that. Right. Uh, you're just going to be finding... Uh, different uh, robots with different abilities right. that you'll use to get through a level or a section because you might want to take the whole body back to a certain point because it has like a different laser gun or has a different yeah. hacking ability. Did they mention at all getting close to a release date on that one? Uh, a couple months. Uh, okay. It's releasing the summer. I believe they said July. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, that's been around for a while now. Yeah, uh, apparently they've been shopping the game for a couple years now. Right. And they just made the official announcement last year. Yeah, Adult Swim's been kind of taking on a lot of kind of weirder games. I played that game at PSX. I know you did. And loved the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I thought you went to bed. Oh, yeah. Good night. <laughs> His bed <laughs> just happens to have a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I walked past it today. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's that game well, again. So that's the funny thing. It's in the Sony booth, and that's my, that might be where you saw it. But then it's also at Adult Swim Games, right? Well, no, I saw it at the Sony booth. But it might be somewhere else. Right. Because when I got to the appointment, the guy was just like, what do you mean you have an appointment here? This is the so, this is a bad <laughs> yeah. place to have this appointment because you yeah. want to hear the dialogue. Exactly. Uh, and that's, I, I don't know, because I glanced at it, and I watched, like, for about five seconds, and I couldn't tell whether it was the same part that I played. It looked like it was near the end of one of the parts that I played. So, because I was like, "Oh, I wonder if you know we're going to see something different here." But you have to get to an escape pod. Yeah, it's the same part I played. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, when I got there, he's just like, "Yeah, Which you is- should really see this game somewhere else." 
uh, I don't know why they sent you here, <laughs> but I will demo it for you anyways. And Jeez. I was like, okay, cool. It's fun, though, because the escape pod is essentially you pop your head off and yeah. you are the... <laughs> you are the escape pod <laughs> yep. with wings and everything. It was, yeah. was kind of neat. That's um, pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so next up, Wild Guns Reloaded, an yeah. old SNES game that they're doing. Yeah, first thing I get in there and uh, she's like, did you play the game on SNES? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I mean, that's like 20 years old, so. Oh, God, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's... um. I guess for people who like me who didn't play it before, it's kind of like a shooting gallery game. Yeah, but you have a character that runs yeah. around. It's it's very 16-bit. Yeah, and it's still kind of similar aesthetics now. They, yeah. They kind of kept the graphics looking retro. Yeah. Um, but uh, they added some more areas and enemies, and then there's two new playable characters. Oh, okay. So you can have uh, up to four players co-op. And, nice. Uh, um, local co-op game. And- nice. Pretty hard because you know those SNES games. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. You're aiming a reticle with a D-pad. Yeah, so you're aiming with the D-pad, but the D-pad also controls your character movement. So yeah. If you're firing, then it only moves the reticle. If you're not firing, then it moves the character and the reticle. If so it took me, you know, a couple minutes to kind of get used to the the control scheme. Yeah. If anybody's ever played Nom 1975 on the Neo Geo, it's kind of that control. Okay. So. But yeah, it was really fun and uh definitely liked it. It seems like um we were saying it would be a good uh MGC game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean the original game was okay. I don't think I own it, but I think it's like a little more rare than a lot of games. So what's that? The fuck MGC's being dumb. <laughs> I posted my spirit animal on Twitter. I am the mitz. Sukuni Honey Senpai. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Weirdo. So that tells me it's something I would get. But... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, this one's just for Andy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the next... I, I watched I watched MJC play this. Uh, and again, we've talked about it before, so you don't have to go too crazy with it, but uh, Fury. Yeah. So this is funny, because um, the art was designed by the artist behind Afro Samurai. Right. So Which, this is the Afro Samurai game we should have got. <laughs> it was. It looked really good today. It looked a lot more polished than when I saw it. Yeah, the the combat's really quick. The interesting thing is, uh, it's one on one. Yeah, the whole game's one on one. You're not going to be fighting minions. It's all boss battles. And they they were next to the Kratos, uh, the God of War theater, so they love pointing out, pointing to the Kratos sign and saying, "We are not like that." <laughs> and they kept emphasizing, we don't do that. We don't. You're not going to get a big boss. You're going to be fighting man versus man, one on one. Yep. And so the 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 one fight that I had that took forever took forever. Yeah, it, it the the guy had like nine health iterations. Bars. Yeah. yeah. So like every time you take him out, he would like have a new edition of himself. Yeah. So uh, it actually starts out kind of like a, a twin stick shooter because you you yep. can't get close to him until you weaken him right so you're using uh, the right stick to shoot out projectiles right and then when you finally weaken him enough you can engage him in actual sword play and it's just uh the usual dodge parry and uh strike yeah and uh, i think circle is yeah i don't remember anymore 
Yeah, yeah. But it's just the square X circle for all that right. stuff. Uh, combat's really smooth. Like It, 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 it looks stylish. Animation was really good. Movement was really good. Because I, I watched you for quite a while. And yeah, uh, yeah it, it looks so much better than the last time I saw it. Yeah, I think I played for like 20 minutes. You and did. I wasn't dying that much. No, just, you're doing pretty good. You just need to learn how to dodge well, better. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the, the 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 guy is constantly sending out different types of attacks, right. so you're dodging, it's, rolling. It's very shmuppish to a certain extent. Like he would send out these things, and instead of being able to move out of the way, it was like a solid thing. So you have to use his little dash move to get through it. But then he would send up like crazy projectiles, and you either dodge those, or some of them you could shoot to turn into health bars. Yeah, yeah, you, and regain some health. Um, and then he would fly up and then jump down, and you can parry some of his right. his landings, or you just dodge out of the way. So the the fights looks like they're they're going to be complex, pretty like like complex. Right. Well, and and every iteration seems like he's got a different attack. Yeah. So like it, it's one of those boss battles where it's a multi stage boss. But man, he had like seven. Yeah. It was nuts. The, and the interesting thing is there's no leveling up. Right. You're not going to get better weapons. You're not going to level up. Hit, uh, the the developer that was there said, when you get a six-string guitar, you don't add a seventh and eighth and ninth string. You just get really good at playing your six-string guitar, which which makes sense. Yeah. He's like, the, the guy's not going to... There's not going to be a random shop for the guy to buy a better sword. He's trying to escape jail. He's in a jail. There's right. not going to be extra swords lying around. Or, however, he was trying to explain it. Where the one weapon you have, that is your weapon. Right. You better learn it and perfect it. <laughs> you were doing pretty good with the pairing and everything. That was yeah, yeah. You did a nice job. I was impressed, and I, I like that it had the Afro Samurai look because I, I had to deal with Afro Samurai. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked the Afro Samurai that type of combat. And that art style really pops. And then uh, Loot Rascals, which I know nothing about. So, uh, so Loot Rascals, uh, the art style is something out of like the 1950s, 1960s sci-fi. Uh, okay. they, they kept comparing it to the Jetsons. You're, huh. you're moving on a grid that's uh, procedurally generated. Okay. Uh, the combat's pretty much automatic. Uh, you'll On this grid, you'll randomly run into creatures. And then they'll just fight it out. Uh, they will drop cards. Oh, God. That you then equip that will be different abilities and uh, attacks, that type of stuff. The whole point of each uh, thing is to just get to the end. Of right. The, to find the exit. Okay. Uh, when the, the cool thing about it is uh, if you get killed by an, uh, by an enemy... Mm-hmm. He will then take your best card. Oh, okay. And then he will go to another world where someone can retrieve that card. Oh. So if I kill an enemy and I get a card that is from another player's game, I have the option to send it back to him wow. or keep it for myself. If I send it back, they'll send like a, a Drivatar. Of <laughs> yeah! <laughs> a, a ghost or a Drivatar of him that will help me. <laughs> to the cloud. Uh, if I send it, uh, if I keep it, I might see his character or that other person's character in my game and they will try and kill me for that card. Uh, okay. So it's not going to be traditional multiplayer. It's just going to be that, asynchronous, uh, asyn- multiplayer, a- asynchronous yeah. multiplayer. The the art style really pops. It, it really has a really cool, cool look. Nice. Gameplay is pretty simple. Like 
you're just moving along. There's a step counter. There's a day night type cycle. Sure. That's on it. So some enemies you'll see like if I fight him at night, he's going to be tougher. So I need to find another way around him because you're the, the there's a, a set amount of uh, steps you can take. Okay. And that dictates the day night cycle. So it'd be oh. like you have twelve steps until nighttime. Okay. So use those twelve steps carefully. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then I think I just had one more game uh, after that. Yeah. We'll we'll go to Dave, Dave for Sniper Elite Four. Um. So I haven't played any of the other Sniper Elite games before. However, I have seen a lot of them. Um, this is just more of the same. That's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah. Um, so it's still... it's Which just, is a good or a bad thing. I mean, fans of the series are going to be happy, I think. Yeah. Um, so I only had like a half an hour with it. And um, so like there's... Um, like you have your binoculars and you can zoom in. You can mark, you know, mark enemies. Sure. You can play the... You know, it's kind of that play it however any way you want. You can stay stealth the whole time. You can, you know, make yourself aware. You can tag the enemies. Um it still has the point system and the animations for headshots or liver shots or and it shows the the bullet flying through the air and then going through yeah, the body. Yeah, the dramatic. Yeah. yeah. So, um okay. it was really hard though. I mean, I, they're not easy games. Yeah, I had a it was really hard cuz your cover was blown and you had to hide again for a little bit and then you made too much noise or another sniper saw you. It was like it was just a lot of stuff. I didn't like I said, I only had a half an hour, and it started a little late, and then I didn't, wasn't able to finish the demo, and I had somewhere else to be. But if you like Sniper Elite, you're probably if you like sniping. Like you're probably gonna like this. Yep. So. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Uh, well, I'll talk a little bit about Ben's new game, uh, which I keep forgetting the damn name. Like days gone. Days, days, gone. Gone. days gone. Yeah. Uh, so again, it was kind of an extended demo of what we saw last night at the press conference. Uh, but they talked a little bit more about kind of what was going on. Uh, so it was the same sawmill stuff, but he actually didn't take the same path. And what they showed, what mainly they showed, was the fact that there are a lot of things that are contextual in the game. So at one point, he's running along, and there's like all these wood planks being held up uh, with some straps. And when he ran by it, he had a point where he could hit square and on the run, kind of like he did with some other stuff, but um, he could actually slice the straps while he was running and then drop all the boards and that would stop uh, the horde from following. And that's what they're called. So what these things are called is is uh, freakers, the freakers. Uh, and they, they call you know that big group of them a horde of them, obviously. Um, the Freakers are not zombies. They're not undead. They are humans, living humans. This is how they're going. And they're just trying to feed. So they don't need brains. They're, they're not bloodsuckers. They just need food. And because they're so voracious, they've pretty much wiped everything out, and humans are the only thing left to eat. Um, but they show, like I said, they show more contextual stuff. They, they, it was kind of the same thing where he's going through the sawmill, and uh, like there was one point where he he grabbed a guy, like he was meleeing with a guy, and there was this big saw blade, and he threw him into the saw blade, and it like split the guy right in right in the head, and kind of split him in half a little bit. Um, like the the other stuff, there was that there was a point where he kind of ran across some rafters uh, when he was higher up in the uh, in the sawmill itself. 
uh, he threw a Molotov and actually burned the middle of it, and the whole thing collapsed. So what you were seeing, though, was the fact that uh, these freakers actually look for different paths to come after you. And they're triggered by sound. So that's what triggers it all is when that guy falls and breaks his leg and he's screaming and screaming and screaming. Um, you know, again, I still call this a zombie game to a certain extent. At least what we saw. And, and they made it very clear this is a very, very small section of what the game actually is. So what they were trying to get across, at least a lot of us felt, was the fact that this is not just them fighting these freakers all the time. The sawmill that they used for the demo, they used it for a very specific reason. That was, if you look again, you'll see all these body bags and everything. This is where these freakers actually kind of congregate. But as a bounty hunter, you went in after this, what was it, two dogs, I think they called them, um, because your character, which I had the name and I lost on my damn... No, it's soft to listen to the audio recording, but um, he went in, but he made sure that he actually grabbed all the stuff he needed. So he grabbed Molotov cocktails, he grabbed a lot of ammo to be ready for it. Uh, the motorcycle is actually used as a way to manage your inventory. So that's where a lot of your stuff is going to store. So that's kind of like your little mini vault. Uh, there is an economy of some type, but they wouldn't talk about it yet because that's the thing. Like, if if this is such a wasteland and everything else, what's the incentive to be a bounty hunter? Resources. Well, that's what we're thinking, yeah. And that that was kind of what I was thinking. Um, also, the whole thing with that, uh, a pandemic happens, and this is two years after it. It takes place in the Pacific Northwest, primarily Oregon, where, where that's where Bend is, is Bend, Bend Oregon. Um, but they're trying to use that because... In that area, it's very different no matter what direction you go to. So he was saying at the studio, you go five miles to the east, and it's literally a desert. You go five miles north, and there's skiing, snowboarding, etc. Lots of topography in Oregon. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's why they wanted to use that environment because it's so varied. Um, it's It sounds like it's going to have a, a deeper narrative. It sounds like it's going to have a deeper story. At the end of the day, you're still dealing with their version of zombies. So I don't know how people are going to take that, you know, for what it is, but it, it, it made it a lot more interesting after hearing some of this stuff about it. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm still interested. I want to, I like bend. I think they're a great studio. They don't do a lot. Obviously they were siphon filter and then uncharted for the Vita. And then they've been working on this ever since that came out. So it's been quite a while that they've been working on this already. Resistance for the Vita? No, they didn't do Resistance for the Vita. They, or, I mean, PSP. Who'd yeah. You? Yeah. And then they did, well, yeah, and then they did yeah. Uncharted for the Vita. But after that, that's what they've been working on since then. I had a rumor that they'd, after that, they pitched another uh, Uncharted sequel and even they did a little bit of work on it and then it got canned. They wanted to do it, yeah, but it didn't happen. But I talked to the creative director today, who actually I kind of know. Um, <laughs> I didn't know he was going to be there. Uh, but he says they've been working on this ever since they wrapped up Uncharted on the Vita. So at least a portion of the team. And from what we found out later on, uh, they've actually been adding a lot of people to the team in the last couple of years to work on this one. So it, it's, it's interesting. And the whole biker gang aspect and, and the bounty hunter aspect definitely has me interested. So, yeah. We'll find out what happens. 
Uh, MJC, your last one. Origami. So, Origami is a stealth game. Uh, Meh, next. (laughs) (laughs) It it looks really cool. It has a lot of style. Um, Couldn't really follow the the story. Again, it's it's hard to play games with story on the the show floor. Because even with the headset, you can't really hear everything. Right. Um, But the... Play, dude. You got a cape. You can only really move in the shadows. Okay. You, you, all your powers come from you in the dark. Ah. Uh. Um, you have this really cool cape that actually is your UI. <laughs> um, it kind of uh, reminded me of uh, Journey type of thing, where sure. you know your 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 scarf grows longer and, stuff and like longer, that. And... and that's how the cape is. Okay. Um, and it it's um got some designs on the back of it that uh, light up. Okay, and that shows you how much uh, energy you have to pull off your uh, your stealth stuff. Hmm. So you you have different powers where you can like shadow hop. Okay. So you just uh, aim and then hit R one at a shadow, and then you just teleport to that shadow. Yeah. Uh, it, it can go further if you have enough energy li- uh, lit up on your back. Yeah. Um, and then there's like things where you can create shadows. So then you can make your own shadow to uh, to ha- teleport. Okay. Um, you can also like call shadow monsters and stuff like that. What's what's the end game in this? What's the you? There's a a like some type of spirit thing that's uh, you're trying to find out what happened to it or something like that. Okay. It, it was really hard to hear and the audio wasn't really working. Okay. That well, like I cranked up the the headset sure and it wasn't working that oh, well all right so i think he might have had a bad headset okay um, i was really bad at the game mostly because the controls were inverted so the right way no, <laughs> no. <laughs> hate when they're like dave agrees absolutely every game yeah. i picked up today somebody inverted it and i was yeah. like this doesn't that's work. because it's the right way no it isn't it is go no. overseas yeah <laughs> Children, <laughs> it's the right way. Delete your account. I'm sorry. When I push up, the camera shouldn't go down. Yeah, please. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> even the dev turned it off because at a certain point, uh, I just wanted to see. He wanted to show some of the cooler stuff. So when you're holding a camera and you want to look down, guess what? Oh, look at that! It goes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except for I'm playing a video game. Yeah. No, that's the way it goes. <laughs> But even the dev, when he was showing off the more complex things, he went in the menu and he's like, he turned it off. And I'm yeah. like, oh, we we could have done that. He's like, people prefer. And I was just like, no, they they don't. Maybe the yeah. French do. But I had this sniper elite guy today asking me if I was English because there were six of us in the hall in the room. Yeah, and I, he left the room for a minute, and the demo hadn't started or the demo was on. And the other people just started playing, and I was just sitting there, and he's like, oh, you guys started playing. You didn't play. Are you English? And I go. English. No, he goes. That's like the English thing that somebody would do, and I'm like, I, I didn't want to start without you. Like, <laughs> well, you're trying to be polite. So yeah. he should ask you if you were Canadian. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. And so, like, what's the any time frame on release for this one or the? That one's also soon. Seems like okay. uh, pretty much all the the stuff I saw at the Sony booth is this summer or September October. Okay. All right. The game is uh, something to keep an eye out on. Uh, the visuals, it's uh, shell-shaded. Uh, okay. 
Um, it looks fine. It ran a little weird. Like the I don't know if it was because it was a show floor, but the AI didn't seem that great. Sure. But I know usually on a show floor they put it in easy mode, stuff like that. Okay. So um, hopefully that is improved. Uh, single player campaign, he said it'd be eight to ten hours okay. around that mark. Uh, he mentioned multiplayer, but then when I asked him, or I, he mentioned online, when I asked him, so what type of online, he then said, what? And I said, what type of online? And then he's just like, we don't we don't talk about online. I was like, oh, you, you mentioned it. And then he was Most like, indies never talk about online. Yeah, yeah. But he's the one that brought it up. And then as soon as I... Because I, he, he was just going over the checklist of this like stuff that the game will have. Sure. And then as soon as I was like, so what about online? And he was just like... We don't know what, and he played. He didn't understand me, and then just moved on. I was like, okay, fine. Then he started to play it, and he showed me all the moves, and sure, kind of remind me of some of the stuff we saw in Dishonored. Okay, so it's that type of thing, but like on a smaller scale. Okay, and so uh, uh, there'll probably be a write up on it. Okay, I'm getting sleepy right now. So we're all sleepy. To, I can see everybody's stuff. eyes drooping. We only got a couple more things. Yeah. Uh, so Dave, Plantronics. This uh, is interesting. Yeah. So I, Plantronics, um, like I got there and he's like, hey, did you get the release today? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Which is no, somewhat normal, you know. <laughs> but um, I, it sounds like that this is their first endeavor into Sony headsets. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, Plantronics, everybody probably has a Plantronics wireless headset at their office somewhere. Yeah. Or gaming headsets, maybe. Mm, I mean, I think they've only really done anything for Xbox to, okay. up to this point. Yeah, so the there's three things that I saw today. One is a very basic um, headset that plugs right into the controller. It's right. like a $50 headset. Right. Um, didn't have a whole bunch of bells and whistles on it. But all of them, and I don't know the exact word, and I wish I would have took it, but they're the headsets are take-apartable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Josh, that is the title for episode two, Take Take a Partable. partable. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, The Take a Partable King. That works for Headlander, too. (laughs) So, like, you you can at most... (laughs) I don't know the word. God damn it. (laughs) Uh, It's Lego. (laughs) It's Lego. Um, so most headsets that everybody's used to, you put them on and you pull down on the left ear or the right ear and you get, yeah. you get a slide mechanism or a clicking mechanism to yeah. them. These have three different settings on them that you remove the ear cup from the headset, from the headband, and then you put it on the setting that you want it on. Yeah. So it's like a small, medium, or large. Right. So if you have a crooked head, you could have like one on the small and one on the large, you know. But <laughs> so if you're, if you're, uh, God, I want to say chunk <laughs> from the Goonies. Yeah. But um, so then, so all of the, all three of the headsets have that function of adjustability to them, where they have a yeah. very flexible, um, or I'm sorry, they have adjustable ear cups, and then they have a, an elastic band that goes over the top for comfort right. and, and support, and then they have this um, top headband that the the headset sits on, and that's made out of a. Uh, and again, I don't have the full assets from them, but well, they're kind of doing like a Steel Series thing where they have the rubber piece below it, and it's on an elastic bands, and then they have the top more rigid piece. That you have in all the headphones, usually they go over the head. Yeah, and but you can cu- really customize flexible. a lot of those too, yeah, like yeah, with, yeah. in terms of colors and things like that. But they had a couple of the prototype pieces that weren't the full headset, and this guy is like wrenching them and twisting it, right, right, like using it, just 
playing with it and nothing's happening to it. It's going right back to the original shape. Strangling a hobo with them. <laughs> so, um, the, so the other two headsets that I saw that were really cool, um, there's a $69 um, VR headset coming out. It is strictly, um, not, not strictly, but it yeah, is. You can use them for anything, but they're actually designed yeah. to work with PlayStation VR. These are designed VR. for PlayStation VR. And what I found out today is very interesting, and I didn't talk to you about this. Did you know that there's a microphone built into the VR, PlayStation VR headset? Yes. Okay, I didn't. So yeah, um, so this this particular headset we does talked not about have it a on microphone. the podcast. Thanks. What's that? We talked about it on the podcast. Thanks. Yesterday? Uh, not yesterday. No, okay. a while ago. <clears throat> Which means you don't listen. Uh-huh. You only listen when he's on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, Dave. Anyway, so there's a removable mic, so you can take the mic off, right? And then that way you could use that one for the PS uh, VR, right? And then um, the the ear cups are oval shaped. Yeah, and they're actually kind of made so they stand off of your ears a little bit farther to make more room for the VR headset. It's pretty interesting. He showed me a couple of pictures today. Yeah, and so also what they were getting a lot of feedback from when people put the headsets on and then put the visor on, yeah. and they would push the, or adjust the visor to their face, it would push on the ear cups. Yeah. So these are made a smaller framework ear cup, and they're also designed for more VR sound for optimal directional sound as well. Yeah, so it's going to support that 3D directional sound. Right, and then the wire is in the is is in the back of the headset. Like right. On, on like the right ear cup, it's in the back, so it can go down for cable management and, and plug into the breakout box, I believe, right? Well, no, it's not the breakout box. There's a little thing on the, the main cable for the PSVR, uh, and it's got like four little circles on it, but that's the headphone port. Mm-hmm. So instead of plugging into the controller, because obviously there are some games that don't use a DualShock, uh, this actually has a headphone port right on it. So you just plug right into that, and I'm I'm sure the cable's not very long. I would no, it, it maybe went down to like the yeah. middle of my back. So like and and we were seeing a lot of that last night when we were at the PSVR thing after the press conference. So there was very good, you know, like there was a lot of thought process that went into this this headset for PSVR. Yeah, yeah. it's really interesting. So it's cool. Um, and then the other one that I saw, it was a. Um, let's see if I can pull a picture up really quick. But this one is their high end uh, headset. It's 150 dollars. Um, and the biggest selling point on this one is this has true um, 24-hour battery life. That's crazy. Like, gaming battery life. That's, so like, imp- that's impressive. Yeah. One of the things that he was telling me is that, you know, he's like, not very many people play for 24 hours straight, but you could play for... <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could play normally, at like on a random era, right. daily basis. Right. Uh, but you could play like four hours a day for an entire week and not have to charge your headset. Right. Um, and it will also the the other thing I didn't talk to you about today is it will for every half an hour that you charge it you get four hours of gameplay out of it. Oh wow! So in terms of like a, a quick a quick charge aspect of it as well. Okay. Um, same thing like you know noise canceling. Um, you know things. Like well, that. Plantronics are no joke. Like they make some incredibly good stuff. Uh, they just they're not in the gaming space that often, but. In terms of like office use, that sort of thing, man, they they're like the pinnacle right now. They're they're very popular and for a very good reason. Uh, they're little wireless headphones that use or like earpieces for phones. Everybody uses them, and they're expensive as shit, but they work. And I'm I'm very intrigued to, to check these out because. I was like, ooh, Plantronics, because I know they make good stuff, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, and one of the things on the PSVR headset is it has um, 
something called open acoustics and they were they're getting a lot of feedback from us years you know and i think that you know all of us that have put a headset on in the last year can attest to this is that you're sitting down or you're standing up and you're moving in a game yeah. but you're not moving so a lot of the feedback they were getting is that the sound they're trying to do something with the sound to make it for you to make it well, feel a little better the 3d positional sound in vr is supposed to take care of that though right. so if they're doing something else i get it but it says um, open acoustics helps users maintain balance. Okay, so basically it's not it's not noise canceling and everything else right. because you always have somebody trying to talk to you or what whatnot. And that makes sense. That's actually kind of a concern of, of me or of mine. So well that's cool. Uh so speaking of headsets, I got to see the new new Astro Gaming A fifties today. Now these have been around for like three or four years and they finally redesigned them. Uh I'm impressed. I I asked a lot of tough questions, and he had an answer for every one of them. Uh, so they have both mo- There's two models. Both of them are compatible with PC. One of them is actually made for Xbox One. One of them is actually made for PS4. And how that is is, and I brought this up. Um, I asked, you know, are you guys doing anything uh, microphone wise for the attenuation? Because like. The Polk Audios that I like so much have an actual attenuator that you can plug into the controller, and it's made for what Sony kind of uses as their as their baseline. Because Microsoft apparently wants everything at 35 dB minus 35 dB, which is nuts. Because <coughs> uh, normally the threshold's around minus 12 dB. Um, but he said PlayStation 4, they actually have an analyzer tool that went out and did a round robin on a, on a voice chat to make sure that they could get it, the voice quality where they wanted it. Um, it's got optical pass-through. It's got USB. It actually has some mixer options if you're a streamer. So if you want to do the stream and everything else, it has a return channel like like the Logitech Wired, but you can turn it on and off. You can change the mix. And and there's actually, the, the way the mix happens is, is this really streamlined uh, piece in the ear cup. It's really cool. Um, 15 hours of battery life, five hours to charge it because they don't want to overcharge or do it too fast and ruin the battery. They seem lighter than the old A50s. Um, there's going to be a custom kit for di- like different ear cups. The ear cups are magnetic, which Astro Gaming has had for a while. They're really easy to do. Um, 300 bucks, so it's Astro Gaming. But I'm impressed. Like new microphone that has the flip up to mute it and everything else. Um, they weren't. They just had prototypes there today, so they weren't able to be tested. But uh, I think they're going to get us a pair in hopefully July to do some testing with. People that buy Astros love Astros. Yeah, I mean, Astros kind of part style, too. And a lot of the programmers like them. And, and I think they've really taken a lot of feedback to heart. They have they, they really thought of everything so far. So I was, I was pretty impressed, surprisingly. Because I've always been kind of... One of those people that thought Astro was more like uh, how it looks over what the actual substance was. Because the A40s I have, they're comfortable and they sound good, but like the microphone port stopped working on them. That sort of thing. So, but now it's a wireless dock. It doesn't have all the crap on it like the old A50s. Uh, the dock is very streamlined, uh, really well designed. And actually, the headphones just kind of drop right in. It's magnetic, so it'll pop right in. They also have a sensor in them. So that if you lay them down on the table, they'll know about it and they'll go into standby mode automatically. If you pick them back up, they turn right back on. So it's kind of cool how they did that. And the control software, one of the things I don't like about the Logitechs is that the control software only works on Windows. This actually has Windows and Mac. 
So I thought that was really cool too. Uh, but you can set up profiles, assign them to three different uh, uh, positions on a switch. Uh, quite a lot of stuff. So yeah, I'm impressed. I like them. Uh, Deus Ex. Did you actually get to play it, or did you just like watch that thing and? So I just watched that thing, and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like in a theater. It's, it's available at the Microsoft booth. Well, I, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had to watch it at the old Square Enix outdoor theater. Yeah, the outdoor theater the with all the Jesus all the shows. Yeah, wow. um, it was different, however, than the one you've seen. Uh, that's well, what you think. Comes up like well, month. because they specifically said this is different than the one that we've shown before. Jeez. Because he he's hope. like the previous one was all about combat, and this one's all about the other stuff. So there was yeah. like almost no combat. It was like walking through the streets, and here you can make this decision. You can go this way, or you can go this way, or you can engage in this side mission. And, <laughs> but yeah, um, and then afterwards, I ended up talking to the lady, and then uh, giving your name, and she's like, "Oh, here, yeah, you want to play something?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'd love to play Final Fantasy." Um, oh, jeez. Um, why don't we walk around and see what's open? <sighs> so they just walked me around and eventually got me onto Deus Ex Breach. Oh god damn it! So I played. We'll, a bit of, we'll take you back tomorrow yeah. or something. I played the Deus Ex Breach, come? which was I don't even know what that is. I don't know. What, I didn't know what it was either. But <laughs> I played it and I still don't know what it is. Yeah, it it god seems like it. it's some kind of like first person shooter puzzle game. So it's like you drop into terrible. a mission and you're trying to find like a server and extract data from the server. And that sounds awful. Yeah, it was it was kind of eh. Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> uh, what do we got left here? Well, we're not going to talk about that one because you got screwed over. Yeah. Um, well, I'll talk about really quick. I got to play Grand Turismo Sport a couple of times. Uh, it looks so much better than what they showed on that stream. A couple times? Yeah, they had it in the media area back uh, there. Okay. So I, I was, was like, like, where did you get a couple times? They had those cool seats in the media area. No, they didn't have the cool pods. And those are new pods, by the way. I guess one of the car designers, uh, one of the guys that the, does some of the prototype stuff, uh, designed those pods. They look badass. Uh, so no, I just had to use the DualShock. And, and with my thumb, I can only do so well, but... Uh, actually raced at three different tracks. I did the new oval track that they just added, which it's an oval track. Um, Turn left. Yeah, it was. It was like racing at Bristol, basically. Uh, raced. Uh, I did one full lap at Nurburgring, and I did uh, a race at Willow Springs, which Willow Springs is one of my favorite tracks uh, that they actually just added to Grand Chismo 6. Uh, you know, the sounds still aren't there, but they're working on it. Um, weather, lighting. No, there is no dynamic weather. I know you said something. I didn't know if that was something yeah. that was being worked on. Or- uh, Clouds. I haven't asked about that yet because the producer that I know pretty well Clouds actually was there, so I talked to him booth. for quite a while. Um, he, the beta is still going to happen. DLC. They just don't know when. They keep pushing it back. But the beta will still happen. I didn't hear what that little quip was. Oh, Cloud DLC. Cloud DLC. I just realized I could do well, secret messages into the one, mic. One thing that I'm I'm a little afraid of is the fact that it, it comes with like I think 150 cars. They're Damn. all but they're all premium now. So what they were doing in the past was that they would add these new premium cars and they would pull in the old cars still, and you could tell they had less geometry, less anything. So they're not doing that this time. So it's gonna start with 150 cars all completely rendered. But it scares me because now I see the Forza model happening, and he, one of the guys, even said something like, "Well, we see some other competitors, and they do that." Like, no. So it sounds like we're going to have to pay for more cars, and I'm not 
super excited about that. Control great though. I mean, it really did feel like you know the evolution of the uh, the new shock system, the new physics, and the new tire deformation and everything that they had in GT6, which was so good. Um, interface is a lot cleaner now. Holy crap! Completely revamped. Um, I mean, it raced really well. I had a lot of fun at Willow Springs. It was doing great. I get up to the very last corner and I just I got knocked off and I slid all the way out to the freaking wall, <clears throat> which is a long way on Willow Springs. Uh, but you know, <clears throat> there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. I saw a lot of aliasing, a lot of aliasing. Uh, but yeah, it was fun to play. I was I was happy. And then I got to watch about a half an hour of um, Last Guardian. Wow. It looks really cool. I mean, it's still... You can still tell it was made for PlayStation 3 originally. It looks great, but you... Like, you see these little hints here and there. Like, you see a bunch of grass, and the grass is kind of in clumps, you know? Because they're all one object. Is that playable anywhere? Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't see it on the floor. Yeah, it's playable back by us. Okay. Yeah. I was. Gonna, I, I hope it would be because it's coming out in three months. <laughs> well, they had two stations. The the demo's forty five minutes. Wow. Okay. So that's Just why like I never Zelda. got onto it, huh? Just like Zelda. Yeah, oh exactly. And even though that's the only thing they're showing, it's still a two hour wait to get God. to see it. God, fucking. It's Nintendo a two hour wait to get the ticket to go play it. <laughs> yeah. But they that also have a line. Nice. They have a line Fuck to Nintendo. watch other people play it. Fuck Nintendo. I'm you serious. Wait, you can wait like an hour and a half just to watch someone. That play. shit was ridiculous this morning. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, it looks good though, but because I get to watch some stuff. But uh, no, GT Sport really, really cool. I'm optimistic. There are some things missing. It scares me a little bit. I think it's going to launch with a lot of stuff missing. Um, but Last Guardian, I think, is going to be really neat. The way it looks so far, at least, it, it just the interaction with with uh, what's it called, Trico? Trico, Bird Man. Dog, Bird Dog. So, what's the name of the other one? What? The second one. The second oh, the black Trico. one? Nobody knows. Evil, Evil Trico. Trico. Evil <laughs> Bird wow. Dog. Black Lab. Doesn't have the, like, you know, beard like Evil Rick. <laughs> yeah, the little goatee like Evil Spock. Yeah. Um, there you go. There you go. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, and also Gravity Rush 2. Holy shit. Did you get to play that? Yeah. I hate you. There yeah. was always a crowd there. I waited. It is beautiful. So I waited like 25 minutes. This year and I, yeah. I really wanted to play it. but I waited like 25 minutes, and the guy in front of me sucked uh, <laughs> that I was watching. And I'm like, I know how to play this game. I just played it like three months ago. Get out of the way. So I asked somebody today if, uh, like, how did the physical release go for the first, for Gravity Rush HD? And they said it did well enough that when it came up about Gravity Rush 2, it was never even an argument or a discussion. They just did a physical release. Oh, yeah. Festival so, approved. Well, it's it's cool because I love, like, the last few months, this big rush of developers trying to get physical releases out. It's like it's like this new yeah. renaissance. <clears throat> that is run games They're making close. appointments just to announce yeah, physical releases. Yeah, no, releases. I can tell you about God. some physical releases. <laughs> what, what was that, Josh? It is big, and the funny thing is, I ran into um, it just randomly. Um, I ran oh, into yeah. one of the guys from Nighthawk, yeah, uh, which I've talked about briefly. They're the ones that put out the physical version of the Talos Principle. Right. They're the ones that are near me that I've been to their their building. They were former um, Majesco. <sighs> yeah employees and started their own company and they're getting into that they're 
they're doing their own stuff they're working on, but in the meantime, they're also publishing physical versions of other games right. to make some money on the side, you know, to, cool. to help keep the cash flow coming in. And he was here lining up business, and we just randomly ran into each That's other. Hilarious. I'm like, hey. <laughs> so that was kind of neat. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why he's here right now this week. He is nice. he is going to different uh, games that they're aware of, that they feel confident in, and they're trying to set up deals to to do physical. So That's cool. Uh, well, I guess the one last one. Did The Long Journey Home, Andy? Yep. You you played it? You got to, or got to go at least see it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was <clears throat> demoed to me by the developer. Okay. So I actually got there and I saw, um, I don't know if somebody else is seeing this, but uh, what was it? I'm blanking because I'm so tired. State of Mind, I think it was called. State of Mind. It was, it was one of those little you know booths up on the concourse. Okay. There were, there were two games in there. When I got in, he was already talking to somebody. Or he was like finishing up the previous one. Okay. So um, someone showed me State of Mind, which is like an uh, adventure game. Okay. Um, and the person who was telling me about it was explaining it and then... I was already thinking it, and she's like, think Heavy Rain. So, kind of a similar thing. It's also kind of got a similar vibe where you're kind of, you know, a, not you're not a detective, but you're a journalist, so you're oh, okay. doing similar kind of things. And mm. I think she spoiled, like, several plot points to me. Because <laughs> she's sitting there explaining the game, and then... You see, the real killer is this guy, Bob. Yeah, and then she'll, like, she casually, like, mm. says, you know, this one thing, and I'm like, that sounds like the kind of thing that would come up in the story. And I didn't say it, but I'm like... That, that sounds like it might be a spoiler. Maybe it's backstory, and she was just giving me backstory, because the game didn't look like it was in a playable state yet. She, okay. She booted it up, and there was just, like, the guy standing there, and she didn't actually, like, move him around. Like, she moved around, like, a little bit, and that was about it. Oh, okay. But, yeah. It looked pretty cool. Um, cool. And then uh, the long journey home. Um, it's very FTL. Okay. Um, but it's not quite as... Hard as FTL, not as quite as random. Okay. Um, and yeah, it looked it looked really cool. So it's it's basically like you're on a ship that uh, it's the first faster than light kind of jump. Right. And the jump goes wrong, and you end up really really far away from home. Right. So the whole thing is you're trying to get back home. See, it's the long journey home. Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Huh? I knew what they were doing with that title? Yeah. yeah. So it's all about you know you got to find the the local aliens and trade them to get parts to keep your ship from falling apart. He he jokingly called it the anti-RPG, because in an RPG you slowly build yourself up, whereas in this game, your ship is slowly breaking apart. Yeah. And you're just kind of like stave it off long enough to, to get back home. But it looked really cool. Um, lots of cool systems about like bartering with aliens and right. um, uh, lots of procedurally generated stuff. And of course you can seed it. He seeded it with the uh, Seed PS Nation for... <laughs> He saw my badge. <laughs> Did he ask if you're Glenn? No. Okay. Fortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looked really cool. Nice. Uh, so. All right. Well, I think we're done, boys. Yay. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. All right. Well, uh, that mm. clip that I was supposed to put on last night, I'm going to try to put it on tonight. I apologize. Uh, GarageBand decided to just literally blow up and puke all over the place this morning. And I did not have time to dick around and redo everything. So uh, I had to just like throw it together in Audacity really quick. So uh, hopefully at the end of this, you'll hear the clip that we were talking about, uh, which was the origin story of the whole giving uh, 
Josh a, a fern or a shrubbery of some kind. Uh, if so, that clip maybe at the end of this, maybe not. I hope it is. I'm hoping things go better tomorrow morning when I'm editing all this shit together. Uh, so thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for checking out everything on psnation.com. Like I said, uh, bookmark that E3 page if you're interested at all. Man, the, the the team here and the team at home are kicking some major ass, getting a lot of stuff posted, and uh, we'll continue to do that throughout the week. We've got more appointments coming up tomorrow and on Thursday and a, a lot more stuff going on. So uh, check it out. Don't forget on Twitter, at PSNation. Anytime a, a story goes up on the website, it gets tweeted, so you'll get updates regularly on there. So, Along with all the random memes that MJC is putting up tonight. Yeah. Hashtag PS Nation House Club. Get it trending. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can only reference the last anime I've seen. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, Joseph Peristalt. Wow, that's a name. Because uh, he's like, why don't you guys just yeah. record in the morning? I already responded. Okay, yeah. Because there's no time in the morning. There isn't. Uh, especially tomorrow. So today the show started at noon, but we had a lot of shit going on this morning. Uh, you have to remember that I still have to get all the audio together, throw it in the laptop, edit it, encode it, upload it on our shitty Wi-Fi. Our Wi-Fi has been so bad this week. It took me over half an hour to upload that file this morning. And it was like 70 meg. Um, so there's a lot of work that has to go into it. We have to get over to the, the conference uh, convention center actually early tomorrow because I have an appointment before the doors open. And the show opens two hours earlier. Yeah, the show opens at 10 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday and Thursday and like today, which was noon. So... There's just not a lot of time, and that's why we don't do it in the morning. And the cattle hoarding that happened today. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But see, if you interact with us on Twitter, we might reference you on the show and reply to you, there you live go. on a podcast. See? Live. Yeah. Live later. Well, and Ben White emailed us because I asked for emails. Uh, he asked about the Tomorrow Children, why he's not hearing about it. I think Ben White's in Europe, though. Because they released an open beta over here. No, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was everywhere. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, Ben White. If you haven't, it's over now. Because he's like, nobody's talked about it. Well, there you go. There was an open beta. Take it away. I don't think Dylan's over here this this. No, I've seen anything. So anyway, yeah, and I also didn't see any of the. And it is what it is. But there's none of the free to play Sony Santa Monica games here. You mean San Diego? San Diego, sorry. Yeah. Nah, they're at a point where I don't think they really wanted to have them here. Yeah, they're kind of. There's out. also no Vitas. Well, there are, just not in Sony's booth. <laughs> I didn't even see any. I guess I didn't go. I thought somebody saw yet. one or two over at Atlas? I, I, no, I don't Exe think it was Atlas. might have one because yeah. I think yeah. they have a couple of Vita games, but I haven't walked through their booth yet. Yeah, I think Exe does. I mean, yeah. today. Yeah, today. All right. Enough babbling. Let's get the fuck out of here. We'll talk to you very soon. Thanks very much, folks. We'll uh, talk to you tomorrow from E3. Bye. Everybody stares at Josh. Bye. I'm the two-year-old. My two-year-old, she wakes up every day now at 4 o'clock in the morning. Every day. Just wakes up high. Fucking happy <laughs> to be awake at 4. That's what offends me. Because if she woke up at four, like, I can't do this shit. I'd be like, oh, dude, you're fine. I'll just have some coffee. We'll play cards. It'll be okay. But she wakes up, hi, and I got to get up. I'm the one that's got to get up because my wife pushed her out of her vagina two years ago, so I'm the one. You know what? She didn't even. They cut her open. Who can't do that? Wow. I'm, I'm the one that had to watch that shit. And keep a poker face for her benefits.
That ain't easy. Because she doesn't know what's going on. They have a sheet, and they just start. They don't tell, they don't go, we're going to divide you into two things now. They just start cutting. And she's looking at me all, hey, what are they doing? I'm like, fucking nothing. Jesus! That is weird! She's just cut off, and the doctor's like, just digging in there, looking annoyed, like, he's trying to find his passport in a carry-on or something. Excuse you, kid, just fucking... And my wife tried to give naturally. She really worked on it, and I supported the goal, but it didn't work out. And she really tried. We, we got tapes. They gave us tapes of births. And I don't know if you've seen these things, but they're pretty heinous. And it, it's just because, it's only because they stopped making them. Like in the 70s, people stopped letting themselves be taped. So it's all these sort of Swedish hippies. With a lot of just shitloads of hair and this big bush, just giant hippie bush. And they just, just pushing out these big. And, and they gave us a tape for some reason that was a bunch of just the moment of the birth cut spliced together. Like 20 of them, like one of those porns where just the jizz shots went after the other. Like it was just, just, that, like fuck, I can't look at all that. So we had ours and, and then two years later, I'm watching the kid and there's no really lower parenting skills than watching your kid at four o'clock in the morning. You don't do nothing. Just make them not die, that's all it is. Just sit, I don't even turn a light on, just make her play in the dark. <laughs> Daddy, I want a story. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, the end, here's your little story. Kiss my ass, you got me up. Throwing in the garbage.